Welcome, every- <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Mice Room Podcast. Um, shout out to Dury. Dury. <laughs> Dury in a scurry hurry. They, uh, they got the, uh, yeah, he's my, uh, Austin Dury, my, uh, my worship, my worship, uh, director. Uh, he, uh, started, a he kickstarted an EP called Suburban Legend. Uh, with his sister, and you don't. Um, and uh, yeah, so now then they released that song "Losers Club" out now, and they're releasing another uh single "Hasta La Vista, Baby." Um, I believe okay, July thirtieth. So. Hasta la vista, baby. Uh, Is that seen that way the whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so at the con, so at the, at the concert that we went to last night, no, not last night. Yes, today's Sunday. Last night, um, he sang a song with the with the famous Matthew McConaughey quote, "All right, all right, all right." And they he had confused. and he had this and he had the crowd sing that part. All right, all right, all right. Ah, uh, have you ever seen that? I don't think so. Gaze and confused. No. Classic hangout movie. Let's hang out, guys. <laughs> um, Zach is still dead. Um, That's what happens when you die, actually. And get a four wow. in the morning jump. Wow. Um, wait, one? is that what happened to him? He got a he got a job that starts at four a.m. in the morning. Oh, I thought you said he had a hangover. Part <laughs> four, baby. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Um, but check those guys out. Um, so we're here. Where? Today once again has arrived, gentlemen. Do I need to be closer? We spun the good movie wheel last week, and we landed on Michael Bay's The Rock. Yes, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. No, 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 no. This is shit. He's still a re- he's still a wrestler at this point. Oh, I he's Rocky Maivia at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, he was probably going by The Rock now. At this point. This is 96. 96, yeah. Maybe. You know what seems weird to me? Why wasn't he... Just me. Why wasn't he, right. he in the Transformers movie? Okay. Movies. Why wasn't Dwayne. he? Uh, he was in Pain and Gain. Okay, never mind. Um, it's more of a rhetorical asshole, but... Besides that, Fast and Furious. tonight, <laughs> we spin the series wheel. We're doing it again. Wow, we are. Yes. We don't know what we're going to get. I don't know. We're all know. nervous. Do we know what we're bringing to the table? No. <laughs> I got to go through the I backlog. Do. Oh, I do. I have a couple choices. You know what he's doing or you know what you're doing? Oh, I know what I'm doing. I know what he's doing for sure. I don't know what I'm doing. I have a couple choices. I think I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm going to go with they made a sequel to... They made two sequels to Thriller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because that's the pose you just made. Um, dun, 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 dun. Um, but yeah, tonight we're talking about The Rock, and he's playing a different movie. (laughs) Mandy. Uh, We're not talking about The Rock yet, and I usually wait to do that. Uh, I put Mandy on because 
we finished Mandy last night, and he loved it. And to be honest, Mandy's one of the best movies of the past ten years. I'm completely blown away. So, Chris, do you know anything about Mandy? Other than that, it's a Nicolas Cage movie. I thought we weren't going to show. And the this. only image, okay, well, we, so we the, have to pause it. We can't show put this and the, on that. And the only image that I have seen is him covered in blood. That's the only thing I saw for the movie too. <sighs> it is. It's so good. So I, not only is it beautiful, it's violent and it's great. But it's it's very it's a lot more in line of what people thought Pig was going to be. Oh. But it is it, it, it's way more in line with that. Um, my jaw was on the floor. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I I'm was... gonna save it because one day I would like to see. The thing is, it is kind of it has horror in it, and can't it see, is you can't see that extremely creepy. Yeah, it's got horror in it. Oh, you can't see that yeah. anymore. It's not. It's Why? derogatory. No, oldest profession in the world, horror. Horrors. No. No. Of the deep. Even, even if it's I'm into horror. horror. Horrors. Guys, you're you're canceled. Anyway, good night, everybody. <laughs> so this horror movie, this movie about horrors in it, just a lot of horrors in it. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it is, it has scary elements in it. It has horror elements into Come it. But on. the second <laughs> half of the movie is very uh, grindhousey, very fun, okay. and I think you would really appreciate that aspect of it. On top of it, it's gorgeous. There's there's it's fucking beautiful. There's so many layers to this, and it's it, it's, it's a, not it's not just like a guy like getting fucking crazy and you know murder spree type shit there's it's not just that it's not that simple i can't even put it into words it's just there's so many elements that happened in this that like it's almost offensive to just label it like that Mm -hmm. with that offensive derogatory word yeah it's a beautiful movie it's great it's great you know what I like about that movie? It's good. It's good. It's good. China. There you go. China. China. It's good. Big fan of China. Are they not? We need to build a wall. Okay, we're done with that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that there's a guy who built with his own money sections of the wall hoping that Trump was going to do it? And now he's like, where's my money? And we're like... Moron? Moron. <laughs> what? <sighs> Don't build the wall if you're not gonna get paid. Long spaghetti. Uh, I'm just hitting buttons at this point. Um, where? So, okay, we had a few trailers come out. Besides okay. that, we had the Black Lotus. Black Lotus. I did not see that. It was okay. It was okay. It wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't anime. Which is what we were expecting. Well, here's what's happening. A lot of people are transferring over to 3D rendering than two-dimensional because it's less expensive, sometimes cheaper, which is not a good thing. Mm. Less expensive is fine, but when it turns cheap and the animation looks fucking weird, which I'll get to that because I watched something this week where that was a, a big problem. And... I just like that the atmosphere that Blade Runner has because it has it literally has animes now from like two years ago. It has like a short thing, mm, yeah, and then the two movies, yeah. It's just it didn't it I, to me it felt more like 
just watching the trailer, just the visuals of it, it felt more like a, um, altered carbon than a Blade Runner. Yes, but it's hard to. It's hard to tell. It's a trailer, so I'm not. I'm, no, I was gonna say it's hard to say that altered carbon is not a copy of Blade Runner right. to a certain extent. But it looks different, so it's not exactly a copy. No, I would say I think it looks closer to that than it does the real thing, Blade Runner, what it's based off of. Yes, this show. Well, there was also that movie with Paul Rudd and Alexander Skarsgård by the guy who made Moon Mute. Yes, and it looks like that too. Um, But it's like current day; it's not like futuristic shit. It's like people who watch, who only learn from the outside rain market scenes from Blade Runner. Yeah, but they didn't learn anything else, which is why twenty forty nine is so dope. I should rephrase it. It's not like current day; it is slightly futuristic, but it's like an eighties movie based their movie in twenty ten. And that's what it would look like. Yeah, but you're right. This particular trailer looks like Alter Carbon. Yeah, it didn't feel And Alter like... Carbon actually has an anime too. Or an animation of some sort. I'm 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 worried that the show won't get the atmosphere right in Blade Runner because it for me that I I do like that and I'm I'm trying not to be biased, but I feel like a lot of Blade Runner is the atmosphere and being absorbed into this universe, the fog, the rain, the just the sounds, the people walking by, they had that, but it just wasn't it wasn't quite there. It also looked a lot like Alita Battle Angel to me too. Mm-hmm. Well it was also the leads of as a woman or a young girl or whatever. I don't know how old she is. I just think like um It's stupid and I don't like it. No, it could be good. I get it. It could be good, but it's like um I don't know. Uh, it it, it uh, we after spending so much time with these guys work in an entirely different genre, it was deflating. It was deflating. We had expectations, and that was a bit deflated, certainly for me. But there was one or two shots that I that intrigued me, and that if there's more to shots like that, if the show, for example, what we see is just our surface level, and then as we get further. It gets more abstract. Yeah, like we just saw the first two episodes. Exactly. Like if it's that guy, the best thing about that guy is he told very human stories. He knew how to tell a story. Mm -hmm. So I I am hoping for that more than anything else. More human than human. If I lose the style of that guy's work but still get the storytelling, it's not that bad. And it was 2035? I think it said 2035, not 2049. So it's before 2049. Mm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Every wow. time, every time someone snaps their neck like that, I imagine a story I heard as a very young kid, which is a kid in class going, just like practicing snapping their neck, and then they snap wow. their neck and then kill themselves in the classroom, and it's always stuck. No, they me. did not. I know it's an urban legend. I was a kid. Okay, thank God. I... <laughs> 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 I feel like I told the story of the guy with the girlfriend with the ribbon around her neck and she's like I'll never take it off and he's like take it off and she does and her head falls off and you're like no it didn't (laughs) (laughs) shut up (laughs) no it didn't (laughs) (laughs) and you fucking bought it yeah I know (laughs) you fell right into it it's like steaming pile of shit you fell right into it shut (laughs) up you're mean you're mean I know do I need to be closer no you're good Really? Yeah. <laughs> I love how that's the new runner. Should I be closer? <laughs> and, it's, and we don't know if it's a working, we don't know if it's an honest joke or not. <laughs> should, should I? Well, you didn't answer the first time. Exactly. Well, also, 
Should you get closer? Yeah. <laughs> Do I need to? I no, think, you're good. I think Chris is just closer. If they can't hear me, the star of the show, <laughs> we're going to have a fucking problem. Yeah. When did this turn into the Buttercast? Uh, <laughs> it's not my show. No, okay. we're not playing characters here. We um, what? What did I sign up for? Um, we had the Dune trailer. Mm, yes, a new Dune trailer. I can't wait. Half the population of America is unvaccinated, so I probably won't get to see it for another decade. No, I think we'll see it. I think we'll see it. It'll happen. I will be wearing a hazmat suit. Yeah. But it'll happen. I almost bought one on Amazon. No joke. I legit almost did, too. I'm not kidding. No joke. I'm just going to deal with it. Let's go. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with it. Zendaya, what is it? Zendaya. Well, I was gonna say Zendaya, very prominent in this trailer. Yes, for well, she's the queen, princess. Never-ending um, story. I, I, I don't. I don't, don't want to uh, spoil anything. I don't. I don't know anything about it. Honestly, I kind of want to wait to watch the original Dune because I want to like get the story fresh. You would have then. You would have to wait to watch the second one then too. I've waited twenty two years. <clears throat> All right, man. All right, all right, all right. It's not a good. It's all not like right, it's a great movie. Right, no, I know. Right. <laughs> it's just like yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried. It's sad, and I feel like it. There's would, some good things in it, but it's. Sad. I feel like I would appreciate the new one more if I didn't know the story, and I like came into it cold because I literally I don't know. know. I feel like Dune is so well known and so popular. Uh, it's just for. I've dodged every bullet. We have a hey, you're you're. 20 something years old. 22. He's 22 years old. Literally just said you it only like had 22 seconds. years to dodge it, dude. And it's not like it's the most palatable book. And there isn't a lot out there. Maybe you know my it. father? Do you know who my father is? Yes. Do you read? He could kick have your you ass. Read, have you read the book? My father's a cop. Have you he read could, the book? No, no, but he has. And he's talked about it a lot. And yeah, but have you read the book? No. Exactly. That's my point. It's thousand it's pages. In, it's in the, It's in the house. It's been it easy. Calls me. It's been easy yeah. since no one's wanted to make the movie yeah. since 1984. Again, there's a documentary about a very famous filmmaker who tried and failed. Then another filmmaker who succeeded and failed. And now, years later, people are like, well, maybe we'll try again. This is a try again. People are still expecting this to fail in a lot of ways. Like Stupid. Why do people do that? Because it's a challenging book. There's a lot of voiceover. There's a very complicated story. It's voiceover anime style. No, in yeah, a Attack on yeah. Titan. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude. Uh, it's a problem. The book was almost written specifically so that it would not be made into a movie ever. It's one of the most challenging adaptations of all time. So, like, one of the intro. Now, I'm saying you are fine not knowing anything going in because, again, to. I didn't know anything before going in. It's basically just a hero's the, journey. It's yeah, a hero's journey one. in sci fi space, but it gets really complicated and the world gets insane and you start going like. How many books? of years in the future and it's fucking crazy. How many it's books are there? Dude, it's insane. Uh, like five, something like that. And they're all a thousand pages or is it just the first one? At least. Oh, dear God. Dude. So my dad could get into that. It's great. No, people love it, but like in terms of adapting into this medium has always been a challenge. So for I think there's two opposite ends of the spectrum. For someone like me who knows the story but hasn't read the books and you're waiting for it in this medium, the adaptation of that story is part of the fun. Right. As opposed to someone who's known nothing and is excited, I think you're gonna get just as much fun out of it. But like 
it is very intriguing how one can adapt this. It looks great. Absolutely. Great. How are you going to pull some of this shit off? I do not know. If so, there's anybody well, that can pull it off. It's, it's not about the lead story. It's how the story is told. And how do you put that into a visual medium? If anybody can pull it off, it's Denis Villeneuve. I'm intrigued. If anybody can pull it off, it's Denis Villeneuve. I think there was other news. No. Come on. Come uh, on. I think. Come on. Uh, uh, what other news is there? Maybe I can look. Hold on. No, I'm telling you guys. Really, there wasn't anything. This week. There really wasn't anything. I don't think so. Zach would have found something. Of course he would have. It was Zach would have found something. Pertained to Zach. It, I guarantee Call you, he, he would have been talking about. Okay, so how about this? Like, call what? him right now. No, John, again, he's he sleeping. If he answers, call him. He is sleeping. If he answers, call him. No, don't you You call him and then he answers. That, don't if he answers, us. call him. No, don't trick <laughs> us. I know how that works. Does it? <laughs> call him and see. No. No. If he answers, no, don't. then you should. You slippery tongue mother. No, don't do That's it. That's what she said. Don't do it. Well, she didn't say don't do it. I'm not like... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm single. single. I'm single. I'm single. It doesn't matter. I'm single. It doesn't matter. You're single, man. I'm single. I'm single. I'm single. You've never. I am in tears. Single, There's no judgment. I am. So I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm single. You've I'm been a in relationship. Don't call him. If he does, though, he's asleep. He would answer if he picks up. And he up. would say, if he picks up, then he answers. People liked Looney Tunes. Oh yes, Mr. The fuck off the stage. No one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, no news. <laughs> no news. No news. Sorry. No I, was, news. I was gonna see uh, Snake Eyes, but it fell through. Oh, um. Snake Eyes. Oh, out. so uh, S- Scott Atkins went on Twitter about it. And not a fan. He didn't like it. Nope. His friend Nico's in it. Just because his friend's in it doesn't mean that he liked it. Oh. He's like again, just not shot well. Actually. Oh, he got shot. No. No. People got, got shot in the movie, it's, but it's, not it's, in real We're life. talking about movies. People shoot with cameras. Oh. We're talking, no, 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 no. You can't shoot someone with a camera. Oh, my God. We are We are a secret. We're huddling in the corner. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? I can't help it. We are secretly a police blotter podcast. Police blotter? Police blotter, yeah. Police blotter. Hardly know her. No, guys. I just really don't think it was a hell I'm going to giggle it. Take give me another twenty minutes. I was looking forward to it. I really think that GI Joe can actually work, but I don't know. I think no. I think this movie will do well. Uh, certainly, probably people will rent it. And right. I don't. He. I don't think he didn't say that it was a piece of hawking shit. He just said that the action was still not shot the way that you should be able to shoot this stuff. And he's it's like, messed up, but he also used it as an excuse to be like, people should check out my podcast. So, uh, but, but he did honestly. Critical thinking is important. He was honestly saying like, look, man, I, but Where? we've heard the podcast. Where? He's getting the best people on there to talk about. Look at the golden guitar. Where am I looking? Looking at the golden guitar behind golden you. Guitar. Okay. Joker her. Joker her. Joker her. Joker her. They could very easily. They could very easily be the same person. Joker her? I Joker hardly know her. Yeah. The Joker her family yeah. the same person? They could very easily be the same person. If it was my choice, I would have picked her and... Well, I guess the Joker That's is the a guy. one. But I'd pick the Joker one and Inherent Vice. 
I mean, her is good. Um, Seeing her there. Flowers in her hair. Um, yeah, no. Just no news. I mean, the June trailer. The June trailer. That's my start. Olympics. Wars. That's my start. The Olympics. That's why everything's happening. The right. Um, I'm looking. We take the news. June is my Star Wars for this year. It's also the closest thing to Star Wars in general. Right. Until Rogue Squadron comes out, Patty Jenkins. I'm still. I still believe. Yeah, there really isn't anything that's sci-fi and interesting to me. Yeah. See that from watching. It's like Mothman. Yeah. Uh, I love Mothman. He loves you. Mm. So yeah, I'm gonna. I don't. I don't know. I might. I might still see Snake Eyes. I'll report back. Um, we're just watching Tree of Life now. Um, so just footage. So I guess we just go into what we watched this week. Start spreading the news. You wanted to keep it short this week. What now? You wanted to keep it short this week. Yeah, we did. Short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see anything. Besides the movie. Really well, short. but what did you... Oh, yeah, I went you, to I went you, to my... You looked at some footage of something now, didn't you? Did I? Yes, you, you did. did. Of what? Of your... Oh, yeah. My short film's coming out. Maybe soon. We've seen a second or two. We gotta tell you. It looks there's a, there's stupid. A, there's okay. a human in it. It looks great. There's a, there's a and human. And it's in nature. Uh-huh. And there was blood. It starts off, Okay. It's only tree. it was only a twelve second teaser and it's not even released. Their yet. hand goes on the tree. That's like as far as That's I it. made it on. It's there. it seems like it's a story about how man needs nature to support himself. Nope. Alex. It isn't that scene. That twelve second close is not, exactly what that is. That's not what that what is. You, don't tell me it's not. That's not. I'm what the is. critic. What's the artist out? It's mine. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, you also won't tell us. You know what's about. sad? I can't because I can't explain it. So if I can Where are the drugs going? <laughs> If I can see Oh, I know what I watched. I know what I watched. Jesus, that's how we figured it out? That was the craziest thing in the world. On top! That's how we do it? That's how we unlock your shit? We neg your filmmaking? Go ahead. What'd you watch before you get it? Piece of shit. Howl's Moving Castle. Oh! Okay, well that's good. Wait, which um? I don't know which version. That's the Christian Bale one, right? Yes. Okay. It's because you spoke like Christian Bale, and so I couldn't help but laugh my hands off. Well... Christian Bale is in Owl's Moving Castle? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's Owl. In the English dub. Yeah. Oh my god. So what happened was... was pre-American Psycho? So when you spoke, when you you spoke like that... You fucking mind. Yeah. Hold on. Do you remember the, remember the part where... Um, what's what's, 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 the, what's the main woman's name? The character? Ah, sure. I'm I don't the, remember. Owl like forever. No. Uh, <laughs> Sophie! When uh, Sophie is walking through that uh, that uh, that it's little been like a long time since I've seen it's like this cave of junk and treasure. Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna put it up. And he's talking. He's talking to the. Uh, no, no. Sophie's talking to uh, Howl in dragon form, or not in dragon form, like a bird form. All right. So if you need references, I'll put it up. And so, and then he speaks exactly like his Batman. Oh. No. And I, I was, I was crying because that's what I remember him by. Was him talking like Batman, and he did it for the giant monster role. Does he sound exactly the same? Yes. Don't fuck with me. I'm. I, I am. I. Don't fuck with me, man. I, I, I kid you like not. This. Yes. Swear to me. Swear to me. Swear to me. I swear to Batman. I swear. <laughs> fuck you, Batman. Fuck you, Batman. No like that. Okay. 
This podcast is where I'm ready to tell you with a bit of work. Gorgeous movie, though. Gorgeous movie. Gorgeous. Um, There's a lot of echoes between. Uh, I did also say. Spirited away. I, bur- I burned. I burned. I did. Well, I, yeah, I did the anti-war thing, you know. But it's also. it's also. The, I remember that from Princess Mononoke. The literal Mononoke. character design. Okay. Yeah, but that's also. So they, Princess that Mononoke, part. No, not Princess this part. Mononoke is a war movie. This is. This has war on the sidelines. Okay. Wait, is that the same dude from Spirited Away? No. No, no, looks, no, no, no. Fuck off. It's the same guy. Well, animation-wise, probably is the same place. Not in a bad way, but you get echoes of other movies in these. Oh, sure. So, like, yeah, same that, thing. There's, like, the, the bird, the crow lady, who's literally, like... Come on, like it's the same shit. Well, in a, in that a, scene, that yeah, scene. You know, well, he also looks like Lupin in this first fucking movie. Yeah. it was yeah. so funny. Like, I, I, it was a serious moment in the movie, but I was laughing. Have you ever seen the... anything pre Batman from Bale, from when he was like a child actor or anything like that? No, I grew up. Dude's been around on Newsies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know that Newsies is one of my. First memories of film. He was in. He was the kid in 1942. He was in 1942, but no, uh, Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. That's the movie. Empire of the Sun. But he's uh, also in Newsies. He's in Swing Kids. I see. He was around, man. Did uh, we already say that Pig came out? Yes, Pig okay. came out. We right. didn't get a chance to watch it though. Um, but like, yeah, I really, I, I really liked it, even though I watched it at like two in the morning because that's just how my friends are. Um, Fair. We're like that too. Uh, but like, watch Mandy at fucking two a.m. That's a two. That sounds like a two a.m. movie. Hell yes. Um, I uh, I mean, I liked it. I was tired though, so and just like we were just also just dropping memes on each other the whole time <laughs> during Castle. Yeah. Wow. Oh, when the uh, when the when the when the Witch of the Waste Bruh. walked through the first time, I was like, when she walked out, I was like, yeah, the salad bar is up your butt around the corner. So you were Mystery Science 2000 again? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dope. A and little you're bit. You're saying meme. That's awesome because that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> the salad bar is up your butt and around the corner. As <laughs> you walked out. The salad bar is up your butt and around the corner. <laughs> well done. Um, but yeah, I actually, yeah, I liked it. Um, how, many, that's funny. how many Miyazakis? Do that you makes it three. Three novels together? That makes it three. That's, I'm at three, too. Um, three, two. Mononoke. That one spirited away. I think we're even. So when we go okay. through this, we go through more of this podcast. You and I can be sad. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I, I made a movie. I really want to see Kiki. Kiki's Kiki, do you love me? Are you right? But yeah, I saw that, and then I made a movie. <laughs> he was so dead trying to be laughing. <laughs> I just don't know Drake, and it took me a oh, second to I be like, that was Drake. I only, know, I only know the meme. Um, wow, I can't believe I'm too old for Drake. That's crazy. <laughs> Drake's already old. Drake from State Farm? <laughs> yeah, Drake's he's in State Farm. That was, to me, the best That's right. That's the best commercial. I know him most from from the Jake from State Farm Drake. Drake. I know Drake most from the Jake from State Farm I think Jake would agree that those are his commercials. Jackie. <laughs> other than that, other than that, I didn't really watch anything. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, yep. Any extra hints at all about what you're sure? Oh God, it's just. I, you know, I'm gonna press. My simplest, the simplest answer I can think of, 
it is an amalgamation of everything that I have been through and, and felt for the last 18 now, months. Now, let me ask you this. As you've been watching a lot of hand-to-hand stuff, is there one on the horizon? Nope. All right, cool. That's, That's what I want to make next. Awesome. Okay. I want to make. I want to make. I want to make something action. We'll, we'll pre-visit action scene. I'll be the bald guy with glasses as a villain. I'll do that shit. You'll be the guy behind the counter, like no blasters, no blasters. Can I be the cat that he's petting on his lap? Oh yeah. How do we make that work? Well, you, just you know, a CG it. artist. He puts his head cats? between my legs and I pet it. Okay. Have you, do you know a CG artist? <laughs> <Do> you, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that was probably one of the best three times we've ever had together. But at the same time, I was like, seriously, put his head between my legs yeah. and then build a cat behind <laughs> it. And then <laughs> pet it and just be like. <laughs> that seems more like a you and me thing, but a yeah. trick. If you want to direct our movie. <laughs> I did. No, we're making that. That's gonna be made. Yeah. That's gonna. Do you know? Do you know a CG artist who will pull that off? Do you know? No, no I'm doing it practic- practical. Practical effects. head in my legs. We're doing. It. I am all practical. We're making a half cat. Somebody call Nick. Somebody call uh, Nicholas Cage. Can <laughs> we? You have his number. You and Michelle. we cut the chit chat a hole. Dang, you stole my, you stole my, uh, segue into rock. Oh, oh, that was the one you're going to do? That was what I was going to do. Now I got to do something else. It's a joke one. We have time. All right. I'll it's think about it. Uh, th- this was a very quotable movie. Anyway. Um, I'll, get into, I'll get into why that is. I, that's pretty much all I got. So, but yeah, like, to answer your question, it's an amalgamation of everything I felt for the last 18 months. Wow, I have to say, I have to say, Chris. Okay. It is a jump from your last one. Yes. In quality. Better camera. Also, nature. I've noticed that again. Same forest. But I love what forest. How what say? what you want to make from what you did. Mm-hmm. Like the last one is pretty much fuck it. I'm going out. I'm going to make something. Yeah. Just making it. I don't care right. what it is. I'm making it. The second one, you're like, okay, I've broken that, and now I want to actually make something. Don't know what it is, but I'm going to make something. Right. And it is a just the evolutionary next step from it. Right. And it's awesome. You're like and kind I, of using I, them as stepping stones for like the next thing you're gonna make. But it's I cool. I can't wait to see if any of the movies we've watched on this and any of the discussions we have has actual input or can be seen in what you make. That would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It's uh yeah I've uh I did a little bit. I like to think there's a little bit of Hideakiano like abstract like camera work from okay. Ava, from Evangelion, and there's a little bit of Christopher McQuarrie in there too, for Mission Impossible, specifically Fallout. Someone he doesn't know very well. You know what he's also never seen the movie show. The Way of the Gun. Way of the fucking gun, dude. That's a decent movie. It's a great movie. One of uh, our first, one of our first movies. That was one of my. Ryan was, Philippe, yeah. Oh, that's a. Benicio del Toro. I think I've explained the opening to you, and it shocked you. And I won't explain it to you because I want you to see it. Trust yeah. me, you're not. I forgot we watched that on this on this. I listened. I listened to it a little bit ago. Uh, it's what it was probably the first weird movie that I ever put on this podcast and showed Chris as as in I uh, don't know, like as in I don't know very many people because here's the thing what I mean by weird movie I personally love this movie I don't know very many people who know and like the way of the gun right it is understood and it did get McGuire like Jack Reacher and stuff but in my life I stumbled upon it right. and I loved it and when I showed you there was a part of me that was like. I kind of think he likes it because I've never really shown anybody this that actually right. kind of likes it. So it was like AC with you. There are things in my life that are weird, but also 
I like them. You can't explain why this movie where Sarah Silverman gets decked in the face right away. Oh, like how oh, do you explain that, that to one? Somebody? Yeah, how do you explain that oh. to somebody? Show them that, and then by the end when you get to the shootout, care about what happens about oh, everyone involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to see the movie to do that, and that was the first one where I was like, Chris, I'm gonna bring something to you that's gonna challenge you. It's not a great movie. It's got great shit in it. And then since there, you brought stuff to me this exact same way. Ready to rumble. Hell yeah. Oh, In oh. terms of bad stuff, but mostly bad, so bad it's good. Right. You were, you've you picked a lot of great ones in that sense. But also, uh, I was listening to the Sahara podcast again. Oh, right, Sahara. But I was listening to what you enjoyed about that as a kid, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking, we need to get you into those fucking Roger Moore Bond movies. Oh, yeah. I really think you would enjoy those based off of what you expected from that one movie. All right, all right, all right. I yeah, still right. kind of like it. I still kind of like it. It's, yeah, I watched it again. It's not as much as, it's not as much as I did before we did this, we did our episode on it, but It's like, way better to watch with our episode now. Right. Because we really do get, we really do tear it apart in all the fun ways. Right. It is a um, me apart. It is, uh, it is very funny. To see some of those things there. But, I, you know, watching it again the other day on mute, I was like, yeah, I love Steve Zahn. Uh, you know, William H. Bates is great. But, um, but yeah, I don't know when it's coming out, because... That gives me time to watch Neon again. Your biggest influence. You oh, yeah. watch Neon. He, uh, he needs to watch Dude, it. It's not, anything. it's not easy. Especially now that you're done with Attack on Titan. Well... Once uh, once we get to our sixteen episodes, we'll get to fuck yeah. fuck the um, we'll do shampoo later. That seems really fun, and we'll get to that. But we got if, a lot of shit we got. Dude, but in terms of like most important animes ever, Neon is as important. It's as still Alchemist. like popular today. It's and, still and selling merch today. I mean, cool. it it was one of the most important deals of last year when they put it on Netflix. This last film, oh, wow, this last film broke box office Ooh. records in Japan. And then the new one's coming in a month, right? Uh, global release on Amazon Prime August thirteenth. So that's an even be- that's an even better reason. For I gotta to watch the rebuild. I gotta watch the rebuilds again. Anyway, um, it's a great show. But in, it's in great, terms of Chris. It's the most important. It's his Twin Peaks. It's my Twin Peaks. Yeah. It is the most important ending. As as an artist, it's yeah, it's definitely you know, heavy. Star Wars is yeah. He runs Roger Dyer in Star Wars, sure, but as an artist, the thing that has affected him the most has been Neon. Wow! If you thought Attack on, like Attack on Titan, as, as like you guys have described it, it's gruesome. Like it's like that level of metaphorically, meta- too. yeah, it's gruesome. It's brutal. A like Neon Genesis Evangelion is a is a different beast. It will it's a it's brutal in the sense of like like psychologically. Yeah. It, it like we were talking. That was when you were talking about. I uh, last there, time right? there are yeah. characters that kind of like. Aaron in Attack on Titan will have his big emo monologues and someone will sit there and be like, yeah, monologue all you want, dude. We're about to die. But in Neon, it's like, shut your mouth. Get in the robot. Right now, you fucking child. It's crazy. There's no, they have no glove hands with these kids. Like, little kid gloves. It's amazing. One of them doesn't even want it. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Neon is beautiful. It's also very beautiful. The action um, is insane. So, you gotta do... Okay, if you're gonna do it, do the main show, mm-hmm. and then go into the end of Evangelion. Yeah, don't watch no, yeah. don't, don't watch Death and Rebirth, because it's just a recap movie. Yeah, I wasn't gonna... No, I wasn't gonna suggest You gotta, you gotta finish um, 
We gotta space do the six. You gotta you gotta finish space dandy. Right, I have to finish space dandy. I'm, I'm gonna take as long. I as mean, I, like I've got. You know gonna, me, I, I know. I know. Like, not in the sense yourself, that, but it's frustrating. Yeah, I know. Not in the it's sense. Twenty six episodes, you damn heathen. No, not in the sense that you have to finish. Not in the sense that you have to finish. I'm not saying you have to finish space dandy before you. Oh, I am. Go into. Going to Neon again? I've watched Neon at least three times in my life. Oh, okay, never mind. I guess we. He's the newbie. I guess we don't have to do this anymore. I haven't watched yeah, the new movies. movies. I haven't watched the new movies. Yet. Okay, Peter, I'll make. I'll do this with you. I will watch Ava with you. That's the thing. You know what? I have stuff with Zach. We have stuff all the time. Yeah, do it with him. No. I'll watch. <laughs> okay. What a dick! I am but what I eat. I will watch. <laughs> I will watch the same episodes you do. Cool. Oh, I'll join in as much as I can, man. Yeah, my the power. You just tell me when you do it. The power of binge is strong with this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll eat, he'll gobble that shit up, ass. Okay. I, he I, have high metab- I have a high metabolism, so like I <laughs> for media, yeah, for media, yeah, and food. <laughs> yeah. He food did. Anyway, you did like <laughs> Scooby Doo, just like shove a sandwich down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> from Jimmy John's today, and then lick your entire face with Scooby Doo stuff. <laughs> totally did that. Yeah, yeah. I can totally. Sorry, I, I can see you doing that. Oh yeah. The sandwiches. I make really good sandwiches. It's, yeah. This one sandwich is called the Awesome Sandwich. I made it in like middle school. Put honey mustard on it. That's like it. Okay, so could you stop talking about your penis for one second? It's just bread. It's just honey mustard. Oh, okay. He's just talking. About um, how did that even happen? Yeah, did a witch dick. put a curse on you? <laughs> If you go back to the recording, you can see how we got there, and it's not easy. Anyway, you're done with what you want? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> but Neon, yes. You cool. guys attack Neon, for sure. And it's on Netflix? Every it is on Netflix. I just put it on there. So, maybe for maximum efficiency, like, people complain about the English dub, because, like, it's because, um, for legal reasons, um... Netflix in America can't use the English dub because it's something because because it's something because oh, illegal. Wait, so it's the, the original. No, the original. Got they had you. to redo it. Got you. Wait, why did they yeah. have to? Redo I remember. That. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I don't hate it, but there are noticeable changes that people spend, are upset with. Money. It's a huge franchise. No, but why would they redo it? Because they can't use the original. Why? Legal issues with Japan. It's a long story. Syndication or something like that. I don't know. Just. Stupid paperwork. Bullshit. Super paperwork, yeah. It what what was originally one studio that created this part of But they got the original Japanese has guy. been transferred to another studio and then it, it's just weird. Through that transfer, yeah. the people who originally had that product probably didn't like it and were like, We don't want you and then like yeah. The original if show marketing paid for that original thing and they, it, Dude. Yeah. The original show and movies were like for the longest time holy grails. You could not find them anywhere under Two hundred dollars. My first two times watching it were uh, um, illegal, for sure. Yeah, when I first watched it, that's how I did. It. I had to bootleg it. But there is dub on Netflix. There is a dub on Netflix. It's not the best, but it's not the worst. I've probably heard worse stuff. Yeah, like ghost stories. <laughs> no, I've heard the Netflix one. It's not bad. It's not bad. No, they changed some lines, and I get why people are upset. But like, it's uh, not terrible. Is it just like diehard fans that just don't accept that they changed one fucking line? No, there's not the one creator, line. The creator did. You don't want to they pulled a George. They pulled. They pulled a George Lucas. Let's you, just don't say wanna, that. you don't want to. You don't want to look into it. It's nothing fun. It doesn't make anyone look good in hindsight. It's just it's like poetry. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, I you know you don't want to look into it. Jar Jar is the key. 
He sound like wait, 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 wait. he sound more like David Lynch. Um, oh, he's been doing that lately. Yeah. His George Lucas impressions are actually David Lynch. Well, no, this is not David Lynch. Lynch. They were not David. David stopped doing Jar Jar. Where's David? No, okay, Dave, David does this. Lisa, Jar Jar. Look, I'm a big fan of your movies. Jar Jar Blitz, the Sith Lord. Oh, God. No, I like, was behind it all. Like David Lynch. That's more like David Lynch. I look so uncomfortable. How was that voice? Was it killer? David, oh, God, David. Okay, now this is David right here. Oh. What's the weather like, David? All right, let me look it up. Okay, go to your YouTube page. Oh, you're not going to believe it. Uh, it went look. down a whole whopping 10 degrees. Yeah, he's in L.A. It doesn't change that much, David. No. Every day you give the weather and it's the same. It's what do you want? Uh, the Movies? Yes. Asshole? Yes. 84 degrees. Okay. One more thing about Ava. One of the best opening. One of the, one of the best intros. Of, like, of any intros of all time. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Again, the action, too. And the action is top notch. The action's amazing. Wherever the money went, it went to the right place. Okay, so how how long is the intro? Oh, it's like a no, so the episode intro. Like it's like is it it's like, normal. No, no, it's normal. It's normal. Like a two minute. Like bebop. Yeah. Like bebop. Like. Okay, so not two minutes. Not too long. Not two minutes. Jesus no. Because I was no. This like, is before that. Maybe before just as iconic as bebop. Everyone a credit. This is like back when one guy. Well, I just. I just. It, it, I feel cheated when I when I'm watching an anime or just a show, right. which is usually and anime, <clears throat> and it's five fucking minutes. That pisses me off. Like you're just you're just wasting time, so you right. don't have to make skip intro. It makes, <laughs> me, it makes me think like maybe they're being artistically driven by this. Maybe yeah. they it's maybe cheap. they are cutting their episodes to the minute they, there's no fat. You don't need any more to like Sonic story, X, and so it needs to be filled by that intro. But that's not the case half the time. The, Gotta go fast, my, goes my, for 90 seconds. My problem is that there is a difference, and not a lot of people, I guess, know it. There's a difference between cheapness and inexpensiveness. Yeah. You can buy a shirt that's an inexpensive price, but good quality. If right. the shirt is cheap, it falls apart when you're fucking wearing it. Okay? Dope it's, shirt, though. It's cheap when you watch an anime and the intro is five minutes long for a 20 minute episode. Dope that's cheap. Though. They're yeah. cheating you, they're yeah. lazy. This is a fifteen-minute episode. Just yes, it's stupid. And then, it, it, but then it adds up because then you like you put the you put the commercials in there, and you you know if it's streaming somewhere that has commercials, right? A lot of the they time, just they melt it, and it's stupid. Yeah, a lot of the time in anime, I'll get on their case about as a culture, the idea of cutting so many corners to get this product out, and then I remember. This is a medium that took was taken that took over the countries, but it, it is the so much of it is hand drawn shit. Mm -hmm. It is. People have to sit there and draw this. At a certain point, yeah, they're gonna cut as many corners as possible because like they are forcing people to draw. I do get that. I do feel a little bit bad about that, but that is not the case for Attack on Titan. No way, man. Nope. <clears throat> no way. They don't need to be five minute intros. Yes. Yeah. What were they? Yeah, like, three great. and a half minutes. Intro that I do like though, that's short and sweet and gets to the point. Oh, you know what? Is Invincible. Oh. I binged Invincible. Lost. Yeah, I did. How did Andy do it? Oh yeah. So blame everything. Think, Mark. Think. Yeah, it's great. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Look at what they need to achieve. Fear fraction of our power. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I knew that meme. And then I knew the think mark thing. Yeah. Um, there's there's obviously more to it. But the, than those memes. Yeah. Super when Jake was over, um, 
Rest in pieces, Jake. Couldn't make it to the Howard the Duck. He did not, dude. He, he was tired. Once you hear the story, man, it makes sense. But also, that was a freezing room with a comfy bed. Yep. So, um, when we, it was like the next day, we're like, we got to start Invincible because he started with his buddy and I was like, I got to watch, we, I need to watch it. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, we're fucking watching this whole thing. So it took us like two or three days to do it. Sessions of it. Because I'm the person who is like, I could gobble this up in eight hours. I will waste my whole day to just do this. But he's he's different, respectively so. He needs breaks. Like oh, wow. not everyone is like. It's also he, an incredibly violent show. Yeah, yeah. it's like. But you, how would you compare it to something like Super Jam? Wait, they there's a comparison there. And, and you made a, you said very something very interesting of like <coughs> stuff. Like you could only take so much of a show I, like Super Jam. Yeah, which is surprising, and it I think it's just because of how how busy it is, okay. and it's also. Mentally. I'm asking in terms of the animation too. So I oh, I'll, I'll get, okay. I'll oh, get cool. into that. But it's okay. it's like the I'm I'm my brain's going dial to eleven because I don't want to miss anything. So I'm trying to look at everything, mm. and instead of like sitting back and letting it happen, I'm like I'm trying and then I'm forcing it on, and then it's like it's more exhausting for me. Gotcha. But for Invincible though, it was more of the opposite. It was more of the cheapness. Of the show. The textile of it. And just how they were cutting corners. And it's fucking Amazon. Amazon Prime, who made The Boys, right? Mm hmm. Or making a suck, the Lord of the Rings. Suck it. What the fuck are you doing? I it, was, it was devastatingly disappointing, some of the animation that happened. Oh, wow. Like, sad. Oof. Oof. Like, not for the animators, because clearly they're trying their fucking hardest. But it's crazy, because Kirkman has fucking <clears throat> Walking Dead money, as well as Amazon. I don't get it. He had creative control over this. I don't get it. I, li I, do, I do not understand. There is, um, briefly, it was mentioned in a Corridor Crew um, animators react. Video oh, they did, they did that show? Where it was brief. It was really brief. The, the same guy who worked, I don't think he worked on that show, but he worked on a lot of Disney Disney movies was talking about it briefly. And no, that's a lie. I know. And the it's just <laughs> it's I I don't know how to describe it. It it feels like something that I would do starting off with animation and biting off more than I can chew. But this is this is Amazon we're talking about. When you look at it feels like you're watching a normal kids cartoon yeah. on Disney XD. And you could say that that's the reason they did it, so that the violence is more striking and jarring, but... There's a... Hang on. There's a certain a, point. There's a difference between the stylistic choices and the actual animation. Mm. The animation gets cheap. This is giving me sky high vibes. A, a part of it is a simple one is they don't even have they didn't even have the time to make good transitions from a three quarter profile to a side profile. Mm. Like just turning the head slightly, like the nose is flatter. It literally it does not look proportionally right to the front of their face. Like you see, you, yeah, yeah, that nose and shadow look weird. Yeah, exactly, and especially with Nolan. 
Omni-Man, when he turns his head to the side, his mustache, like, completely changes shape. Oh. It's just those, those subtle, those subtle things when I know it's, it is, like, um, that's another example. When, uh, when people are flying and they're flying towards a screen, that's them doing... Marshall, that's one doing one image and literally just expanding it to make it look like it's coming closer instead of redrawing it and posing them slightly different because the lens wouldn't actually do that in real life they would you know their their proportions would subtly change as they're getting towards the camera just just those small things and using the 3d uh the 3d uh renders for human beings in the in the background like the, the crowds and shit that's how you f- epically fail compared to Attack on Titans, Titans in the fourth mm. season, right? Yeah, the fourth season where it it works really well, but there's just like eh, something. But those are also like the main characters of the fucking Titans. But it was to the point where when Jake and I are watching it, we're like, we got to go back because we were just so, so distracted by the background characters like looking so fucking weird because they're 3d and they're bending all weird because it's like a rush job oh wow yeah and but those are only those are only the nitpicks because i literally haven't said anything about the story because the story makes up for it on every fucking level i would rather have a show cut corners and have a fan just a fantastic story everything is followed through in one season and you could have like yes it ends on a cliffhanger but you could have you could have cut other shit out of that show mm. and ended that on a cliffhanger and just used that as an excuse to like expand the show no you fucking didn't you like there were through lines with so many things and so many subtle things like i, I mean i guess spoilers if you haven't watched it have you i know what happens okay so there's it's not much of a spoil. I'm assuming it'll happen in season two, but there's a character called Adam and Eve, Adam Eve. And she's dating this character called Rex. And he's like, a captain. captain. He's like a demolition guy. Just like he, he has these little bombs, I guess that's his power. He can like make, he can blow shit up with his, with his body. Okay. I don't know how it works, but Sexy. they, they have, they have, history and it's not good and they break up and she's taking photos off off of her wall she's like she's moving she's leaving she's starting anew and it was like two seconds she's pulling a she's pulling a picture down and the picture that she doesn't pull down is a character who looks exactly like rex in the same costume style as her and I'm wondering, and I, at the beginning of the show, when Jake and I are watching, I'm like, why is she Adam and Eve? There was an Adam at one point, I would assume, oh. and that was Rex, I would assume. Because the guy looked exactly like Rex in like a pink and white costume, you know, paralleling hers because they were like a team. And I was like, huh? Or, or her Adam died, but it looked, it looked exactly like Rex. Or she has a type, which is a little up. Well, I mean, the whole whole point is Eve... (laughs) Rebound! Eve screws up. That's the whole point. She gets some kick out of uh, Eden. Yes. So So. there there might be something there. But those those small little things were like, you didn't have to do that. Like, you you didn't have to. Well, maybe that's why it's so cheap, is because they fought for those story beats. 
probably. I would assume. I I I didn't look into it. I I care about the show enough to hope that the next two seasons, confirmed seasons, will have a bigger budget. That's a big hit because that was like a sorry excuse for an Amazon cartoon show. Like, what are you guys doing? I mean, yeah. I I just like watched the boys the effects in that is mind-boggling like sometimes better than marvel's shit and dc's shit and then they throw something like that out you're like what happened what what piece of shit didn't give you the money so they probably don't i could see that some people don't see because what animation is truly out there by amazon the last animated thing i've seen by amazon was the rosa salazar bob odenkirk um, rotoscope TV show that they did about time travel. Yeah, but it's also like you can hire a studio. So shut the fuck up. Uh, but, but, what, but like, what Amazon? What Amazon thing do they have? It. I don't think they. My point is, I don't think they respect or care about animation. And this is the first time they're dipping their toe in it, and they're realizing, oh shit, people respect this. Like we should probably get the money out of it. Yeah, this isn't a kids' cartoon. Clearly, it's. I think there's. So, and it's so funny because they are making. They are throwing actual money at this adult superhero drama. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, animation that they're I am running with this marathon of superhero shows and movies that aren't Marvel and DC, that aren't the main dynamic duo of superhero shit right now. Because, like, you got Marvel, you got DC, but then you got these underdogs that kind of have better stories, in my opinion, that are, that can be realistic, but that... I also just enjoy more. I don't get me wrong. I love Marvel. I love that they've it's a universe and it feels like a universe and you can watch these movies in like a chronological order and you can pull all these things apart. But you have these underdogs who are like, "Well, I can make a fucking Justice League that's darker, that's more gritty, that just has like a different story and it's like it, I think it's so cool because you get like the what if shit mm-hmm. that's not exactly like DC or exactly like Marvel. You can still be like, oh, that's the Batman. Oh, that's the Superman. And there's those, the, su- the, um, like the surface level type of stuff. But th- that was like literally the start of the show. Like Jake and I are like, oh, that's like, okay, so Omni-Man's like Superman. And then like this, whatever, that guy's name is clearly like a Batman, but he look almost looks like a shark. It was like really interesting. Just those subtle little things, and then like the story moves on. You've com- completely forgotten about like who who who's rhyming with that character. Who's George Lucasing that shit? It doesn't like the story is so much more than that. When and to be brutally honest, the boys didn't have that. The boys is like, what if everyone was fucking crazy mm-hmm. and a piece of shit? And you know, just egotistical, like it's a, it's a suck like, my dick to be in in the Justice League kind of. Yeah, thing. It's that's a, not what this show is. It's way more like what Watchmen. Mm-hmm. It's a modern day Watchmen, and it, not not in, not that it's a bad thing because I can't wait for the season three to come out for the boys. And of course, there's a bunch of there's there, there's a really dense story, but it's it's more on the side of Vox and like how all this shit has gone down, why there's superheroes, all that. They went with that angle, but with Invincible, they went with the angle of not if Superman was just an evil, narcissistic psychopath, like what if he was a Nazi? Like mm-hmm. like from another planet. Yeah. 
type of shit. Mm. And like his name is Palpatine. Yeah, his name is Palpatine. And it just I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting less. And so Jake and I were f- like freaking out because we had one episode left, and I was like, "They got it. They got to tell us where he's from. They got it. They got it. Like mm. they gotta. If they don't do it." I will still love the show, but I will understand it a little more and how they made it and be like, we have to wait for the next season because we want to milk it because we need more money. I understand that. No. Two minutes in, they hand you that shit and it's in their hour episodes. I respect that. And I, my, I was like, this show is breaking so many molds of not just superhero shows, but just television, animation shows of how, how you like conclude a story but also how leave it on cliffhangers and how you treat the audience when like you watch a show and you really should pause it halfway through because that's when the show ends and then the next episode starts after that and ends halfway Hmm. that's not what this show is this show has this the show has chapters it follows things through it doesn't it breaks all the tropes what is based off the tropes is based off of a comic off of something that was I think he took a real long time to work on. Mm -hmm. And they even made it, um, apparently they've made the story better by making it into a show. They've changed a lot of plot, like, you know, subtle things, crossing wires in different directions, just making things more tighter and just better as storytelling. So, like, I would assume um, the Omni-Man thing, I think I was watching a YouTube video and the Omni-Man reveal took a long time in the comics. I could be totally wrong, but it's something something on the lines of that where it's like you, you just milked it for no fucking reason for the sake of just milking it. And like maybe you didn't even know what the fuck you were doing. You're giving yourself time to figure it out. But the show is just like, here you go. And you're given all the information and you still have all these questions, but you're like, oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah. This I, is your I res- son. I respect that. You're, like it's a new... My thing, if I were to ever to, maybe you could talk me off this cliff, but if, like, if I ever were to do, like, if I ever got approved for a season of a show and I want to do more, and I I have the idea to do more, but I don't know if I'm going to get more. So I respect the idea of, okay, I'm not sure if I'm ever going to drop this in season two. I might as well drop it here. David Lynch. David Lynch style. David Lynch style, Wire style, and News Radio style. Shows right. that never knew if they'd live past the season, so just took every opportunity and every chance they could. And right. in, yeah, Invincible, it did that, but in an honest way, where there was like maybe three things that was... One, one thing was an actual cliffhanger, which was like Omni-Man's whole ordeal. What happens after he goes, Dink, Mark, Dink! And, you know, like, what do you have to use a fraction, blah, 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 like that shit. There was, there was that cliffhanger. Then there's another cliffhanger that happened, like, a couple episodes before the end. And then there's characters that have, like, side characters. Not even B characters. Not even C characters. Like, D characters that have stories that they've evolved through. And, like, one of them basically turns into a kingpin. And it's like a, a, a better, it's like a good version of Kingpin. Like if a guy, he's like going around and he's like, he has to burn these um, apartments down because like they, they're like 
drug spots and they get hot after a while, so he has to burn them for evidence. Right. It's this whole like this whole shit. And he's like, he can't get out of it. He's literally stuck doing this shit, and he he, he can't get out of the job. And so when he does that, these people are like, those are fucking home. Like, what's wrong with you? He has like wads of cash. He's like, I'm sorry. There's like a hotel down the road. Like, get all your stuff that you can. Like, I had to do this. Like, I had no choice. Either that or I kill all of you. And like, stuff like that. So he's like an anti-hero. And right. he basically, he has this whole story where he, he levels up. And like, and that was another plot point. So it's not like a cliffhanger. It's like a conclusion to a chapter. Right. Which is slightly different than a cliffhanger in some ways. Because like I said before, cliffhangers are like, you start something, you don't finish it, so the audience wants more. And right. You put it at the end of a chapter. That's like, potato chip. that's not a conclusion. That's the start of another thing. This was like a conclusion that also was like, I want to see what happens next with this particular character. They had so much of that shit. It, I've... I have not seen many shows that have writing on that level. Like the writing was was so well and thought out. It was really clear that this was a comic that this took a long time to make and a story that's really good. But the animation was just, it was sad. It, it looked good. I don't want to make it sound like it was horrible, but on a technical level, me nick, nitpicking, which I always I yeah. always do. I mean, anime, I love animation. <clears throat> yeah, and I so do the I, same thing for porn. You do, actually. Yeah. You're in it for the story. Watch a lot of fun to learn. Anyway, um, where did I go from here? I, I, it's a 10 out of 10 show. Like, without thinking about the the animation, like, I, I can set that aside because of how well that story was executed. Like... He only says that episode if it's these tits. Ah. There's no tits. Ah. It's no very, sense. it's very intriguing. I was going after the porn joke. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very intriguing to me that Amazon has two adult superhero shows like this. Yeah, and one of them was like a fraction of the budget. Here's the thing with twenty with twentieth century Fox not making Logan, not making Deadpool, that space is wide open now. Like, what are you guys doing? Now they're doing now. Now we've got the boys, and now we have Invincible mm-hmm. that have taken that space. Two more seasons of Invincible confirmed. There you go. I mean, Amazon is taking that space, even though they're making Deadpool 3. But like, 20, 20th Century Fox was onto something before it. they got bought. Mm-hmm. But now now it looks like maybe Amazon's taking some of that and, and I, running with it. I think the Free Guy trailer proves <laughs> proves that Deadpool's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, like he said that. Like, the, Oh yeah, there, there's a bit of news. Ryan Reynolds uh, watched, the, the new free, watched a clip of Free Guy with Cord. Yeah. Yeah, we said that. Oh, did we? Yeah. Did we say that last week? No. No, we didn't. We, how did that? We said no. that. That wasn't last week. That was two weeks ago. Did know. that was two weeks ago? I swear to God, it was last week. Okay, could be. Either way, I knew about it. I I guess didn't, I, didn't, I haven't watched it, but like the implications are acid tongue, acid tongue towards Disney. Those jokes. Oh boy. <laughs> Spare no expense at those jokes. Oh, no. We're not getting any more Taika Deadpool movies. Mike drop that shit. It's great, but at the same time, I, I find it very interesting that they're like, look, here's Deadpool and Korg. They're together. We're, we're cool with this. Disney's like, we're cool with this, but like Ryan Reynolds is like not fucking around with his jokes. He's really joking. It's his about, YouTube channel. He's really joking about how Disney's taking over everything. It's insane. Um, it's Monopoly. And it's really funny, but also Korg's there. So you're like, Disney. 
is okay with this to a certain extent. To an extent. Yeah. And a, and a commercial advertising Ryan Reynolds movie. It, it feels like... They'll take the Monopoly jokes, but as soon as you say they hate Jews, I'm, they're gone. I kind of know. I like Deadpool 2. I want more of that. And Deadpool 2 is not that like risky of a movie. Right. It's right. just a fun Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want more of that. I, exactly. I have so many Deadpool comics. Like, seeing that shit on screens blew my mind. I'm, I'm excited to get more superhero content mm. in the future, in the near future, and in the far future. That's just not DC and Marvel because... Right. I mean, no, no, I love the movies, but they have their limits. When you create something from the ground up, it's an underdog show. Make whatever the fuck you want. You can make it rated R, like the boys. Yep. And like admit, I don't know what. There's a mar- there's a market for that for sure. The it, thing it is, and it's and it is realistic. It's like what if what if Iron Man actually laser blasted an alien? It would like explode into a million pieces. It's a laser. Yeah. It's not like and they're like oh I got burned. It, it, it would explode. Right. The dude's like has a fucking nuclear implant in his chest. I, there's just aspects to, to those things where I'm like what, what I'm waiting for something that's not like the boys and not like Invincible. We've we've already gotten a Justice League quote unquote right. knockoff, not in like in a bad way, but just like what if the Justice League was like this? There's a lot of Justice League like characters and it's it's obvious no one's trying to you know, they're dancing around Marvel well, there because there Marvel's was, a monopoly. But there Disney. was that one a Netflix superhero adult show that just came and bombed right away, right? Uh, I feel like I know what you're talking about. Owls of Ghoul or something? Owls no. Of, no, I'm just... I was about to say, it's not Zack Snyder. Yeah. It's like some... It's three words. It's something... The Umbrella Academy? No, 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 no. This was... People were wearing suits. This, like, came out last year. This came out oh! months ago. Oh! And it was... It was like a... It did not do well. It did not do well. Because people were like, this isn't the boys. Right. Yeah. So... I can I, only think of the Umbrella Academy. This it, is... It, this is well, this is my... This That's is my how forgettable it is. We didn't it. watch it. Okay, so I would say... Uh, when the superhero movies started becoming big, I was a big proponent of the idea of like people were going to whine about it. This was going to be the case that Marvel was going to create a palette that was safe for a bit, and we weren't going to get terrible movies from Marvel or DC unless they took chances. DC took nothing but chances, yeah, and therefore got just just bad for a long time. Yeah, and Marvel was incredibly safe so much that they never really ever had a bad movie. Everything was sort of meh, and I do like that too. But even their safe stuff was solid. Uh, exactly. That's what that was fine by me. I'm a big proponent of when that started happening, and people were like, "I hate food. Why is this? I just want to stop." And I'm like, "There's nothing wrong with superhero stories. It's a genre like anything else. Yep. You can tell as many stories within the genre. It's just one that's become popularized now, like any other one. So you can have a comedy, you can have a romance, yeah. you can have an action film." them happen to be action films some of them have started to turn into comedies some of them are getting more character depth one of my favorite ones that came over the last five years is a, um, a really simple one about a kid that kind of develops telekinetic powers but he's a black kid and he just lives in kind of, he doesn't live in the inner city but he uh, kind of gets involved I forgot the name of it too did it have did it have, one of, did it have a did it's it have an Amel brother in it I don't remember it's been a long time uh, it's like 10 10, 7 years old, I mean 5, 7 years old something like that, It it's really good but it's like, just taking an inner city story of this kid, no I'm gonna get a wrong movie and it just has this opportunity and then like, gets him out of these scrapes it, it's a kid with superpowers it's Matilda, 
Matilda is a superhero story. Mm-hmm. But we talked about this on that other show. Like there are ways on that, that other approach. show. Yeah, um, Buttercast. The Buttercast. I meant it specifically as an episode. Like that episode felt like a whole adventure in and of itself. And every episode on that, but it felt like it was great. Um, so I, I feel like there's so many ways you can approach it, and because we've had such a, me- a mechanism of solid stuff coming out of Marvel, crap out of DC, that stuff like this that is not those properties is starting to rise on the cream. That is great. Sure, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. But like also. I'm just happy that comic books are getting respect in general mm-hmm. and not just superhero stories like I told you the history of violence. That is a comic. Mm-hmm. It's based off a of graphic novel. It's beautiful, gorgeous. I love Eddie Bunker. I love film noir and I love those kind of um, stylized aspects getting to Sin City and stuff. Like, uh, There's a lot out there that can still be made. Perse- right. Persepolis, that's a great one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited for something that's that doesn't feel like it's like a tongue-in-cheek, like it's DC but not DC kind of thing. Even if it's a really good story, like the boys in Invincible, it's like this guy is clearly Superman. This person is, you know, clearly Aquaman, but it's just a fish person instead. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just like the echoes of those characters. I'm, Did you ever watch Watchmen? Raising Dion? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was pretty good. Was that it? Raising the Netflix Dion? show? No, it wasn't a show. It was a movie. Oh, it was a movie. It was oh. an actual movie. Okay. It looked like it was a spoof, and it wasn't a spoof. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought it was, and I was like, Ooh, like the kind not... of thing you would see on like SNL, yeah, TV yeah, like the fake beard. Because there's a guy he was like white beard, white hair, and he was like a Superman dude, right? Thunder Force. Yeah, yeah. Thunder Force. Thunder Force. Let me see this. Show me a picture, <laughs> Thunder Force. Uh, that's all you need to know. It's Octavia Spencer. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not it. That's oh, not dang it. it. But that is something that came and went, and people did not like it. Her again, her husband made it. The old guard? No, we we <laughs> liked the old guard. Hey, I'll, should, oh. I'll find it on Netflix. Okay, you go ahead and do that. Incompetent. Um, I I'm I'm curious if people will get a little more gutsy and try and follow something with Marvel and be like, what if like there's an Iron Man like character? I mean, that, literally, they have a show called What If. But that's not Marvel. Oh. The Rocketeer. I love the Rocketeer. Yeah, shit like that. Or I, I'm excited to see if there will ever be a show that is like a Spider-Man type thing. You have it's like a, a kid, like that kid from Six Underground. <laughs> I only know about the magnets on the boat. That's all I know. That's all I know it's about Six Underground. No, no. Uh, there's a kid in the group that just is good at parkour. You would think that Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds no. would go hand in hand. You would think, no, you would because think Michael Bay doing, would think. He's not utilizing Ryan Reynolds as a good actor. He's utilizing Ryan Reynolds and brought him in and just said, do your Deadpool thing. And then he created a character that was already dead, so didn't care if he died. Oh. So he doesn't care what happens in any scene. So Ryan oh. Reynolds is doing his like sardonic, I don't care about anything, just barely. I see. Um, I'll talk about it later yeah. about that movie. But yeah. I, I, again... I love Ryan Reynolds doing this kind of stuff, but like the only reason that exists in that movie is Michael Bay kept finding things from other movies he liked and put it in his movie shamelessly. I just want, I just want to know where uh, he got. I feel like I've seen the magnet thing before, and I can't remember what movie that was. But anyway, um, I it is a pretty it is pretty crazy, but basically it's dumb stuff. Anyway, uh, Peter, did you see anything else? 
I did. I, w- I could not find it. Maybe they took it off of Netflix. Or it was that bad. Because I know, I, I know exactly. It was like a guy in a white and gold suit. And yeah, he, yeah. He had a white beard and it looked like something from SNL. And I thought it was a fucking joke. Super yeah. Lopez. <laughs> I know, I'm just getting like the... Now, you guys are just going down the wrong rabbit hole. Yeah, I, thanks Netflix. Superhero movies. Thank you Netflix for not giving me what I was searching for. Um, so besides Invincible, fantastic show. I will actually binge it again pretty soon because mm-hmm. I just I enjoyed like getting it in pieces, but in like finding the small things and going back and like trying to put puzzle pieces together because I always do that and I always ask the person who I'm doing something like watching something with if it's okay that I talk and like openly dissect the thing and like make theories and like maybe they're right. Mm-hmm. and he's like yeah it's fine it's like I, and he wasn't catching those things so he was enjoying that like someone Good. was yeah okay so i because it sucks when i'm like really enjoying yeah. something found the it other, the other person what is Jupiter's it legacy yes let me see this just show me a picture yes it's <laughs> like is it right there don't put jupiter in your title it's not gonna go well <laughs> that's josh duhamel isn't it Oh no! She looks like I swear animal. to God. Let me see. Uh, oh, I gotta, I gotta confirm for myself. Hold on. I Jesus, like, I like Josh Jamel, man. Yeah. Vikings fan. Yep, that's Josh Hamill. Let me see. Oh. Let me see. That's Josh Hamill. Hold on. Let's. Uh, yeah, there's a trailer playing. Dude, I like that guy, man. What is up? Why would you put him in a shitty ass white beard? He was fun in Las Vegas. Ah, oh, you know it is him. <laughs> Yeah, that's heartbreaking. That and he looks. Yeah, it's like some from SNL. It's like, but the he's, you know what? He's good in chips. He's good in chips as the guy having sex with the main. I did one. not hate him as Lennox in the Transformers movies. I did not hate him. I felt he's the only one who's cons- a bit. You know why I love him because he understands this part. It's just the guy going, "All right, we're gonna go over here, guys. Let's go one, two, three. All right, plans change. We're gonna go over here now, guys. Okay. All right, Optimus, I have a new plan. Let's go." And that's all. All last night is, and he doesn't care. Doesn't care. What's he gonna do? Go home to Fergie? Cricket, cricket. <laughs> what? Shut the- up, Fergie. Cool. Just kidding. I I'm not a. I I grew up with a black eyed peas. Peter's gonna die again. Peter's gonna die peas. again. They. I don't like the black eyed peas. Oh, say. I don't like the black eyed peas. Not a fan. Of Wasn't that Rosie? No. Not a fan of Fergie. Do that shit. Not a fan of Fergie. You know what? She's maybe been in some movies. You don't love her humps. Her lovely lady lumps? Check them out. Yeah, she's white. <laughs> Have you seen her lumps? They're okay. <laughs> Enough said. She's okay. Besides two movies that I watched with Alex, which mm-hmm. I guess we'll kind of, I sort of tag, tag, tagged in them. <laughs> the I, look on your face. <laughs> uh, it's almost like the look on your face will be Eiffel Tower, that woman. <laughs> By the way, that by the way, that button just literally says cry. And I think it's the thing of the old man. I think it's the I think it's the old I think it's the old man who cries. Oh my god, play it again. It is the old man who cries. The old man who cries. You the old man who cries. I still love you. So I watched um 
Is he finding it? Is that on there? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> hey, you know what? That ties into a what you like to do, which is to do push-ups when you don't when you swear. Is which it? you stopped oh, doing. I stopped doing that. Dang. But also, guess what? I have Nick a Cage, That's Nick Cage's arc in this movie. He oh, does gosh. not swear until he shoves that ball in that guy's mouth. Then he's like, "Yeah, fuck." Fuck. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy who learns to swear because, like, all Michael Bay movies, you're a beta male, so you're an alpha male. Um, Which is so fucking bad. I know. I anyway. I saw a movie in a movie theater. Was really was it your movie theater? No, it was the Lagoon. Oh, that's right. right. Okay, so So I was picking. So I uh, went with my friend to pick up another friend from the airport, and we passed by the Lagoon. I and uh, we passed by the Lagoon Cinema, which inside, inside, and I, which I've, I've, I've never been. Inside the lagoon. I've never been to the lagoon. I've seen the lagoon. Oh, I just saw it like last week. I, you know what? The only other movie I saw in lagoon was what? the lighthouse. No, wait. Are we talking about the one with the multiple theaters or the single theater? The one downtown. They're right across the street from each other. The the one with multiple auditoriums. Okay, yeah, right across the street is a single theater. I wasn't sure which one you're talking. They're both called lagoons. Yeah. No. The the one. Yeah. The one. Yeah. So Inside I watched. Lewin I theaters. watched Bo Burnham. Inside, a movie that he made throughout. I like 14. how it, I like how it defaulted to Literally, Inside Lewin Davis. Oh yeah, guys, I, I that movie. I can't express the, the credits for this. Was like twenty fucking people, and mainly it was Bo Burnham. <laughs> yes. It. If you don't know who Bo Burnham is, he's a comedy. He's he's a stand up. Sorry, I was trying to get something out of my throat. That's what she said. Um, he does stand up, but he's also extremely. That's what she said. <laughs> exactly, he stands up. Yep, and that's what she said. Um, he is a genius lyrically and musically. Yeah. So the two French of those, song. the two of those things combined, his wit and his musical talent, he's he's made like a subgenre almost. This this new age of like musical for, for the for this the newer generations of people it's it's this kind musical of musical comedy yeah this mm. this thing where it's not like you're break you're breaking into song in the middle of a movie and you're like eh. he he is he is very well, he's very literate he's very smart um he reminds me a lot of early day Zach Galifianakis who would mostly just play a piano and tell Stephen Wright one liners he would be very smart about how he would insert how he would inter uh weave his actual stand-up bits with the songs themselves. It's he so, then eventually so became a filmmaker and made the movie Eighth Grade. So he, he made that. He made Eighth Grade, and he uh, filmed this. So one of the main highlights of Inside, as well as being a stand-up special, he filmed inside of his own house. It's gorgeous. The cinematography in this is worth seeing in a theater. It blew my mind, and he's not afraid to show the behind-the-scenes in this. Like it's literally it's all inner inner weave. You can see it in his glasses. Yeah, you literally see he walks through his house multiple times. It's like a straight shot. You get a pathetic little kitchen, and you get like the the quote unquote bedroom, also living room. You see wires everywhere. You see shit and tripods all over sprawled throughout the ground. Like he's yeah. He's, look he's at laying, look when he's laying on the look ground. Look at all the, the cords wires. and the shit. Yeah, that's when he's just, laying on the ground, the wires. 
It's because he's making a fucking movie in his house and he's using all this equipment. He has a smoke machine. He's got all these lights. He's literally doing the lights live in some of his... I mean, he's doing them right now, but this is like... He turns it on and then he records. He literally would have like a... Um, I'll, I'll give you an example. He had his flash on. He had a you know one of those lights for like filmmaking where it's just a big box that has uh-huh. a... You could just use your fucking phone camera. <clears throat> but he was like... There was this pink thing and he was like doing this. And it looked so cool. He's really just doing this. He's in his underwear too. He's just <laughs> waving the light around his head and you get all the cool shadows behind him. Yeah. And the songs are just amazing. So, so good. And it's on Netflix. So I missed the first two songs because of reasons we were late. And yeah. we didn't believe me that there was parking at the lagoon. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, there's parking at the lagoon. Okay, so just trust me. Yeah. Parking, there's parking at the lagoon. I mean, you should go to the Theater Bros Theater if there's one near you, but the lagoon is parking. Literally has Frank, there's gonna be franchise. Uh, uh, Knock it's, like, it's like it's like it's like the house from Men's, from uh up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get we'll get this we'll get to South America someday. Oh my god, that's how the butter gas ends. <laughs> we somehow moved the building to South America through balloons. Um, but Lagoon has parking, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quite the show, uh, and and all written and made during quarantine. So good. And it is about being stuck inside during the quarantine. So it is. He really does go inside and 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 dwell on some of the emotional depths with mm. a sense of humor he does not necessarily have to. There's there's he bared his soul in a lot. I I have. I have yet to confirm whether he, there are parts where he's acting, or he's amplifying his frustrations. You know, I think for, the anxiety is probably on screen for sure. And, but the, have you seen it? I've seen it. Okay, because there there's parts where he's literally flipping out, and it is there's like comedic timing to it. But a part of me is like there are other parts where he's like he's just genuinely crying, and then it, and then it it turns into more of like a a rhythm going along with like a transition so i'm like there i think he has real emotion in this and frustration and being genuinely fucking angry on camera putting it in his movie but amplifying it to be almost funny in some cases i I just don't know if he's just acting or if there's like real shit behind it i think there's a way that you can plan an emotional experience the way that they plan how a scene is going to be not to remember the scene of mandy where he goes in the bathroom finds the liquor, mm-hmm. drinks an entire bottle of vodka, and then screams. Pours it on himself. Pours it on himself, gets on all the wounds and everything. Uh, all of that is basically that. Mm-hmm. It's all an emotional bent on that moment of him being able to cry and scream on cue based off the rhythm of how that moment goes, where the camera goes, all of that. They have to rehearse and plan that out. So my guess is, yeah, he probably had to take one or two moments in the day and map out how that was emotionally going to go to find the best comedic moments in it. But to do something like that probably took an entire afternoon to throw like his whole emotional it took over a year to just make this. Uh, uh, some of those scenes seem very crazy to have to discover where those rhythmic jokes are, where those moments of punchline go mm-hmm. in something so, I guess, uncomfortably... It's like like uncomfortably uh, uh, naked, but and how Liter- that, in the literal yeah, sense. Yeah, and how that's <laughs> supposed to be funny. But there's a lot of people out there that, and this started with Tig Nataro's famous set, live set, uh, of stand up comedy that's kind of depressing and sad. 
But the thing is, all comics have been sad. And depression is a big part of comedians in general. Bobcat Goldthwait made a great documentary about depression with comedians. But um, I, I think Bo Burnham, I think he does it in a really interesting way that's earnest. Um, the thing about Tig Notaro that was earnest is that it was a real moment. She found out she had cancer and she had a live set in an hour and literally went on set and she's like, I don't know if I'm going to live or die. And then she expressed her entire year of horrible shit that happened to her. And she did it while making the entire audience laugh. And then they made a documentary about everything wonderful that happened to her after that's the thing that people don't seem to recognize when it comes to Tig Notaro. There was that set, and it blossomed a lot of other ones that have been like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people burying their soul, using that kind of depths of them to find comedy and get the audience to, to, to kind of go with them despite this kind of weird tragedy element that's to it, like Inside. Um, but she came out on top and then made an entire documentary about how her life came out on top. How, how out of all of that, she is now even happier of a person for it. Bo Burnham seems to have taken it and turned it into actual art, which I do appreciate, as opposed to someone like Kevin Hart, who builds a studio out of his house and realizes through the process of his bad jokes that he works better with a big stadium audience laughing and not 50 people in a room. And you're like, that... <laughs> you're not meant for this and you also really didn't do anything different than like build a studio in your house like burnham made a movie in his home in the best way that he possibly could and it drove him insane and then he decided oh well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put that on camera and it's and make it funny and write the music to it i'm gonna make my life a sad musical and i'm gonna put it all out the world because guess what we're all doing this and that's the thing that I also have uh, respect in him too, is he made something during the quarantine, despite not really wanting to do anything at all because of how sad and depressed he was. Yeah. yeah, that was like half of my quarantine, just chronically depressed. Yeah, we still wanting... made something. Yeah, and that, well, that was before. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess that, no, that was during. When I stepped in, it was just starting. We had just left. Mm-hmm. And then we, for 10 months straight, through our backs into it. Yeah. yeah. You can't hear a single thing he's saying. Well, no, I mean, yeah. But again, <laughs> the image speaks for itself. It's beautiful. This That's is one of my favorite thing. songs. Yeah. This is my second favorite. The one that I, the one that I liked was a really simple one. He, he has this uh, projector too. So it's not just like lights. He put this like birch tree forest behind him. Oh wow. And then there was like a moon and he had one light really close to him that was a flickering orange light. And it looked like a campfire scene. And he's he's like, he's just on guitar and he's singing. And that was it. There's like no, there's no bass or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched with, with um, my, some friends of mine. And they're like, that was your favorite one? And I was like, yeah. It was just a weird moment. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, I understand it's simple. And I understand he's done so much more it's just throughout this whole this whole movie just that one specifically that one specifically spoke to me for some reason it's it's not as showy as the other ones but there's an emotion to it yeah he's also fun he starts off um with just like this amount of facial hair like what you have chris Hmm. and his hair is 
you know, in maybe like three, four inches long when he like started all this and he like didn't get a haircut at all. Basically what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Literally what I did. Now um, it looks like Eddie Vedder. So there there are parts where like it'll cut back and he looks it's like you can tell four, five months ago, six months ago, like half a year ago, you know? And he's like cut them together just like Mm-hmm. right after another like holy shit so much time has passed just because of how much hair you have grown <laughs> it's pretty cool so other than, other than that alex and i watched uh face off and mandy do you want to do face uh do you want to do i say we do mandy first because face off is a best tra- better transition into the rock in that whole era okay so um, what okay, so we're doing face off after we'll, Mandy. We'll do face off after Mandy. Okay. Uh, and, Mandy. and I'll save that for me because I do have some things I want to talk about. So we'll save face off for then. But uh Mandy, yeah, go into Mandy. And then I'll <laughs> put on Mandy for a little bit. Oh god. Put it on. Put on the trailer for Mandy. Barry Manilow. There you go. That's the right one, right? Okay. I mean, I don't I don't want to spoil stuff for you, Chris. Which will be hard to talk about it, but I Years ago, I basically stopped the movie for whatever reason. It wasn't that I hated it or anything. It was just that I'm pretty sure I was tired. This is when I was working at the theater, so I would be, like, burnt out every day. Yeah. Trying to, like, do things that I would enjoy, but I'm just burnt out doing them. So, like, falling, I probably fell asleep, and I never, I just never turned the movie back on. I, I stopped the movie right before... Major gear shift. Yeah. The movie basically starts. Left left turn. Major left turn. Like literally right before it. Are we talking like harder turn than Back to the Future Part 2? Electric Eagle? Uh, it's a gear... Sh- it's like Titanic gear shift. It's like romance on a boat. Now everyone's sinking and dying. Well, it's, it's like... I start Back to the Future and I stop it right before he goes... Into the past... I just stop it right before he gets into the man into the car, and he's like, "Right about to do it. Here we go." Oh, what? It, That's it painful. Would, it would be like that. It, it looks very painful. Um. Okay. The That's... gore, the gore aspect of it is is pretty enjoyable. Yeah, a, it is. There's action, but mainly it's the visuals. Just the lighting. So. He takes a fuckload of acid, so yeah, everything's does. happening in his head. And like, by the end of it, he's literally in a hellscape. And there's animation in this movie too. It's beautiful. I was not expecting it at all. It's so. It's like a so okay, more or less weird than the wall. The wall by Pink Floyd. Yeah. Because I'm because the way you're describing it is like. I mean, I'm, I'm sensing similarities. Uh, uh, no, it would. It, it's like, uh, it, uh, it's like John Wick. It's the plot of John Wick. Oh. In a lot of ways, but instead of a dog, it's it's a person. Okay. Um. Okay, and, that was a, <laughs> a chainsaw a, fight. Oh hell yeah! There's a chainsaw fight, baby. Hell yeah, Mandy rules. Um. Billy and Mandy. Uh, <laughs> Billy and Mandy. That's just Psycho Gorman. <laughs> uh, which I absolutely want to see, um, but Mandy, uh, Barry Manilow, 
at Barry Mandy, you came and you saw, and I take you, and you'll take me away, oh, Mandy. Anyway, uh, this is made by a guy named Panos uh, Cosmatos. He is the son of a famous cinematographer. He's only made two movies. Uh, I think one called Under the Over, or Under, I think it's Over the Black Rainbow. And it was in 2010, and then he made this one in 2018. Um... It is gorgeous. It is ins it's insanely beautiful. It's very heavy metal uh, in terms of a lot of its look. It's very seventies and it's grindhouse stuff. But like I watching this again with Peter, one of the best movies of the last ten years for me. Now watching it now, it isn't just that Nick Cage is crazy. This movie is beautiful. This movie gives you everything you want from a movie and more. It's gorgeous, as well as great um, uh, Nick Cage acting. And Elijah Wood produced it. Yeah. Hmm. I, it just it blew my mind. I haven't seen a movie on this level, just this caliber. In, I, I literally don't know what to compare it to. Huh. It's one of those movies for me. I, if I were to, I mean, it's very heavily ref. It's very heavily influenced by seventies Italian horror, like Baba and Suspiria and Argento and stuff like that. If I were to look at, a, a, there's, um, there's a, a Japanese horror film called, uh, ha House, that's very Hugh Laurie? trippy. I'm sorry. Hugh Laurie. No. Oh, that would be crazy though. This, <laughs> this, is, this is more about a piano eating people. This is a. Uh, men getting turned into bundles of bananas. This is an insane movie. Oh, nice. So it is be, Billy and Mandy. It should be crazy. It's actually pretty fun. Um, but it's, <laughs> Adventures it's a Billy horror movie. Yeah, but it's closer to that. This is closer to 70s, uh, colorful, bright, shiny. Is this is closer to what the um, makers of Howard the Duck originally started making. Is this a... Is there, is, there a is, there a men, is there a mentally challenged kid whose brain is in his nose? There's a mentally, there must be, there are characters in here that have to be mentally challenged to serve some. But are there brains in their nose? Eventually they are. Yeah. I cannot forget that. I will tell you right now, eventually, yes. They <laughs> end up somewhere where they shouldn't be. Mandy smiles and causes the universe to end. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy's great. Yeah. It's, it's just silly and Mandy. I'm yeah. still, I'm still, I, I thought I'd be able to form more words for the movie, but. I've got, I've got nothing. It's He's got just, nothing. He's speechless. It's beautiful. It was just beautiful on all levels. Oh, like look, it's, I mean, that looks insane. <laughs> Trademark. I, yeah, I just, I, I, I can't put it in words. It's just so good. It's so good. It's beautiful. I, I, and I, and I, it's funny. The director doesn't really have anything in mind to make because it's just such a hard task to make. And yeah, it's. A, every every image to, there's a craft to it it's just it's refreshing it's hypnotizing but also i remember we were watching it last night and peter was like this is unnerving this is a very unnerving movie and at the same time because i had seen it and knew what it eventually becomes i'm like this is just nice and i believe i did the first time i did watch this i was tripping as well like it's that kind of movie that's what it wants you to do and it's worth it it's just beautiful it's a trip of ride and a half yeah uh and in terms of nick cage performances he's very good he he doesn't go crazy nick cage all the time but it's a demanding role he has to do a lot of action there's a lot of crying 
there's a lot of grief involved. Um, he gets to do everything. He gets to have some comedic moments. He gets to snort a lot of blow. He gets to do a lot of acid. It's insane. Um, you watched Good Time. Remember Good Time? Yeah, man. Remember that acid? Yeah. Oh, my God. That, mo- that moment was this so... This motherfucker found acid from a some bee from a, bee from Mars. Dude. Yeah. This thing was huge. Literally, like, the bee was five to six inches long. It was, it was a gigantic bee. And in the jar was acid. Natural, I guess, acid. It looked like unicorn blood from Harry Potter. Yeah, and dude. It was insane. And Trademark. he gulped that motherfucker down. He did it on his own volition. He forced somebody. He forced it down someone's throat. No, but that he needed to if he wants to live in this world and find. He people. had to become oh. the very thing that he hated most. It's awesome. It's dude, just it's fucking. A, it's fucking so awesome. beautiful. It's a gnarly. Let's movie. just watch. Let's can we just, can no. we just cut this part out. Can we go back. We can only do that for Surfer. We can't go back. Um, we only stop and watch a movie if the surfer is on streaming. Speaking of which, and then go look quick. Look what if it was? Quick. Would you actually look stop? if it and look for theaters runs too? Because yep. if it's getting to Minnesota, I don't if care. If it was on streaming right now, would we stop? Yes, yeah. it's this fucking stupid podcast. We can stop it anytime we want. We're, what for surfer? We're still spinning this series all that. Oh yeah, I mean, wait a second. If we find surfer tonight and we watch it. We would record the Surfer episode immediately after watching it. No, we would record it as we're watching it. That's true. We would just do commentary for the Surfer. Okay, no new screenings. Fuck you! Okay. Kidding! Jesus. Uh, he knew I was going to jump on that. We'd have to <laughs> the next The next screening on the website is in Phoenix in the fall. No specific date. Alright, let's go, guys. That's close. No, it's, it's closer to O. Uh, well, that's uh, that's Mandy for you. Just breathtaking, so many ways. My my jaw was on the floor as soon as like it went to this dream sequence, and it was an animated. It was an yeah. it was hand drawn cartoon. It, it, it fucking blew my mind. In the last shot where he's driving into this hellscape. It, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was so cool. The ending. Oh, man. It's just gorgeous. It's so beautiful. It's a beautiful movie about horrific it's things. It's love, Tars. It's a beautiful movie about horrific things. That is exactly what I put in the Interstellar episode in the description. I just it's put it's love, Tars. It's love, Tars. Because it's love. Tars. I'm checking the fan club. I can't. I can't. Yeah, Interstellar seems like we went through... Uh, black hole and we're on a different planet and time moved differently there it feels like we did interstellar seven years ago but in reality yeah. it was like a couple weeks ago dude it, that's every week man i live in these movies and i leave them and then i go back years later because i see sahara on tv and i go back and i listen to the episode <laughs> and i'm like we nailed that fucking movie that was a good time and then i realized how like the i love it i love it i love the show oh um, my gosh somebody Asked about it on r slash bad movies. This was like a year ago. And like, yeah. Alamo's got it though. Alamo, Alamo in Texas has shown it. Alamo in Texas is a good Earlier sign, this baby. Month, yeah. They know what's up. They know what they're doing. That's a good sign. Um. Okay, so I guess I'm next then. You're next. Unless. Uh, so. Yeah. 
And a lot of you did a lot of Michael Bay. I mean, I did a lot a lot of Michael Bay. Um, let's get to let's get to the straggler stuff first. I I found a really good YouTube channel called Fall of Civilizations and podcasts, but yeah, they're also videos, really well made videos about falls of civilizations, and they are like two to three hour long videos, essays Damn. about the Incas, the Mayas, the Sumerians. It is thoroughly interesting and he is a very good storyteller cool highly recommend people like i'm still in What's the middle the of various one uh fall of civilizations podcast okay and he's got like 20 or so now but he puts a lot of time and effort into these things his heart and soul oh i uh da, 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 they're very well written um he goes to some of these places he actually films like he puts time both the visuals and the podcast of it himself but uh i very much enjoy him um I, I, it's not so much about history that I find interesting so much as I do find about civilizations that have come and gone, empires that have fallen, and why they fell. Super interesting. Samaria, for example, shouldn't have done that slave labor. Probably a bad call, stealing babies from another city. That city rose up and took their asses out. And that's not even the fall of the city, but that is the seed that laid the egg. Yeah. The seed laid the egg. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a Sumerian <laughs> proverb. Such a good Shut one. the fuck up. <laughs> the seed uh, that laid the egg. Wow, wow. I love that. I am going to use that. That's a good one. <laughs> we need to put that in my screen. Uh, <laughs> it is not on streaming. God damn it. Super, why aren't you in my eyes now? God damn it. My body is now we are all now we are we are all literally yeah an Iron Maiden of pain yeah <laughs> and we need it. I'm an Iron Maiden of pain boy. <laughs> okay. Um, Dead well. Uh, so I also decided to. I'm always looking out for the show that I'm gonna look at. There's always a sitcom or an old show, like a drama, that I try to go back to every year, and I. Th- think the sitcom I'm going to go back to um, is going to be news radio. I la- A couple years ago, I did Two Guys That Grow in a Pizza Place with Ryan Reynolds. Love that thing. Um, Scrubs, I have been incidentally doing at work already. So <laughs> I'm going to give Scrubs a full run through for sure. And that is nostalgic for me. But Same. news radio started in 1995. Killer cast. Killer. Killer. Uh, David. Killer. David. Yeah. Okay, uh, David, I just wanted to let you know we don't have the money to shoot the three days that you wanted. Are you fucking kidding I'm me? I'm so sorry, David. You're what? You just compromised your No, opinion. say it again. I'm sorry. No, say it again. I apologize. Look at me in the eyes. I am. Tell me you're sorry. I am sorry. One more <laughs> time. I'm laughing in your face now. I'm sorry. I apologize, David, that we have to compromise your vision and you can't shoot the many days you want. Ow! One more time! I'm sorry, David. I'm sorry. You think okay. you would right. learn. Oh, you're so good at telling stories about abuse. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Trauma. <laughs> you can't see his face. But he just put his arms up like trauma, like show business. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, David Lynch is the, my favorite side character now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. News Radio has a killer cast. Stephen Root, uh, Phil Hartman, Dave Foley, uh, Joe Rogan, Andy Dick, 
Joe Rogan. Um, Maura Tierney. Just killer cast. John Lovitch shows up at one point. This is a show that, as we talked about before, was so weird and offbeat, they always thought they were going to get canceled. So every season, they just didn't care. Every season they think is their last, so they go for it. They couldn't go to NBC screenings because they just kept getting drunk and were the loudmouth weirdos of every fucking time. They just were a show that had no qualms being what they are. And I used to watch this show at midnight and 11 p.m. around my high school days because that's when they showed it on Fox. And it is synonymous with going to bed for me now. I can't watch it in the morning. I can't watch it in the afternoon. That music, everything. And I was wondering, why is that the case? And it's a show that starts in the morning uh, and then ends at night. So every episode Uh... ends with the office being at night. And it's usually another 10, 15 minutes of the show. And I was like, that's why I would turn it off and just... I, I now that I watched two episodes that again, I was very shocked at how funny this show actually was. How just da- just Phil Hartman was a genius, and Dave Foley was amazing. I loved Kids in the Hall, but Dave Foley is so good, and Stephen Root insane. Uh, highly recommend News Radio. People go back and watch it. Such a good show. Stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Stop, Stop what you're doing. Go watch it. Good doing that. If you are giving labor. If you're in the middle of surgery, stop what you're doing and go check well, out these Okay, I don't... If you are immediately about to cure cancer or okay, defuse whoa, a bomb... Whoa, whoa. No, no, if no, you no, are no. John Travolta defusing a bomb that you created and then switched faces with somebody else to be able to defuse it. Good segue. Good segue. I'm, I, He's not done yet. Well, no, actually, yes, because the other ones I watched were all <laughs> Michael Bain movies. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Besides uh, so face off? Um, face off with him, yeah, and Mandy. I really loved Mandy again. That is that jumped up for me in terms of recent movies and quality. The first time I watched yeah, it, I was shocked, but I had no one to share it with. And then watching it through his eyes again, I was like, "Yeah, this is a stunning fucking movie." Um, I wanted to watch Pig, and then yeah, my dad got his leg cut off, so that kind of took precedence. <laughs> <laughs> he's not so, a method actor I'm people. sorry guys and the reason I'm so joking about it is he literally came home the next day and was like what's fucking different guys I'm in a wheelchair more he got his leg cut off yeah like foot cut off it was like, his foot fuck yeah military bro um, but the other problem with that is I told him what we were gonna watch which is The Rock my brother and my dad my brother and my dad are the two hardest people to watch a movie with <laughs> I can vouch they for that. take fucking hours to watch one How long did it take? 12 hours? Cooking food, going back, having conversations and then having to go back, having questions about what she watched. Oh my god. It's (laughs) taken them two days to watch The Rock. Two days to watch It's not that hard. (laughs) It is with them. They keep falling asleep. No, I'm talking about them. No, dude. They're not like me. They don't view film as religiously as I do. So my, they're playing chess with each other on the phone and on the computer. And so they keep having to pause and go back and look at the movie. And like, they, I forgot something, so I need to go back. And like, I was like, hey, I'm going to watch The Rock. They're like, totally want to watch The Rock. And for the span of three days, it was constantly starting, stopping, going to sleep. Your family, this is on you, man. Going back. You should have known. I do that. And I told them that. I'm like, I'm watching this several times this week. I'm supposed to do this. You are the ones who are punishing yourselves. 
I've already watched two other Michael Bay movies. Right. I've already moved on and gone to Armageddon for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I know The Rock like the back of my hands. I was listening to that music all week. I love The Rock. I grew up with The Rock. I love Rock that, defined my I love that the language. soundtrack is just about amalgamation of, like, Michael Pirates. Bay movies, Michael Bay movies that will Jared become. Jerry Bruckheimer, too. Yeah, like, that will be. Yes. That will so, become. <laughs> um, uh, and, and so. We're after, uh, yeah. Face Off. Face Off. You had never seen it before. Yeah. Correct. What did you think when Nicolas Cage grabbed that little girl's butt? Um, wasn't surprised. Oh, God. <laughs> I was not surprised. Nicolas Cage canceled everybody. He had His name's Peter. She wanted it, no? That's what was even weirder for me because. That she wanted it? Every girl she wanted it. She was standing in the choir, noticed him immediately. Every girl wants cast. Oh, she, <laughs> she. She looked at him in a certain way and he walked up to her and it was just fucking weird. See, I labeled. Like, Michael Bay thinks. That wasn't Michael Bay, that was John Woo. Oh, that's right. John Woo. That, I just. Hard boiled. I don't, I don't know if it was a, if it was a real choice, oh, like, yeah, that this girl, like, just had the hots for him, uh-huh. or if this person, this director, literally thought that's how it worked. Or the screenwriter was just like, we're going to do this, and John Woo's just like, it's either ex- what? It's either extremely concerning, or, okay, it makes sense, it's just how the story was written. Right. I don't think, face off, <clears throat> I think um, he's trying to make it very clear that there is good and evil. And that evil is corruptible. Mm-hmm. And that Archer has every opportunity as Troy to just be Troy. But right. he doesn't. He eventually still stays Archer. Now, out of all the choir, he walks up to the choir. He does some funny stuff. And what happens? There's some flirty little tart who drops her thing and seduces him over. Now, this is obviously a movie made and written by men. And is like geared towards yeah. men. So I'm not saying any of this is good. But I think the whole point is that Caster sees the sin in people. Caster sees that. And that's what he is the devil. He is charismatic. Dropping your bag is a sin, people. You're going to go to hell. Dropping dropping your your music will get your ass grabbed. So you have to twist the knife. Oh, God, yes. And then the wounds won't close. Pop pop with that brand new bag. Uh, Love Face Off. Yeah, it it was a good... I uh, comparing it to The Rock. I I like that it was dialed up to eleven. Ridiculous. I don't have to question the story of because it's just so fucking ridiculous mm. that I don't have to worry. I can just sit back and let it ride out instead of like trying and then mentally exhausting myself. Like I was explaining that earlier. Right. And. I mean, we'll get into it for The Rock. I did like The Rock, but I had a lot of that shit happen to me when I watched The Rock, where I, it, it was a median between ridiculous and like a somewhat sound story in a way, like trying to diffuse something, all this shit. But then you right. get face off. These guys switch fucking faces. Like you, it, it ends at that point, like. You don't need to try and understand this shit. Well, just talk about that journey alone of realizing what the movie was. Yeah. Because I didn't say anything about what it was. 
You didn't give him any clues. No. Well, I, I under I understood what face off meant. So I was like, I was think like, of that title. I was like, just think about. Oh the yeah. Title. Oh yeah. The trailer it doesn't even show the movie. It's them acting as like a. It's just an acting thing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but comparing those two, I think I enjoyed Face Off more than I enjoyed The Rock. To be honest with you, it was just like. It's hard not to. It's batshit crazy. Yeah, and when you're and the action's better. When you're trying to make a movie like this make sense, you either fuck up or you do your whole hardest best or you give in and you just make it fucking crazy. And that's the best version of them all. When you know the story is so fucking ridiculous, you don't don't worry about it. People will understand and just sit back and be like, this is fucking crazy. He's wearing his other guy. They're wearing each other's faces. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, he changed it. He literally changed it. Yeah, that was a runner last night. He changed it. Um, <laughs> Violent sneeze. Violent sneeze like a dead voice box room. Yeah, not any of this action. Wait, I, was this before or after they traded faces? This is this after. Is well after. This is well. After. Oh, okay. I've I've, heard, no, <laughs> Archer's evil. Travolta's evil. Cage is good. Okay. I, I have. A, the way we're, it we're watching be. the. We're the watching way it should sh- be. Yeah, <laughs> well, that that's the other thing. Um, these are the things I would ask you about this movie. Um, how do you feel about Cage's performance in this versus The Rock in terms of heroism? <sighs> Stanley Goodspeed being basically John McClane minus being a cop in The Rock. Versus this archer guy who is as uh, capable of a hero or capable of the, in these situations as Caster is a bad guy, but just good. Uh, I think, I think I like, um, I think I like the rock more in that aspect because yeah. I, I enjoyed that. He's like, yeah, I'm an agent, but like, I defuse bombs. I can't talk to this guy. I Agreed. can't be in the same room with him, guys. And like, yeah. the like the Willow Creek in me was like, oh man. Yeah, I think oh. this is the better performance, but I like Stanley more, and I like his approach to that performance I, more. It just, I mean, it's hard to compare these two characters. Well, no, I mean, Archer is Archer is an annoying uh, Al Pacino and he kind of character at the beginning of the movie when he's played by Travolta, and then he's put in this terrible situation in prison and Cage has to excel in grief and excel in the craziness of all. He has to sell it all. So this is the better performance, but a lot of the heroism of Archer is matched with like, there's so many moments of him yeah, being yeah. Troy, of him being like, ah, ah, Michael! It's too, ah. it's too wacky. It, he's constantly it's on the more edge. wacky than... In terms of Archer, yes. This is the better performance. Michael! This Michael! Is the Michael! But, and we'll get to Con Air one day. One day. We didn't watch it because we haven't done it on the show. So, right. And yeah. do you remember, what was the last time you watched uh, Con Air? Oh, it was on cable a long time ago. Woo! Um, Con Air's great. I think he's like standard, I'm, I'm your Huckleberry kind of southern hero. He's basically a hero in that. He's an unstoppable plot armored hero in it. I like in this of like the plot armor on these two dudes is they, amazing. They do have plot armor, but also he did, he did accidentally kill his best friend, have his wife fucked by the guy who killed their child, and go to prison for a bit. So like 
he lost a lot of armor before he there was plot armor. He lost a lot. But he'll never die. No. Everyone else around him will. Yep. Or he'll just ta- and then he'll take their children. I swear to God, these two guys. Yeah. If they, if they don't kill each other, there would be a, a nuke set off that would destroy the entire planet. Hell they would, yeah! Bro, they, would, they would still. That's what you guys know about Broken Arrow. They would still make it out alive. That's the amount of plot mar- plot armor these fuckers got. Um, and then I think the action is be- the action is better in this. Um, <laughs> I, I think face off at it actually it looks. To me, it looks better. Because, I mean, we'll get into it when we talk. It's only about by it. a couple years. Again, only by two years. The Rock, the Rock had camera cuts in it, and like the shaky cam zoom in that made me pause the movie and like look around in my room to like ground I understand myself. Understand where you are, yeah. Because it was it was just so disorienting. Where I was like, I I have to look at this because it's the movie. But I'm, I'm like closing my eyes every couple of seconds because of just how god awful it is. It didn't even look good to me. It just, it didn't. Yes, you can have shaky cam, but not like to the extent of what they were doing in The Rock. Well, I think they, like right here, they hold on this shot for more than four seconds. They, like, he understands what the scene needs mm-hmm. emotionally more than they. Bay is about propulsive. No shot is longer than four seconds in the rock. Like, John Woo understands that he needs to see the wife go, to ebb over to move to let Cajun, and then have this guy slowly reveal that the blood's pouring out of his neck. Yeah, the, the rock had... You never would have had this kind of moment for a character to fall down. This would have cut like five to seven times already. Mm-hmm. There's John Woo know what's, knows what to do emotionally. He slows it down. Yes. Um, they both close. Can we explain the kissing thing with the brother and sister uh, real quick? Nope, they just brother and sister. Yeah. You Wait. Sure? Are you fucking sure about? I that? forgot about that. <laughs> they they start kissing. Mm-hmm. Cut. Mm-hmm. Goes to Nick. Mm-hmm. Cut back. They're still kissing. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, they're criminals. You know, they are. Is that even his kid? Is that the brother's kid? No. Is this an incestual child? This kid just carries it. <laughs> Holy crap. Is it really? Is it a little Joffrey? Could be a little Joffrey. I mean, look at the kid. I I'm just kidding. It looks he like... He has way too much hair. The, yeah, the kid was Caillou. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an airbender. I'm an airbender. <laughs> Incest. Caillou. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Look at this. Shut up, Kaiju. This is so crazy. Yeah, but that's also dope as all. This is, is. dope as all get out. But, but see, he doesn't know anything about hard boiled. He doesn't know anything about the killer. Oh. Like he doesn't know about early. I movies. know of hard boiled. Uh, but we also you we haven't even seen a hard target that Jean Claude Van Damme fights terrorists in a hockey game directed by John Woo movie. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're out there, man. Die Hard in a, is everywhere. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This guy's gonna die. Ah, oh, shoots him right in the fucking head. Lose an ear, gets it back. Oh, that's dope. What I what I like about these movies is, I I feel like they're easier to talk about. As right. If you give me a movie like Mandy, which I still can't fucking explain how much I liked it and why mm-hmm. I liked it so much, on top of like just a few bullet points that I had, and you give me this, I can immediately think 
this, here's what I liked about it, here's what I didn't like about it. And I just, I just watched this movie once. I watched this movie same night as Mandy, and Mandy, I, I can't even begin to talk about. But see, like, Mandy... These movies are just <sighs> easier. I, I feel lighter. Well, I, yes, it is. It, it's easier to talk about this stuff because the information they're giving you is digestible. Mandy is something that there's a lot of emotion and things going on in that imagery that you have to decide as a viewer upon repeat viewings. Mm-hmm. Your first viewing is not going to be the same as the second. My second viewing, that first half, was far more enjoyable knowing full well what happened. And getting to that point, it isn't just because I knew what was coming. I appreciated Mandy more. When you were on that scene and you were like, what is she drawing? I want to see what she's drawing. I knew it ended on that drawing. And I'm like, yeah, because that's the important thing here. You as a viewer are watching them enjoy the presence of each other in that life. And you watch him go what he has to go through once that's taken away from him. And then you see what was taken away from him. Mm -hmm. I love that. But to do that, you have to watch Mandy a lot. You really have to decide with that. And more importantly, you have to watch the movies that helped inspired it. Like, I would say the two biggest movies that are big, well, I'd say the biggest movie that is a comparison to it is Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 is one of the biggest ins- inspirations on Mandy for bar none. But again, House Suspiria, it's the kind of movie that makes you want to watch more weird movies. Mm-hmm. And you want to make stuff. It makes you want to make stuff. Yeah. Uh, this is fun to talk about, absolutely, because it's a ride. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. We we all enjoy the explosions and stuff, but again, I think The Rock, the rock it, um, benefits because of a lot of its characters and performances uh, more than its action. Yeah. Uh, and we'll get to that. But uh, Yeah, are we ready to grade? <laughs> uh, in terms of face-off, yeah, we graded it, so you get to grade face-off now. We we What's spent like time grade eight. What did I grade that one? It was like an A, right? Uh, a plus for me. I know. <clears throat> I think it was an A for me. I think it was an A for me. This uh, this face off because I'm gonna figure out the grade for the rock. Die. Because I I liked face off more. Die. <laughs> I think this is an A for me because I just there no there are those little things where. It's so satisfying when I like uh-huh. predict something and it actually is right. I'm like yes, yes. Welcome then, to the wacky world of John Woo. It's when he's holding Michael and he's having that moment with Michael in the back of my head. I'm like, he's gonna fucking get that kid. Oh my god, he's gonna get that motherfucker. Well, also kid. he's really good at call. He just is really good at calling things that happen. Really oh smart. yeah. But I the, no, I don't think the movie hides it. The moment you see that kid, you're like, oh, he's getting that kid. Yeah, he's keeping Michael. Michael. What you, what you don't expect is that moment. You seem to be like maybe Michael, and she'll pull away for a second. You don't expect Cage to be like Michael, Michael, and you're like, I love you. Oh. I love you, dude. Yeah, this is an A. A for me. Um. Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. That's it. That that's uh, it outside of the actual base that I watched, which I'll talk about in terms after of the Bay. break. Uh, and those were thirteen hours and um, six underground. It's a long time. The Rock. Bum, bum, Dwayne bum. Johnson. Of all the movies <laughs> that bring us back to Michael Bay, oh sorry, wrong one. Yeah, that was Gore Verbinski. <laughs> 
That would be crazy if it was real, though. Uh, if it was Michael Bay. Same producer and possibly the Brokeheimer. same... Uh, yes, but I think the same Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, Zimmer yeah. Both of them, yeah. Legend. Um, yeah, in the flesh, man. Like I said, if of all the movies that bring us back to Michael Bay, I'm glad it was this one. We have not great. tackled a Michael Bay movie since Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck is it? It's been that long. It's been three years. I needed that time. Right. <laughs> I needed that time. To forget four. Did you forget the age of extinction? You don't forget the things that traumatize you. You don't forget those things. They change you and the abuse becomes cyclical. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you haven't watched David Lynch, have you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that is... Very much how I feel about those movies. I watch them and then I remember, oh God, uh, this is a summer camp nightmare. It's kind of a thing. Like, yeah, I don't think back on those movies fondly anymore uh, in terms of how I think of Michael Bay. Hashtag should have been Michaela. Should have been Michaela. Should have been Michaela. What's interesting is you do see the seeds in this and Michael Bay's uh, older movies that, you know, later turn into eggs in the... Transformers. See now, yeah. Maybe somebody. Yeah, that's okay, that's what I said. You're just stealing my idea. That makes no sense. So here's an interesting question. Like a seed from an egg. Before we start, <laughs> I, th- I think this may segue into Alex. Oh my gosh. Uh, this may segue into. Um, because this is something I watched. This is something that I thought about when I was watching The Rock. That. May segue into what? Oh shit! We should fucking play, press play on it. Yeah, maybe this press play the on the rock. I um, love this idea that we were looking at all the things we were talking about, though, so that we get an idea of what we're talking about. But I wanted to pose the question: If, um, let it if let it I had a million dollars, has Michael Bay grown out of the nineties? Well, he's still a fourteen-year-old fucking child. Has he, has he grown out of the nineties? Yes. My thing is like, and this is what I. This is kind of like what I. Yeah. Uh, if we his style is. If we showed a really bad movie from today, back in like the olden days, it would have blown everybody's mind. Just to know that had that kind of perspective, like um, Transformers. Yes. Like if you showed Transformers. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. If you showed that back in like, um, was it Megan like Fox in the sixties? Yes, yes. He, she he was April O'Neil. He I thought they those. fell out. Though. He produced those. Yeah, yeah, but he was the director. Oh, so then she, she that. She yeah, he just that. didn't care. He was like, oh, if I'm not directing, who cares? It's just a thing that he was producing at that point. What I'm saying is like, if Six Underground came out in the nineties. <sighs> wow, I think that would be even fucking worse. That's that would be that's my question. Like, has he really me, truly evolved from a '90s mindset? Well, hang on a second. I think, I think visually he has because if you showed me a '90s version of Six Whatever Feet Underground, whatever the fuck it is, Six Underground, Six Underground, then I, if that was a '90s style, I'd, I would have shut it off. I wouldn't even allowed Alex to show me bits and pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that would, I don't know how to present. Okay. That's because, a hard thing to talk because about. Because uh, that's like more of a hit one of his current questions. But yeah. it looks it looks better. So there's still the eye candy. There's still like the, the vibrant Because this is 1996 and this holds up. Okay, so let me let me say this. Uh if you took Sahara mm-hmm. and you showed that to David O 
uh, David Lean, who okay. made Lawrence of Arabia, before uh-huh. he made that, it would have blown his fucking mind. Right. We know that movie shit, but he doesn't because of the technology, because right. of the performances, because of the scope and the scale we're and even the color. Hel- were, hel- were helicopters even invented? Yes. Oh. By How far 50s, back am I going? But the fifties, Lawrence of Arabia was made in the fifties. Think of uh, war. war. Wait, think of the wars that have happened. Remember choppers in the fifties? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mind blown. Do you want to get like historical here? You know the no. wars that have happened. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Just helicopters. <laughs> so so, uh, I see what you're saying. A lot happened in a hundred years. Technically, right. Like, okay. More, like, but um, that's the shitty thing I about war. Saying, I see what you're saying. Uh, but it, of course, he would be amazed by the visual technical imagery because he understands the visual medium. Right. But he would watch that enough and then eventually at a certain point be like, what are you done? This fucking story sucks. <laughs> and I don't like this guy. None of this makes Dirk sense. Dirk Pitt. His name's Dirk Pitt. This is stupid. Eventually, but he'd be like, that is a good thing. But you know what he would do? He would immediately do what Quentin Tarantino does. Which is steal amazing moments from shitty movies. Oh, yeah. 90 minutes of a shitty movie, you see one thing, you like, what have I been telling you about this podcast? Yep. Watch every movie, you never know what you're going to get out of something good. Right. And that is the thing. Michael Bay defined the 90s. He, he created the Got Milk commercial that made everything big. He... He's made so many commercials. He's made so many music videos throughout the 80s and 90s. He defined the 90s and the look of it, along with Jerry Bruckheimer. Now, he's such a striking visual person. I now decided to do a little research into Michael Bay. I was going to fucking do that shit really when we got into Transformers. It didn't even matter. That shit, (laughs) he didn't even like that shit. He doesn't like those movies. Why didn't he try and make them good then? Because he is the most commercial director ever. Whatever is going to make him the most money, that is what he's going to do. Period. Yeah. So, Michael Bay started working with Steven Spielberg, one of the most striking filmmakers ever. Why is it always him? He worked on the storyboards of fucking... Did we not just do Back to the Future? It's like poetry. Where Zemeckis just went into Spielberg's office. It's like poetry. He worked on the storyboards of Raiders of the Lost Lost Ark, and as he was doing them, he's like, this fucking looks stupid. (laughs) He didn't get it. Now, Michael Bay, by the way, in film school, Chris, everyone admired his work. Everyone was like, he's a technical wizard. However, do you know who he also went to school with? Oh, no. David Fincher. Now, he loved... Hard to know. Talk about the opposite ends of the spectrum. They are visual technical wonders, but they are completely different people. Genre different. Oh, oh, as, as individuals, he followed Fincher around. He worshipped that dude, and Fincher didn't like him at all. Because Fincher was an intellectual. He read books. He was, he was, yeah, he has I can an see IQ them not getting along. And Brookheimer, or uh, Bay is a 14 year old child. So they called, he called him <laughs> Little Fincher. Like, oh, yeah. That hurts. Brutal. That actually explains a lot. <laughs> so he gets involved with Jerry Brookheimer and Don Simpson. Now, these guys found Tony Scott and they created the 80s with Top Gun and Beverly Hills Cop. These guys defined action films in the 80s. 
And then eventually Crimson Tide, Days of Thunder, The Rock, Armageddon, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jerry Bruckheimer. Now, Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer worked together in the 80s, but Don Simpson ate, breathed, and drank cocaine. And oh, okay. every other drug imaginable. I don't know if possible, he, but go ahead. He did it so much that Bruckheimer was like, I don't want to work with you anymore. And this was the last movie. And Don Simpson died of an overdose five, I think, weeks before this came out. Now, pieces, man. Now, did he die with a baseball bat covered in Vaseline chasing hookers around? He did not. Forgot about but the boots. That's because, about with that's because here's the thing. Just like How the Duck last week. How the Duck is what happens when everyone was imploding from drugs and the and the freaks had the keys to the kingdom. And then after that happens, everyone cleaned themselves up. But you know what happens after that? Some people don't change. And they die from drug overdose and they get eaten alive. That was yeah. Don Simpson. Everyone else was at that point where they were like, we're done with our drugs, man. The drugs we do on our we're more, we're more adults about our drugs and you're... You're still crazy, party mild band, and then he just snorted himself to his heart exploded. Right before this movie was gross, made and <laughs> the guy uh, was I, have an ex- I have an excellent point. Love it, uh, and um, so Brookheimer would then go on with Michael Bay and uh, lack of Tony Scott and create Armageddon and, and a whole other production company, and they would define the '90s. So he defined the '90s. The thing about Michael Bay that what you're talking about is that I've discovered is he is a technical marvel. People are jealous of what he can do with a camera. They just don't like what he has to fucking say with it. Right. That's the thing. It's like, what if the Beatles just made jingles for commercials? So he's more of a like... I'm seeing a lot of similarities with Zack Snyder. Yes, they are. They're good friends. Except Zack Snyder tries a little harder. He's smarter than Bay. <laughs> he's, he's trying to fourteen year old. He's trying brain. to say more with what he's doing. Right. Bay, every image that Bay's making is to be as dynamic as possible to sell you whatever it is. Narratively right. fine, but it doesn't. It's not about logic. It's about feeling. The feeling you get when you watch these action right. scenes isn't about the logic about space or time. It's there's literally a quote about someone critiquing him where they're like. It isn't about the logic of the action scenes. It's about the kinetic energy of them. That's what drives you. That's what moves you through this movie so that you aren't thinking about how fucking dumb it is. Because that's the thing about Face Off. Abrams. That, well, that's the thing about Face Off versus The Rock, which is why I like The Rock better than, the, than Face Off in a way. Face Off, you kind of can't help but stop and think about how dumb it is. And then you have to commit. This movie gives you no time to do that. You were either in or you're out. And you're all about the energy. And a big reason for that is the performances and the music and the speed and the rhythm and the pace. And we go and we go. Why is the government not giving $100 million to pay their fucking check in the first place? It's beyond me. But there you go. They spent more money on this entire bullshit in the first place. Like, none of this makes sense. Who cares? It's amazing. It's a fun time. Like, people died, who cares? Like, a trolley doesn't blow up like that, who cares? Like, that is what he hopes from his audience. I think this is the one movie of his before uh, uh, before Transformers that is the best at it. Armageddon was a mess. And once he goes into space, it doesn't work as well because it's claustrophobic and it doesn't have the sun. And he needs outside. 
he needs outside for his shit to work. Really, honest to God. I've just noticed it. Um, and that's why the Minecraft stuff and the Mineshaft stuff in here isn't as fun Minecraft. as everything else that's outside and breathy in this movie. Uh, so, what, something interesting that I found out. Okay. He was <clears throat> about to start, after he makes um, this movie, uh, he is deciding that he wants to make a big, big, important movie. Okay. He wants to make a big, dramatic movie. And what just came out at that time? Titanic. So he decides oh, he wants no. to make Pearl Harbor. Oh, that's right. He made Pearl Harbor. Now, that's right. Pearl Harbor. This is the very interesting thing that I heard. Is Patrick H. Wilms. I got to say, Patrick H. Wilms, Patrick H. Wilms and every frame of painting have very great info on Michael Bay that helped me out on this. But he pointed out that Bay dropped all of his style, had an entire new visual blueprint on how he wanted to approach Pearl Harbor. By the end of the first day, he dropped all of it and he did the exact same style that he normally does. And he said, I'm fucking, I'm doing my normal thing. And then they asked him later why, and he's like, I uh, I'm don't have to change my, I don't have to change my style for anybody. Pussies do that. Wow. And that's when it was like, every vision from that he point on. He said that? Quote, yes. Quote. And then what happens after that? Bad boys too. Oh boy. No fucks given after that point. Wow. Bad Boys 2 is an aggressively violent and a nihilistic film. Those two guys don't give a shit about <clears> anybody. <throat> but it's a fun ride, dude. That movie's amazing. I fucking love Bad Boys 2. Uh, it's a great ride. That's a, that's, a ser- that's a series now. Exactly. That's a series that's now. Why I didn't watch, <laughs> that's why I didn't watch Bad Boys for this. I've seen it before and I was like, we'll get to it when we get to the other stuff. And that's a he carries the first two movies. There are two big points in his career. And then the third one is a new guy, different director, different vibe. Um, and a solid movie. I think the third one's solid. Mm. Um, but after that, he did the Transformers movies. And it's not, and that's the point. He, it's not that he ever sold out. He just decided he is this. He is a commercial guy. He wants money. Mm-hmm. That's all he wants. It's all he cares about. He doesn't give a shit about beta males. Fuck, 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 fuck. That's how it works. I don't trust the government, the military rules. And this is when things uh, got interesting to me. They're like I watched Six Underground. Okay. And that is a movie I'm about so rich people using their money outside of the government to overthrow a Middle Eastern country and replace it with a, do- with a democracy. Stupid. Like Gaddafi. Which starts the beginning of 13 hours, which is what I began after Six Underground. Tell me they tie together. Now, <gasps> now, as I got to the end of 13 hours, that is a movie that basically says the government shouldn't have gotten involved in this shit in the first place. Which is interesting to me. Bay's like, give give me the money. And if I had the money, I'd create I'd get fucking parkour people to come in and do this shit and save everyone from evil dictators. Instead of the government, which they just fuck everything up with their bureaucracy. And then I watched this, and it's about Hummel coming out and going, your government fucked your soldiers just like in 13 hours. And I'm here to get that money back. And it's an entire movie about how the government refuses to pay that bill and spends more money and is willing to spend more lives to not pay that bill. And all of this is really, I'm really enjoying these kind of aspects of like what he's willing to bring to the table. And it's just so dark and twisted. So what you're saying is 
Pain and Gain is his best movie outside of this. Okay. It is. Well, I was gonna go with like Michael Bay movies are deeper than we usually imagine. Any and when he cares about the movie, it is an artistically driven movie. He is an auteur, and we should look at what he's doing because there's technical marvels to it. Yes. I like how he's saying all this, and he and he's in deep. That makes sense that he uh, has a relationship with the with the U.S. military. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the theme of The Rock is But it the also theme. surprises me that he has a relationship with the U.S. military at the same time. I was just... Uh, this is totally random. I'm looking up Michael Bay quotes. Maybe I just have a younger voice than many other directors. <laughs> okay. Because then you look at Six Underground. Well, I'll get... Painting uh, Game to me, he likes Coen Brother movies. And we haven't really dug in it since Lebowski, but we will. Right. And, um... The Brother Bear, I thought it was on the good deal. Uh, but, like, we've got No Country, Fargo. Yeah. So... Uh, racing Home Arizona. Boys. Oh God. Um, and as I'm uh thinking about painting game, it is to me a movie that is unequivocally Michael Bay. At the same time, everyone he dislikes and everyone he hates is getting their comeuppance in it, mm-hmm. which I do kind of love. He's a spiteful, kind of weirdly aggressive person. And it's in his work. Mm-hmm. And the fact that when you give him no reins in a movie like that, you get The Rock doing crazy shit. In it. yeah. It's his best comedic performance in years. Um, such, I think Central Intelligence is really good too. But the things he gets him to commit to do in a movie that is just move, 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 move. Right. Really works for mm-hmm. me. So in terms of action, I go with The Rock. I think The Rock has clarity to it. I like The Island, but I think he's trying to specifically not do it himself. This, I think, is the best example of him just being an action filmmaker that, uh, without getting in the way of itself. Wait a minute. Time out. Did you just say The Island? He made The Island, yes. Leo DiCaprio? No, 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 no. That's The Beach. Okay. All right. Never mind. Continue. I'm thinking of The Island with Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Continue. Um, which deviates into, which, like, devolves into a Bane movie, but starts off different. Shots are held longer. It's, uh, but, yeah, it's okay. I like it, but it's okay. Okay. Um. I think this is the best example of his action films. Out of all the Transformers films, out of Armageddon, which is really clunky and kind of a mess, and more about emotion, this, I think, is a be- the best example of what a good, solid action movie is. You know, tough people doing, making hard decisions, doing crazy stuff. Yep. It's basically Die Hard if you had to go into the mission with James Bond too, which is awesome. Like, why not? Uh... And I, I just think that's really fun. Um, it's the least offensive of all of his films. Yup. It has the most likable beta male of all of his Surprising uh, there's characters. even a beta male in this film. Right. Um, and uh, in terms of the production, this was a script by committee. So a you, lot of people were What? A couple people. There was, there was one main guy that uh, he wanted to give the most credit to, but the two main people that are always legendary talked about connected to this film that I took a lot of time to think about how they worked on this. Okay. As well as the other guy, the third guy who worked on this wrote a lot of other great movies too in the 90s. Crimson Tide, a lot of great ones. But the two people that really shocked me that worked on this the most, Quentin Tarantino. That that, that actually does make sense. You've got someone stabbing themselves in the heart with a yep. needle, and you have a Mexican standoff. Yep. You have people talking about pop culture. I think the entire scene with Nick Cage in the cell that ends with Zeus's butthole Sounds like something Steve Buscemi would say in Reservoir Dogs. 
Uh, he's very much in there. And then, mm-hmm. most importantly, what my favorite screenwriter, despite all of his problems, I just think he has a very musical dialogue about him, uh, Aaron Sorkin. Okay, now that surprises me. I, you know what? No. Uh, first of all, the guy who plays Walmack would end up on West Wing. And, all, and if you've seen A Few Good Men, all of the military stuff is very A Few Good Men. Yeah. He is very uh, Jack Nicholson in that. Okay. The standoff between him and Michael Bean in the shower scene is very courtroom. Um, you can't handle the truth. Yeah. I will not give that. A, the fuck is wrong with you, sir? All of that. Very Aaron Sorkin. The whole room where he's like, Congressional Medal of Jesus Christ? That's got to be Aaron Sorkin. Which is why I think this might be the most interestingly written out of the Nick Cage three. Big three. Mm-hmm. I think the other two are just outrageous and take chances, but this has some solid ass lines. Solid. This ass made lines. this is one of the most quotable movies we've done. Super quotable movie. Yeah. Wombach. Why am I not surprised, you piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> the greatest, the greatest platoon leader of Vietnam. I shit you not. It's the way he says it. It's beautiful. Um, the zoom in on the guy who's like, uh, or when uh, when he's like defying combat. That yep. is an Aaron Sorkin setup for a monologue. And what does the next person do? And he crushed it. Crushed it. He crushed it. On the zoom and everything. Yeah. Um, that is. Um, the Italian best friend of Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic. That is Fabrizio. Wow. <laughs> Love Fabrizio. Um, so there are some very interesting people that worked and wrote on this, but it's basically Bay that got this done, energy-wise. Brookheimer right. really doing it. Hans Zimmer pushing that score. Yeah. Same cinematographer for another for the next few movies, including Armageddon. I feel like The Rock and Armageddon as the one-two punch. It are two the two best Bay movies in terms of summer energy. Armageddon is like the, my third or fourth favorite Bay. I feel like I need to see Bad Boys again, and Bad Boys Two is a lot of fun. But I, I'm just morally have problems with it. Uh-huh. Really, I don't like those characters in that movie, but I like the first one a lot. I think it's really fun. Uh, I define the '90s for me a lot. Um, but I. I I feel like The Rock is probably my favorite Michael Bay still. I was 10, year, 10 or 12 years old when I first saw this. Mm. After after Judgment Day, um, I was for it. Um, oh, um, and then my favorite interesting story. Uh, There's a few interesting stories. Ed, Ed Harris, in the middle of a scene, kept flubbing his lines so bad that he just took a phone and threw it on set. Oh, and God. then Michael Bay just kept giving him phones to throw throughout the <laughs> throughout production which I thought was very funny Nick Cage really really worked on why he chose the way he did in the scene where he is taking the pearls out of the jar and he gives it to Sean Connery and he goes do not move those he's doing Richard Dreyfuss and Jaws doing the autopsy on the shark Uh, (laughs) do not smoke in here he he did his fucking research man he knew what he was doing the second you don't respect this is the moment you die exactly (laughs) love it yeah, not swearing. Yeah. That was his decision. Right. Hummel being the way he was, that was Ed Harris's big decision. I like Sean that. Connery brought in his own writer to write his own lines. Oh, okay. Exactly. Now, now, Sean. You Connery, know what? What the fuck? You know what? Good. Cool. Awesome. Cool. It all worked out. It, it all worked out. It worked. Of the script. Everyone was sticking their hand in. They didn't care. So here's my favorite thing. My favorite story of the entire production. Okay. Michael Bay working really hard to get this done, and the studio does not have faith in him. They keep fighting it. And then one day, 
he's walking from where the uh, set is to studio and in between uh-huh. um uh Sean Connery's playing golf. So Michael Bay is walking to the studio to go do it and Sean Connery's playing golf and he's like, Hey Michael, what's wrong? And he's like, I gotta go I gotta go fucking talk to the studio. That's that's movie we're making. And he's like, You might wanna come with you. I just come with you. And he's like, sure. So uh, he goes to the Don't meeting. tell me that Sean Connery's a chad. He walked in, just the presence of him. Every all the executives were like <gasps> And Michael Bay was like this is my stance. And the execs were like, okay, here's ours. And Sean was like, he's doing a fine job. And then just walked out. And then Michael Bay got to do whatever he wanted to do. Because, That's all you need. Because all Sean Connery now. walked in <laughs> with his prowess and was like, he's doing fine, lay off his back. And they were like, okay. And he got to make the movie <laughs> he wanted and we got this huge hit of a movie. This was a smash, dude. And then the next year, Armageddon, 90s. top movie of that year. Bang. Best Two visual years later. Then wasn't it nominated for Best Visual Effects? This? No. Armageddon? Armageddon? Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember that. But also, that's a time crunch. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Rock and Armageddon, Criterion Collection movies. They, I, I think The Rock deserves it because of a lot of these lines. I think it's beautiful. I think it defined in the 90s. And I think the performances of Ed Harris, Nick Cage, and um, Sean Connery. Yeah, are worth. There are aspects of like when I was making when I was making my short film, I was telling Sage like, listen, take liberties, because like I don't have because I don't have a lot of direction mm-hmm. for you except for the specific emotional beats that I need. But like other than that, however much blood you want, that's how much it's gonna be. Just the I only problem. That I, the only problem, and I love it. The only problem I have... I consider the fact that there's a lot of blood a spoiler, and I love it. That it's not really a spoiler. Uh, I just said, how much blood? And it's a lot. And now I know. And I'm excited. Well, she has a different interpretation of that, but anyway. Um, Which one are you talking about? His movie. Oh, yeah. This is um, Fuck you, man. That's not a spoiler. We didn't know that there was a lot of blood. We knew that there was some. I didn't, I didn't say how much blood there was. Get off your high horse, man. You're not Michael Bay. Yeah. Anyway, um... That was actually a compliment. I don't know, man. Don't change your style for anyone. That's I won't. Uh, <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who's my respect? Fat girls come Here's the thing. <laughs> Why? Howard the Duck! Nutty! Nutty! You broke Peter. <laughs> Peter was not ready for that. Peter was not I ready for that. I back to the 12-year-old... It's just, there, there's another level to it because <laughs> going to Wyzetta, the school Wyzetta. Yeah, Wyzetta. Elementary school all the way up till freshman year of high school. <laughs> I was surrounded by human beings who literally said that shit. Embodied that shit, yeah. Like, yeah. Who were those people yeah. who would say that? There's just another level of pain when I hear something like that. Yeah. Like, I, I visualize the human being that would say that. No, very many people like that. Yeah. So. You went to Wyzetta too. I went to, I lived in a house with people like that. Um. Very long time. I do think that there is inherent value. Like, I wouldn't say, like, to that extreme, maybe to that extreme, but, like, there, I do see that it can be important to be, like, okay, this is, this is, like, this is the director I am. Mm-hmm. Like I like I like I and then just like that's the stance you're at. Just don't say that word though. Right. Don't be a dick, derogatory dick. Exactly. <laughs> Stand your ground, but don't be 
the, a piece of shit. There, there's uh, there is a uh, hold fast. There was this idea when the Incredible Hulk came <clears> out <throat> that Ed that Edward uh, that Ed Norton's version of Bruce Banner could possibly turn evil, and he would have been the villain in the Avengers like he had been in the comics. And that ending is an ambiguous one. And what he's saying is what Michael Bay did. Michael Bay realized I'm a green, a big old green monster, and I fuck shit up. So I am. I don't make Pearl Harbor. I don't make romances. I can't fuck. I can't do that. I fuck shit up. I'm the monster. I'm the villain. And I'm gonna go fuck shit up. And that he is the Hulk in Ragnarok. Michael Bay is Hulk in Ragnarok. Pure new god. I think, yeah. I think it's okay to be comfortable in your own style. Yeah. But when you when you cannot push yourself to potentially improve on your style. Evolve, yeah. Evolve and find something else and just call someone a pussy for it. Yeah. For trying that. Fuck you. Well, yeah. then we get... That's Just fuck we get you. To, we get to Six Underground. Latest movie he's... First thing, I do like 13 Hours. I did think it was nice. The, the humor in it was not good. But I also think that it's a confining story. It doesn't really have a good beginning or end to it. Hmm. I feel like. But the action's good and he cares about those very human characters. Badge Dale is great in that movie. So good. Great. Dude, he's the guy from Stretch who was like Laurel. Laurel. Oh God! Oh stretch! Ooh, that's a pull. He's the guy. Ah, stretch pull. He's the yeah. he fucking kills it in thirteen hours. It's one of the best performances that I've seen in a Michael Bay movie, and that's a solid movie. Oh, but, Shia LaBeouf kicking that car seat. Pretty good. I'm sorry that uh, that scene always gets me. That is the it always gets me. That is the embodiment of how I wish Sam. I not only do I wish, but I'm very very happy that Sam Raimi is considered dead by the fifth movie. Like. <laughs> Fuck Sam. Fuck Sam with Like, <laughs> sitting Peter. in a warehouse just smacking me in the face with a Peter, table. you had uh, to have been there. You had to have been there. I wasn't. Ah, uh, The Last Night is one of the most confusing movies. It has things I love. It has things I love. Oh, God. So, to talk about The Rock, back to Olaf. We have been on a ride. I had to upload... Calm down, Alex. We I was going to actually ask him about Six Underground. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Because that's the latest thing he's made. You've watched it too. I've not. You've not. I know of it. I only know the magnet boat scene. Wait, what was... What, which one was that when you, sh- you showed me that one? That was the Ryan Reynolds baby driver rig. My dad keeps telling me to watch it. it. He thinks that? it's not garbage. That's the latest thing he made. He made that in 2019 that's, for Netflix. That's sad. That's sad. It has some technical moments of wonder, some great gore. Great gore. Okay. Uh, beautiful. Like, like when he, there's a moment where they spin a car and there's a woman with a baby and they're yelling, baby, and it hits slow motion. Oh, and she's oh. like, it looks dope and it looks dangerous. And they had to stage that. And I'm impressed. But then it's like puppies and they almost hit puppies. And you're like, what the fuck is going there's on? There's just like little kid sexual jokes. Yeah. Like, they ri- like oh, it's they, stupid. They rip off Baby Driver. And so everything so everything he could not get away with in Transformers, he got away with you. That's, oh, let, me, let me not forget about this one thing. Throughout the entire like 20 minutes that Alex showed me, I just was thinking, when would, when would a Transformer transform in this shot? Yeah. That's... That's how comfortable he is in his genre, but that's how predictable he fucking is, too. Oh, yeah. Because he 
visually hasn't changed looks like from transformers and it's like this literally looks like this slow-mo shot this is where the transformer would transform yeah like it looked like a transformer movie with ryan reynolds which was a missed opportunity yeah yes yeah i I think when you look at bad boys 2 and you see that moment where they're in the morgue and he's fondling a dead woman's tits you're like this is Uh, bad this is uh, bad are you serious this is bad and then you get to this moment. No, no, my dad. Then you get trash. to the moment in Six Underground where they're doing surgery in a car that's moving, and then it squirts in the woman's eye in slow motion. And then he's like, "Oh, you squirted! You literally squirted!" And you're like, "You know, you are no different than you were when you made that, and you were no different when you made that when you were 14 years old, dude. You are Little Fincher. You are Little <laughs> Fincher. I love some of your movies, and I love you when you were unabashedly yourself. Never want to meet this person in your life." No. Never wanted Wasn't to he the guy that life. like revealed a movie? It was like he was speaking at a conference and then just walked down the middle of it. Yes. Yes. What? He didn't like it so he no. just walked down. Michael Bay? He, Michael yeah. Bay was giving like he was giving like he was giving like a something like, like it wasn't a TED talk, but it was something like a TED talk. A seminar? A seminar or something. something. He, was, he was telling something and then he just like he was in the middle of a sentence and he's just like I'm yeah. sorry, and he just walked on the stage. Yeah, just left. There's video what, of it. What happened? I don't know. He says and talks about it. He's like just like, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah, we're not turning off the movie. Um, he, I don't remember what it was for, but he just didn't. He just wasn't about Michael it. Michael Bay walks off. He stage. Immediately, just wasn't about it anymore and walked away. Like some would say, a pussy. So just owning up to what he would did. say. And the funny. That's the thing. Michael Bay does not sell out. He is the embodiment of selling out. But he does not sell out. That was selling out in his eyes. And he could not stand for it and he left. The way like a Sinead O'Connor would rip a picture of the Pope on SNL and be like, I'm this is my protest. And he's mine. But like he is the Yeah, just left. Left the stage. I'm sorry and then left and never came back. Is it okay if I play it, Chris? It's awkward. It is awkward. He's literally just talking and then immediately he's like, I'm, uh, he looks at the screen. He has a moment of absolute regret. Well, I'm, I'll watch in the next room then. So yes, so that's the thing. I, I showed, I, I looked at Six Underground. Mm-hmm. That's an incredibly convoluted movie. Like visually, it's a convoluted movie. It's a lot to take in. There are great things about it, but I think the other aspect is it's emotionally muddled. Ah. You're watching that. You're watching these scenes of great action and Ryan Reynolds being a sarcastic, weird, uh, weird, funny guy. But then they're doing it for this real reason of helping real people in this real country from this real dictator. And you're like, what? And it's weird. And I don't like. I didn't like it that much. I, I. There are things I liked about it. But as a story and these characters as wholes, I didn't like it at all. I liked the performances, the actors, and things about it. But as a whole, like, bad. Bad overall, I would think, as, a, as an experience. Uh, it was okay, though. I don't think Nicholas's, Nicholas Cage's hair has changed. Oh, that's fake as shit. Oh, it is? It's a toupee? Uh, yeah. Yeah, or plugs. I don't It's hard to say. Um, I was about to say, is he like... He was losing his hair in the 90s, man. Oh, okay. But now he's just, he's just clinging onto it as much as he can. Oh, the, yeah. the whole year. Okay, that's why it didn't change. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? 
Whatever. Uh, I mean, you're an actor. You're an actor. That's the way it works. Did he walk off yet, Peter? Wow. He walked off. They're just trying to improv at this point? Well, he... Like, apparently the... The calling cards, like, the text was off for him. Uh-huh. So he was like, I'm sorry, like, the... The text that I'm supposed to be reading, basically, I'm paraphrasing here, uh-huh. is off. And he's like, I guess I just have to wing it. So he was frustrated. But he couldn't even fucking wing it. He literally stopped and then the, the host was like, uh, what do you think about this TV screen that you're looking at? How do you think that'll look with your movies? The curved screen. And he's like, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, if there's anything that I will say Fuck about you! Him, he's a control freak. If he there's anything freak. I've learned from all this shit, it's a control freak thinks this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he he yeah. couldn't stand that he had to wing the thing, his own speech that he that he was talking about himself on. <laughs> That's what his shit was. I like how three years later we are now just give, like talking about the kind of guy Michael Bay is. After well, we did his five modern defining movies. <laughs> I just he's the most think... known for, yes. I don't think he's a good person. I don't think he's a good person. No. No. I, I think he's probably a piece of shit. It's it's hard. Um, Bay, I should have known you piece of shit. You piece <laughs> of shit. Um, it's hard to forget, disconnect him right. as a person to the movies that he makes, but it's it's difficult when like you know it's his movie because it literally right. looks like half of the Transformers. Not this, but like his movies after look like a Transformers movie. He hasn't evolved at all. Well, no, that, that's why I like... Well, the thing, I'm different because I grew up in the 90s with him defining this era. I was in high school when... Or, or in middle school when um, Armageddon came out. That was the biggest movie ever. The song was the biggest song ever. We were all crying. All right. of us were crying. Because the drillers who went on the asteroid saved us all. Mm. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so... He, he's nostalgic for me. This movie is nostalgic yeah. for me. I can't not enjoy what he created to a certain extent. Right. Other people cannot do what he does well. Look at the movie Battleship. Peter Berg wants so bad to be Michael Bay. It's ridiculous. And he just can't do it. What's you know what? Peter Berg. The Kingdom. The Kingdom, uh, Battleship. Battle 22. I like Friday Night Lights. Peter? Peter Berg. Yeah. He's from, get this, an entire Berg of theaters. I'll be right there. And there he goes. Um, You hid your Glock, right, Alex? I did hide my Glock. Uh, Luckily, I do have my uh, AK and my 9. I'm back. Someone may have shat. He is covered in blood now. Someone may have shat in your closet accidentally. Oh, Oh my. What if I already did already? Nope, we had a dog here a little bit ago. So. It was your dog. Uh, okay, that makes sense. All right, uh, back to Willow. Didn't, the bra- didn't even break the, the way, way he... The way he does it is so weird. The other arm is like... And you know what's even better Walmart. about it? It didn't do anything. Why am I not? Because he punched it and it literally... Shit. He <laughs> <laughs> stopped you just to say what he did. You piece of shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's... It's so good. I uh, Okay, so... I, I think, be, I when I talk about someone like Mel Gibson, for example, right, it's the kind of way that he views how he wants to express his violence 
in his films, I don't. I think he gets muddied with some of his themes. Why I'm okay with Apocalypto and I'm okay with Braveheart. Again, grew up on those movies. I think right. Apocalypto is very good, but I don't like the impassion, and I wasn't a fan of how it was portrayed in Hacksaw. And that's why I'm just not a big fan of him as a director. He also just hasn't made as many as that right. as he has acted. But and Michael Bay, I disagree with a lot of his films, and I just also hate his approach to the language of cinema. Right. A lot like last night is an absolute just assault on the eyes. It is hard to watch <laughs> the changing aspect ratios of the last night. Why does he? Why does Michael Bay do that? Because he at least McCoy is more subtle with fuck. that. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's selling you a product. Th- those movies really do. See, this is what it was like being in the room with him with Dragon Ball Evolution, but it was kind of different. Really wrenched something out of me. Those movies are so hard to watch now. Yeah. Well, even Transformers did that so many times. This changing aspect ratio. No. That fifth film, it's unwatchable. At a certain point, the last night, at a certain point, it is unwatchable and it sucks. It is a headache. Anthony Hopkins and his robot are dope. The, and the King Arthur Stanley Tucci Dude, is dope. It's just Star Wars. It's, the last movie is just Star I, Wars. I, 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 genuinely, I genuinely enjoy that one when I watch it on half speed. It, it's I the it, I the thing about The Rock that I love is that what you appreciate the most are the characters and the performances. More than the action, which this movie gives time, not necessarily visually, but it does give time with these characters for uh, Nick Cage to act the way he does, to make the argument that he does. And for Sean Connery to just look at the camera and go, if you don't think I'm a villain now, then it just stops. And you're like, aww, aww, Sean Connery. And you're like, that's all you need. Just a couple of things and like, bing, bam, zoom, you're in. Sure, you can't, can't cut a man's balls off with a trimmer, can you? Cut balls off with a trimmer. Why did? Why did? It, I mean, it might not mean anything, but do you think Michael Bay deliberately made the male hairstylist gay? Yes. Think he yes. fucking did that. Stereotypically yes. gay. Yes. What kind of fucked up tour is this? Yes. He this was. Did you be fair? This was the nineties. No, it was no, a different time. Shit, no, 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 no. He is still doing that shit now. I was about to say, uh, like, it was still. the nineties, but this is still Michael Bay. He's doing this still. He believes in stereotypes. Oh. He believes in them. Right. He truly believes in them. Right. He thinks that, like, I, you cannot, like, you cannot watch Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two and not understand that they are, to some degree, fucking caricatures. Of human beings. You can't look at those two guys and then see the two robots in the Transformers movies and not see right. how he truly views some aspect of how those characters should be used. In Peter, what you're feeling right now is how we felt during Transformers. Who's the only person who dies before the most heroic death, death in 13 hours? Well, I just haven't had an outlet The to... fucking black guy. Oh, every time. I just haven't had a uh, Michael Bay outlet. To like express my feelings about that motherfucker. Oh, I see. Um, he, so we had five movies. <laughs> here's the thing. I've it happens all, less in this movie. It's a couple of sprinkles. What kind of fucked up tour is this? The one, my motherfucking gun. Couple of those. 
Now, the two black soldiers at the end are aggressive villains. They don't really talk jive or anything like that. Uh, I don't like that soft-ass shit. Sure. But then you have the hairdresser. Outside of that, the most egregious thing is that there are two female characters and they barely do anything. Those are the Uh. weakest thematic things that are terrible about Michael Bay. Those are very tiny compared to every other Michael Bay film ever. This has the least egregious things. Right. I feel like. And Um, there's still enough. Enough enough to be distasteful. Absolutely. Is there any other... I'm ready to grade. See now... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is is Alex three years removed from Transformers. This has been building, actually. Uh, In the back of my mind... I respect him more. In the back of my mind, I was like, wait a minute. We haven't done Michael Bay in three years. What? Like... I don't know what's going to happen anymore. We're going to like the movie. Yeah. But we haven't had Michael Bay in three years, and we remember what he's done. Well, we talked a lot about Michael Bay. Let's talk about the movie. What do you guys love about the movie? Okay. (laughs) I start off silence. Nothing. Chris, how did you like The Rock? Dwayne Johnson. We have watched... I was going back, and I was uploading episodes, and... From Heat to Interstellar to Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, God. Uh, to Big. Cabbage, then cabbage, back cabbage. to the then we did Back to the Future. And then Good Time. And then Howard the Duck. I love this. I love this. Every every fucking week. Finally. Fast food. Fast food. But yeah, like not a fan just okay. So like yeah. okay. So so uh, on a Phil and Joy does a series called Deep Dive where they have to where they watch a bad movie and they have to say what's good about it no matter what. They have to compliment the movie. And this is a good movie. We put on the good movie yeah. wheel. Um, but here's the thing. Like with this is this is how I, this is how I felt. Like, um, going into this, I was like, so uh, Mikey Newman, my movies with Mikey, yeah. He made a comparison with, uh, I think it, I think it was the Valerian episode of Deep Dive. Um, action has come a long way. Um, but anyway, um, he was like, okay, you know how you go to Vegas? And it's, Ve- and it, you know, Never it's Las Vegas. Actually. Never been. Yeah. Like, I got lost imagine as a child. That. Nice. Um, God, you made it out. <laughs> Jesus, it was at a hotel called Circus Circus. That's the kind of thing I did. You could have easily gotten kidnapped and never saw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. My, I just waited in the elevator, then my pants turned back, and they're like, <gasps> and I was still there, and they're like, Kevin! And they were like, oh. What happened? Exactly. And I was like, elevator! Any, anybody come in the elevator? No! Did they tell you to say that? No! Okay. Anyway. Are you sure? Yes. So. <laughs> so, like you spend they spend some time in Vegas. Yes, right. Been there, so like and you eat and you and you, <laughs> and you and you're like you're you're eating a bunch of like fancy <laughs> food. You know, you're eating a bunch of like fancy food for the most part, and then you get like it's just a lot of Vegas. And then by that last day, you're there. You're just like, I just want something normal, like you know, like a salad. Yeah, or just like fast food, you know. You've been eating gourmet good, and like good and kind of bad for you. Yeah, good. It tastes good and it's bad for you. Right. Yeah. 
This is how I felt. This is what I watched this movie. I was like, finally! Quick, something. lazy, chicken fingers from Culver's. Give it to me. Exactly. And. Pretty good, man. Yeah. This wasn't half bad. Fast food. Then, like, in, like, like this is. Wendy's. No. I, I, this is a Wendy's to me. Really? Yes. It's not like. I'm still going to get diarrhea, but, like, it's better I, than McDonald's. I do not like This Wendy's. is, like. I'll eat McDonald's over Wendy's, and I don't eat. Any fast food. Oh, this, this is interesting. This is fast food at its best to me. Like yes. Um, I also really like. I was actually kind of surprised, but just how well it was written, and I was shocked to hear it was written by committee because this, in my opinion, written by committee, sharpened by some of the best. Right. This is tight. This yes. is very tight. Why the yes. fuck are they zooming in and out of Sean Connery? To answering the phone. Because <laughs> they hadn't watched a Bourne movie yet, and he's a 70-something-year-old man. They're not going to actually... This 70 in this? He's near it, dude. This predates John Wick by he 18 was, years. He was doing fucking Bond in his 30s and the 60s. Predates the Raid 2 by 18 years. By the way, this is basically fucking Bond, by the way. This is yeah, it is Bond. Bond. This, is where the, this is he where the series... John Wick? What are you talking about? Like, you know how, like, John Wick kind of, like, changed how action was shot? Yes, yes. Oh, I thought you were saying... Like smooth. I thought you were saying he was in John Wick. No, no, like, no. no I'm like, this movie predates John Wick by 18 years. This is, a, this is 25 years old this year. Yeah. This is a 25-year-old movie. I gotta be honest. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. Not only that, this is his second movie he ever made. Wow. So, in one of his best. And again, the action is And not, it was the second one he fucking made. Right. The action is uh, not, peaked. Peaked. It's, oh, it's peaked. not but again, I like painting gain a lot. I I this is also um the action is not the strongest point. No. It is it is the moments with the characters which I like more. Right. Yeah. I like more. So, I like that more. This is the what okay. like All the right. first <laughs> Okay. The fir- yeah, that's no! excessive. That's awesome. Um how would it the first five or like care. the first like care. the first like a fourteen year old made this five minutes of this movie right the first five minutes of this movie okay what does what does it do establishes green balls establishes the villain and his motivations and shows you the stakes and the green balls sorry number fifteen Burger King foot lettuce. The last thing you'd want in your Burger King burger is someone's foot fungus. What I, the fuck? I hate that guy's voice. <laughs> Fucking good call. <laughs> he's probably a nice guy and he's doing it for a reason and I hate it. Oh, it's, it's a trend and people like it unironically. Yeah, they yeah. go world of license people. Um, I really, really like Nightmind. Nightmind's the only one that I like that doesn't. Um, I don't like anything about this movie, actually. <laughs> so. Fast food. Right. So, in the first five minutes, villain, we get the main villain and his motivations. And you can get behind that. Yeah. Then it shows you exactly what's at stake here. What this virus can do. That's what I was surprised by. I was like, wait, do we even... They only describe what this virus does. Like, no, they show you what yeah, it does. What that That's is. important, and you miss that these days to me. Um, it doesn't matter how real it is or whether it's, oh my god, I forgot to talk about the most important thing. No. So, Guys, we promise we will talk about the movie. So, 
Oh my god. So you know how we all, you know, had that nine eleven occur. Oh and yeah. And everyone was all like, We should go to a war with Iraq because they have weapons of mass destruction. Oh boy. Right? Oh boy. So uh they didn't find them, but they went to war anyway. Well, there's a reason they did that, and it's because they got bad intelligence. They got bad intelligence from a British officer who claimed they had weapons of mass destruction, a gas of some sort that they put in a uh, a green ball and a string of pearl formations and so I'm like, you motherfucker, this is the rock. We went to fucking Iraq because of the rock. We went to Iraq because of the rock. Are you? I am not kidding. That is one of the many things that he lied about. Obviously, people paid him so that we could go to war in Iraq. But like, that's one of the many lies he told. Who is this? What a British officer who was found lying and giving false information of weapons of mass destruction that led us to the war uh, in Iraq, Iraqi freedom. <laughs> Mission there accomplished, were everybody. Destruction, and they made up the ones that occurred anyway. That's pathetic. And it took for it took a long time for someone to be like, "You motherfucker! This is the rock." No, we don't put gl- gas that dangerous in glass balls in a rocket that would break that easily. The rockets aren't sealed. What the fuck are you talking about? Why don't we just make a liquid that would just glass in there, you fucking idiot? We went to Iraq for this? Ah, why did he say that? I am crying. Was it a sick fucking joke? Or no, was dude, paid they paid him. They paid officers to give false information so that we could go. Oh my God. They wanted us to go. They were looking for reasons to go. They made up reasons to go. And this guy was probably just a scapegoat and a patsy for all the other people who did it too. I am I'm just serious. a patsy. But uh, I would I love the idea that he was like, um Ah, the rock. Ah and then text him. There's an uh, there's another movie around this time, by the it's, way, it's called that's Executive sick. Decision. That's it's twisted. I think The Rock ripped off Executive Decision a little bit, by the way. Okay. Stars so Kurt Russell, John Leguizamo, Steven Seagal. Uh, I'll put it on the Curiosity Reel, and we'll get into it then. But it's a lot like this, dude. Uh, gas terrorist situation. It's on a plane. Kurt mm-hmm. Russell is a uh, not an action guy, but the people that take him there, the lead dies, so he's the one in control all of a sudden. A lot like The Rock. A lot like The Rock. Anyway, yeah, we went to we went to Iraq because of The Rock. We went to Iraq because of The Rock. That's that's disgusting. It is. Oh my god. Claire for life. Just making this night worse for me. Claire for life. So much beautiful. Michael fucking Bay. Hey man, I did it. You're an all star. I did it. Five weeks in a row, dude. I, I will tell you this right now. I've watched The Rock. I grew up on those Transformers movies. I'm I, well aware. I would never movies. watch. I don't ever want to watch them again. <laughs> I watched this The Rock probably eight times this week. Added up trying to watch it with my brother, my brother and father, but then also just on my own. Yeah. I loved this movie. I would, n- I it was trying to get through the first twenty minutes of Six Underground again. Chit chat, a-hole. That is a trying experience, man. That is that is a confusing visual movie. This is clear as day. To and me. this is the second one, and the one that you're talking about. This is last. Filed down by filed, filed down to a razor sharp point by filmmakers ten times more ten times better than he is. It's an assault on the eyes. This is beautiful in comparison. I it's sad. 
that this that this is where he started and he peaked here in my opinion. Watching his movies, his newer movies now, he's just an he's just an echo of himself. Well, you know, winners, you know, losers always whine about the best. Winners go home, fuck the hungry. Carlo was a punky, really. Yeah. <laughs> I watching that again this time when he thumbs up. I was like, "Yay! Yeah. We got to bring." That what back. does that mean? I am the FBI. <laughs> Like, yeah, I was like, Dio Cooper. Oh, man. I'm just going to give, if someone asks me a question, I'll give them a thumbs up and walk, and walk into the smoke. What does that mean? What such, is a, it? such a great response. It's yeah. just like, okay, what does that mean? Yeah. But yeah. he likes him at that point. He's, a, he's a, okay, heart of the movie. Good speed in Mason. Great relationship. They are, yeah. I, I think, um... What's Sean Connery's character? Mason. John Mason. Mason. John Mason. Yeah. Isn't that a fucking real person? Some would say that it's actually James Bond when they fake the name. No, what the hell? I can't remember. Um, him with long hair. Not, not a good call. Grunge thing? He's grunge thing. God, that joke was great. I'm sorry. Man, where he's like... Like a 20-year-old musician from Seattle. I actually like that. That was very funny. Wow. <laughs> I wonder how long it'll be before anyone actually remembers that anymore. Right, grunge. Before that gets dated. Yeah. But I love that landed with me. Lands with me. Yeah, I hated it. I'm Mostly because my, my buddy Kyle from uh, Convent Bonfires, he looked like that for a while. I, if, if <laughs> Three, I, except for the fact he was going bald. If I was under an underpaid uh, agent, and what the fuck? Is this CIA bullshit? FBI. 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 And I'm just, I just diffuse shit and I have to figure this whole plan out now and I have to deal with this guy who escaped, Mm -hmm. who murdered countless people trying to escape in a car chase Mm -hmm. and wound up just getting captured anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have a strong bond with that person after all. No. But Um, in the movie it works and I understand their chemistry on screen, but in real life, if I had to face that person and see them after all the shit they did just to get away and like I understand your human being got locked up but you murdered countless people the across one, the fucking Well, the line. one scene that I think makes this the hardest pill to swallow for that is the chase in San Francisco yeah. which they added after production when mm. screen audiences kind of lulled a little bit Michael Bay was like they lulled we need an action scene and honestly, I think it does establish what you're going to get action-wise the rest of the film. It is fun. I, I don't think like you that. had to like... It adds 60 minutes you don't need to a two-hour, 60-minute movie. I just... I don't I don't think you need... Um, action scene is fine. I think it was taken too far with the character to the point where it doesn't fit. It literally didn't... It didn't make sense why this guy would... Like, he put so many people's lives at risk and probably killed so many people just to get away. He doesn't, and like, yeah. understanding the character later in the in the movie, you're like, you're not a murderer. No, uh, it, it it is supposed to, again, establish that he is the kind of man who could possibly take out a bunch of mercenaries because he's that dangerous and you shouldn't put him out there. But yes, it's hard to be Nick Cage or the FBI or anyone and care about this guy. And, and what he could do to help you because of what he just did to San Francisco. This unbelievable amount of damage. Yeah. It's insane. People want, that's like, 
It's like a mini little Loki situation. Whenever people see Loki in the MCU, they're like, fucking New York. Asshole. Like, now they're pulling slaps. Yeah, spit yeah, on like, the face. Exactly. That's a little thing that some people have been saying. Like, fucking John Mason. But, <laughs> uh, if you take that aspect out and you put it at what it originally was, which was Nick Cage watching him throw an asshole over a ledge and get out of that situation with his wits and then go find his daughter. That probably would have made a little bit like more that. sense. I like Less that cover damage. He doesn't hurt the hairdresser. He's just, you know, how do you like my hair? You're like, I just, whatever. Um, I would have liked that too because... That, that makes sense. The chase scene doesn't make sense to me. But I also think they gave a decent amount of time of him trying to convince Sean, uh, Mason like, to do this thing over and over and over. And then Mason eventually does... He saves Mason's life. Thank you for not hesitating. And then he uh, saves his life. I didn't want to leave you, uh, leave your son an orphan. Like they save each other's life. There is bonding. They do really James Bond. I yeah, they do James Bond. And <laughs> I do think that that does work. But I do think it's interesting that in the process they they don't really shoot a lot of people. They mostly just kind of do things like drop air conditioners, like throw rockets at people. It's more home alone. Throw then. people <laughs> off buildings. Use chains to choke them. It's just home alone. A lot of great, interesting murders. That's that's one thing, and I and I like that. Of of course, there's stereotypes in this, and it's just a bunch of like uh, soldiers from Small Soldiers, the the toy movie. Oh I have God. not seen that in Curiosity Wheel. I have not seen that in years. They were like the human versions of those fuckers. You I know, still like have that on VHS. So this is pretty much. Uh, 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 Look at him! This is pretty much aliens. Yep. Aliens is the set up the whole idea of let's bring some marines in and then have them fade us a danger and then that danger wipes them out in a second. Mm-hmm. I do like how they do it here though because you have Michael B. No, I like it. Terminator, aliens himself, who survived that movie, and then you have them come in and they have this great standoff and Ed Harris is like giving this amazing speech and then he loses all control because Candyman and his men are just like fuck off, we own this shit. And then all hell breaks loose. And you realize um, the real bad guys are the government who won't pay and these crazy mercenaries. They're not they're not Marines anymore, guys. They're mercenaries now because Marines are awesome. Just pay the fucking money. It's a hundred million dollars. It's not that much. For the government, yeah. To have already paid a bill they should have paid in the first place? Yeah. And then what you said earlier, spend more money to try and counteract that. And then it all ends with the president being like, man, we fucked up. We really owe a debt to these men. They still dropped... Let's kill these hostages! They still dropped the bomb. Oh, yeah. Because you don't... The you don't second. negotiate with terrorism. Wait, 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 no, 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 did you drop it? Yeah, I dropped it, sorry. That, answer, <laughs> that does affect the question, though. Would you guys negotiate with terrorists? Look how a conversation. That's the whole. Re- that's the whole reason the president didn't do it. You don't negotiate with terrorists. If you do, sign of weakness. That's why they didn't do it. Honestly, that's the real reason they didn't do it. They say it earlier in the movie. He's like, I know. He's like, well, Hamola, we're getting the money, and you know the president's stance on terrorism. He's like, fuck off, give me the money. They make that very clear that that's the stance they're stalling, but that's the real reason the president doesn't do it. Any president shouldn't do it is it's a sign of weakness, yeah. But I'm pretty sure they negotiated with terrorists, for sure. In this case, they should have, 
because it's their goddamn debt. They literally are the reason this is happening. Yeah. So pay your fucking debt. These aren't just random terrorists. These guys have done their duty on the field. <laughs> Keyword, yeah. we're still... Here's the thing. We're still calling them terrorists. Because they are. Okay, then... He became... It doesn't matter why they're doing it. It's what they're doing. He became... Like in Mandy, he became the thing that he hated the most. He became a terrorist. The mm-hmm. moment they took those bombs and held people hostage. The moment they decided they were going to hold people hostage, they became domestic terrorists. Yep. He said, like, uh, it, Sean Connery says it himself. He's like, I may agree with you, but honestly, I think you're a fucking lunatic. You know what he said at the at the beginning when he went to the tombstone? Hmm. He kissed it. He's like, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Oh, yeah. God. He was, <laughs> he was already weak from day one. <laughs> but he allowed it to happen. That's why he's a great villain. Chris walks away. He, uh, we can sit here and talk about all that stuff. No, no, yeah. The I'm, moment I'm he did it. That's what's interesting. He set this in motion. Mm-hmm. He can't stop those dominoes. And he can only sit there and watch it happen. And he's lost control a long time ago. Now these mercenary, mercenaries are involved. And that's all super interesting. Because you don't get that in Face Off, man. He swims from a prison without any explanation. But you don't care because you get Face Off. Like, the, that, that is worth it. You get ebbs... And flows. You get it down so you can get to a great, really good looking. But this is consistent all the way through. When you're not with those characters, you're with the military men. And when you're with the military men, they're giving some great damn lines. It doesn't slow down. And when it does, it, it it's a good kind of like break from something where it's just like, I forget um, his wife's or his fiance's name. Me too. Because, you know, that's how unimportant she is Absolutely. to the story. Especially when she's got a baby on the way. And she... I also didn't appreciate how they wrote that in. Even even if you love someone, they're in a relationship, clearly. They've been around for... They've been in a relationship for, for a while. But she sprung a baby on him. Which is okay. Like, yeah, well, you're, you're pregnant, pregnant. She told him immediately when she found out. And then she said, can we get married? Like, for some people, that can be a lot. And he was like, can, can I just, like... I'm gonna have a fuck. Can we just hang on? Here? Well, I, okay, okay. Do I agree with what you're saying? Weird. Do I think that the film does another thing that allows this to be possible, and that is they don't establish how long they've been together? They could have been together for three years, and then eventually she's like, "Let's get married." They could be together a year. It was his reaction, months, though. But that's because he almost died. He was at home naked, chilling in his bed, listening to a seven a six hundred dollar record that he spent, and he almost died. So he's like, he was thinking literally about how he doesn't want to even bring kids into this world. So he had a pretty tough day. Yeah. I will give him that, but I do agree with what you're saying, which is anyway, like is to, to think that her her coming in and being like, "I'm pregnant, we're having a baby, let's Don't get do married." It. And literally, what are you doing, Stanley? This needs to be about this. This needs to be about this. And then he goes and he's off into this dangerous world. And she's like, oh, my God. And all she's doing is worrying about Stanley. Like, none of it is about her. Not really. It's about when are you going to be on the same page with me about this thing that is all about you. And you know uh, what show executed that, mm-hmm. like, perfectly? Yeah. Invincible. Okay. The mother of Mark. Okay. Yeah. She she's literally 
the chick in this movie, but done right. She's oh, wow. she's in the base. She's watching all this shit go down, and she's freaking out. But there's all like you also see her story, her side of everything. No oh, wow. It was like, oh my god, that's I, what was crazy watching this, and I'm like. They just, like, fucked up uh, Mark's mom from Invincible and made her a shitty character. That's what this movie is. Ha! Um, but the one... <laughs> I was I was a little bummed in, in kind of a jokey way because I was like, this was a missed opportunity to, like, have needle drops of Beatles songs. I was... I was at first, when I was watching it... I know. And then that I was the I got the, the one in at the beginning. And, and that was, like... Barely in the background. 30 seconds, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And then he says rock and roll. I think. But then I was like, I literally have spent all week asking myself one question. And I haven't done any research. It was just me trying to do my own head noggin, mind prison palace stuff. Mm-hmm. What Beatles song does fit in that situation? In which one? Shooting someone with a rocket to their death. Rocket man! Elton John. It's the most important, it's the, like, that to me is the Tarantino thing, where he's like, yeah, he likes the Beatles, he likes music. Well, I mean, it's also an action movie, and the Beatles don't really fit with that sort of genre. Rocket Raccoon? Rocket Raccoon. Like what? I don't know. Exactly. I mean, they didn't have to do Rocket Man. No, but they stayed with Beatles, and I'm like... Why, uh, like, the obvious answer is make him a fan of Elton John and have him playing Yellow Brick Road, and it's like, no, we've got a hairdresser. Ugh. God damn it. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Also, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, 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 light, the lights are flickering. They agree. They agree. They agree with they us. The I'm assuming it's more than one person, because it flickers, it flickers a lot. <laughs> it's, it's flickered a lot tonight, so I'd assume there's multiple people with finger on the trigger. You know, like agree, 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 agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. more than one spirit being like, "God, you guys are nailing." Yeah, you guys are great. <laughs> you guys are nailing. Great show. I remember communicating. I like that uh, the government did two drops in this action movie with Nicolas Cage in this in this universe. Okay, just to expand on the lore. They really know how JFK died. Yes, that's right. And there was an alien landing on Earth that they covered There was! Up. Those were just two... Throwaway! Throwaway fucking lines in this movie. I wrote them down and I was like... Well, here's, here's <laughs> we're never gonna get that! Here's another interesting thing. <laughs> same actor and president that same, that plays the president in Armageddon. Makes sense. So, Could be the same universe. Oh, so close to getting aliens. We, so close. We, 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 this is probably the same. Yeah, dude, absolutely. Why was it Mason drilling oil? What is it? What, what's the. Oh, I'm try, I've been trying to think of the. Did you just call banana a dingle snatch? Or what the fuck was the it? Fuck? You never better call Saul. Oh. I don't remember. Finger snatch? I don't remember. remember. Anyway, I saw him and I immediately saw that and I was like. That's him. That's oh him. god, this entire movie is stacked with an amazing, amazing crew of actors. Which okay, so Chris, mm-hmm. the guy that gets the ball shoved in his mouth, right? Okay. At the very end, right. someone came up to him one day and they're like, "Why are all these '90s action movies, Speed, Air Force One, The Rock, why are all these movies so fucking gnarly? Why are they so good?" 
And he's like, because they got serious, real actors to come in and make this shit believable. They just don't do that anymore. Mm. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. You have David Morris. You have John C. McGilley. William Forsythe. Like, it's just... Uh, uh, John Spencer. These people are... <laughs> the throwaways. <coughs> They're just there. You have, you have Tony Todd. Or like, Claire Forlani. <laughs> this film is stacked. Filled with people trying to sell you on how this weird situation played out. It's biz... Biznatch. Biznatch? Biznatch. Sorry, I was going to fuck me. Biznatch. Biznatch. It was at at this point I fully accepted this movie when the bloodbath ensues. Well, that's then you're like, oh, it's just the two of them. Just the two of them. And even Mason's like, I'm fucking out of here. (laughs) I love him running, too. It's It's so cute. Little old man trying to run. Yep. We're just watching it now. Oh yeah, well it's I, custom. So after a while we're like, we're just watching it. I, I also love the um the music is great. I've been humming it all week. But I love the I love the Irish kind of pan flute, Scottish flute that comes with a Sean Connery. It's so cheesy and it's so nineties. It's so Titanic and Riverdance. I love it. Love it. When he's like, fuck yeah, Maui. I'm like, yeah, baby. <laughs> Fucking forget it. Get out. When he looks at his daughter and he's like, it's just stop. I'm like, I. You're a fucking movie star, man. This and Finding Forrester are the last, last great Sean Connery roles. This is the last great action movie by Sean Connery. Entrapment, Entrapment's kind of a thriller, and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen will get on our bad rule. It'll get on our bad movie. That was a through line. Didn't you say he did a thriller pose? Thriller pose, man. Um, uh, So, Chris, out of your Nick Cage trilogy of action films, where does this rank? Number one. Interesting. The other two. Uh, Face Off and Con Air. Interesting. Um, out of Michael Bay's movies that you've seen. Best. You think this is his best? Yep. Peter, out of all the Michael Bay movies, <laughs> I'm going to throw some Michael Bay movies at you and I'm going to see which ones you've seen or have not. Bad Boys 1. I think bits and pieces, but I... Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a series one for sure. The second one? No. Um... Holy shit. Uh, uh, the Rock you've seen. Oh, I lost um, The Island with Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor. Oh. Steve Buscemi. I don't think so. Clones. No. Um, Clone Girl? <clears throat> um, Clearly I don't have the highest of uh, opinion of Michael Bay, so I don't really... Pearl Harbor? No. Five Transformers movies? Absolutely. Okay. Um... Motherfucker. Uh, son of a bitch. Uh, Armageddon. Armageddon. Oh my god. Uh, 13 hours. John Krasinski. Yeah. I don't think all of it's. Oh god damn. Uh, and six, I'm not this sort of person. I, I'm not saying these are good things. No, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm not I'm saying. Just, I'm so shocked. I don't, I don't quit movies. It's no, just like this it isn't happens. about you. This isn't about you. <laughs> this isn't about you. Come on. Six Underground. No. The only 
fucking Michael Bay movies that you know and that most people know are five Transformers movies. Yep. Oh, Ninja say, Turtles. I was the same. He way. didn't make that. He didn't do that. He produced it. Pain he produced and game. it. I haven't never seen Pain and Game. The fact that people have not seen The Rock, Armageddon, and Pain and Game. Boggle my mind. I think that I have. These two is a damn good action movie that's just wrong in many ways. But it needs to be seen to be believed. The fact that it's five Transformers movies. Ugh. You, even for what this guy should give us, that sucks. For what he has. Mm-hmm. It, his legacy is five shitty shitty movies yep. that come in your ear and out your ass. Like, oh, shit. More orifices than that, but yeah. Like, dripping shit. <laughs> and I, and it boggles my mind. Yeah, again, it Peter, you had to have been there. Boggles my mind that he has The Rock Armageddon and Panty Game. Those are three movies that I think he should be remembered for and like, and those are his like beginning movies, weren't they? There, I would. Uh, the Rock and Armageddon are his second and third movies. Pain and Gain is like his eighth or or. or but it was before like Transformers. Pain and Gain. Yeah. No, he was well into Transformers. Wait, what? Yeah, he had made he had made like the third and fourth one by then. Let me let me let me just look at what he this was movie starting is. to. He made Pain and Gain. I'm pretty sure between four and five. Twenty thirteen. That would be my guess. Oh, there's a lot of people in this. Oh, God. Pain and Gain is good. Pain and Gain is good. We have Monk in here. Yeah. He's um, an unbelievably Jewish character. Of course, stereotypes. Oh. Stereotypes. Yeah. My God. I. Pain and Gain. I wish. Anthony Mackie. He's great, man. I don't know. I don't really know how to phrase this, but, like, I wish. The, the Michael Bay that I've that we're watching right now mm-hmm. was here today, and not the one that we have now. He evolved, but it wasn't really devolved. Evolved. He got richer. He devolved. He, he evolved in the in the sense of bank. His bank account evolved, yeah. but everything else just yeah. He got richer and he got more money for sure. Like the longest part I could possibly do. Let me ask you this. You haven't seen Con Air. But, and I'll ask you this, Chris. How would you feel if Michael Bay made all three of the Nick Cage trilogies? How would you feel if Michael Bay had made Face Off? I wouldn't have If Face Off turned out the way it was, as the Face Off turned out the no. way it is now. Nope. No, Face Off made by Michael Bay. Same script, but in your head, what it would be like if Michael Bay Absolutely made it. Well, I guarantee you, Absolutely he, would, not. he would not have the, he wouldn't always have the support that he did for this movie. Absolutely From not. a narrative standpoint. Not only so I don't think he, they would hold up. No, none of it would, because, oh God, no. No, it wouldn't work. No, I don't think you. it would work, and here's why I don't think it would work. I don't think that he can sell the scene where um, I don't think he could sell the absolute utter devastating grief of Archer losing his son and the scene where he comes back to his wife and 
does the monologue about the first game. I don't think he could have sold the emotion nope. of that at all. No. No. That's he's not really pussies. A, he's that's not, pussies. He's not an emotional guy. He'd rather, instead of Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime. <laughs> he's Optimus Prime in the Transformers movie. He's not the real Optimus Prime. Because the real Optimus Prime wouldn't go, DIE! Michael Bay, if he made Face Off. Sorry for the ear uh, explosion. Michael Bay, if made if Michael Bay made Face Off, it would have been all about Caster Troy. <laughs> Just fucking women. Yeah. Just yeah. getting everything he wants. Face Off would have been the third act. The entire movie of Face Off would have been the third act of the Caster Troy movie. Ugh. Yeah. Now Con Air. Kind of actually would have liked to have seen a Michael Bay Con Air. I haven't seen that. I like the con. I like. The I humor. guess it's not far off. <clears throat> I like the humor in Con Air more. The, the Con Air is funnier. Con Air, out of the three of them, <clears throat> this is the tightest and the best movie. Con Air is the most fun. Face Off is the most batshit crazy. So Con Air is like. That actually puts a smile on your face for just like, like everyone's killing it. None of it makes sense. Who gives a shit? Have a great time. And you don't feel too bad for doing it. You, it's just all cheesy fun. Mm-hmm. It feels more like a pirate movie. Like the pirate movies. <laughs> whereas this feels more like, again, there's an aggressive, he has all the guns now, sir. You know, he's the one with the big dick in this situation. Yeah, he Again, fucks the prom queen. you're still in the warehouse. You're still feeling a dick slap your face in some degree. It's the least amount, because I really like good speed. Really like good speed. Because he doesn't follow this kind of path. He forgets Maui. But, it's still a little bit of that. He still says fuck at the end of the movie. He still is less of a beta man. I, I like that less than I do Con Air's kind of like, Anyone who oh, believes in that shit, that mm-hmm. there's two types of guys, beta and alpha, mm-hmm. have immediately lost my respect, just as a person. Well, I mean, because that's I'm, what an alpha would do. Yes, what Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god, and the sweat, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, beautiful. it's a beautiful moment. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so it's funny. It's so... <laughs> insane he's the worst in that movie he left Michaela his he's got the best girlfriend ever she's getting him a job she's literally the yeah best girlfriend you have a robot car and you're you're just a bum in your house with other robots oh he's a beta he's a yeah he's a beta cock he's dead and he deserves to be damn fucking sandwich wiki you know what we get Ultra mega Mark Wahlberg alpha male. Huge, huge muscles. Ripping fucking beers off cars, chucking them at assholes. They're probably like really warm. Those are really warm beers. Hate those movies. I hate those movies. I hate them. I could watch them again. That's probably gonna happen in my life because there's five of them and I have eyeballs. Whatever. I did. I did. My dad loves them. I did, like... Die! Fucking hate. Give me your face. hate those movies. Give me your face. Give me your face. Face off. That's better. I did. If he said that, that'd be fucking insane. What if he actually said that? That'd be great. 
It wouldn't be his movie. But. Why wasn't Nick Cage ever in Transformers movies? Why hasn't Nick Cage ever been in another Michael Bay movie? I, I think Ryan Reynolds could have kicked some ass in a Transformers movie. <sighs> I just can't believe the moment he got Ryan Reynolds in one of his movies, he's just like, do your lazy Deadpool routine. Stereotypes, even for his actors. Always selling. Always the biggest demographic. Yeah, I don't like this guy. I don't like him, but I love The Rock. Look yes. at this. Ah, oh, it's just fucking pirates of the Caribbean. I love it. The flames come again into the water. Okay, I'm gonna get to the bare bones here. This movie plus Judgment Day plus Speed and Mission Impossible are the movies that help define the language of cinema for me. One hundred and ten percent. As a kid watching these action movies, because a lot of it is just action. Now that I've grown up, I realize, wow, how much I can quote The Rock, how like those lines are important to me, how speed, how the look of speed is so important, how the chemistry between Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock is so important in that movie, the things that I can notice now that make them work. And then I started to notice cuts more and language more. And that's why the first Mission Impossible is so important to me. That is one of the tightest three act movies. I've ever seen. It's like spy mission goes wrong, heist, action scene on a train. It's so tight. Unbelievable. That's what she said. And then this series would get crazy and different. That's what she said. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm saying that. I never hear it. Alex. I don't. I just don't know what you're talking about. But you've you've been with people. No. You've had relationships. But you've had relationships. No, you have a history. I am single, though. So I never hear it. Now. You're a lady's man. Stop being so humble, man. Sit down. I just, don't, I just don't hear it. I don't hear it. Hear what? Huh? Chicken butt. <laughs> you don't hear chicken butt? I just uh, said it. <laughs> there, oh, there, there, wrong queen. There it is. There, There is a part. I can't remember specifically. There's, there's a couple parts at the beginning of this yeah. movie. How how he handled like a how Bay handled like this dramatic scene and it like goes back to Nicolas Cage and it literally it just didn't flow at all. He must never hesitate. And like what you were saying when um for face off, when you get the moment with the brother and the sister who clearly have sexual relations, yes. you wouldn't even get that sort of thing because nope. Michael Bay doesn't just doesn't even think about it. That's an interesting character moment that maybe those actors decided and he was like, yeah, do it. Yeah, like, might as well. Add to the chaos. Yeah. I think that's the thing about Bay. Bay is all focused on whatever the idea is that you're selling. He doesn't care about his characters, which is why 13 Hours is really interesting for how much he does care about them. But, yeah, John Woo allows for those moments of character to happen. Like Michael Bay does. Yeah. Because yeah. there, there were there were some parts at the beginning where it was it was like it looked like it was a slapdash like done done yeah and it like went to Nick and it just and he wasn't really in like the right kind of framing too it just was so bizarre yeah and how they how they handled it it's towards the beginning I, I can't remember because there's so much other shit that happens in this well movie. I I got oh god, god I love it. <laughs> well that's just about the most awful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and his leg twitches. Dude, this movie's great. Um, I but I think we've said enough. 
Um, I think we can grade and move on to a series. Chris, is there anything you want to say? Oh, um... Say what you want to say. Let your dick fly. What? What? I think you should change those lyrics, man. I'll work on it. You like the tune, though? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Vagina out. No. Okay. No. Booty? I don't want to be bae about it. Okay. Let's not be bae. Be bae. <laughs> All right, bae. Yep, that lady twitches. <laughs> okay. Uh, fun tidbit. And uh, for all the... Uh, okay, I got to channel my inner Zach. Um, for all you gamers out there... Zach's inside of you? No. Um, yeah, he's dead. Who do you think is flickering the lights, Peter? Oh! Oh! Regular show, good show. <laughs> That's what we just did. Dope. Um. <laughs> um, anyway. I'm using it. I like it. It's Use great. It. I'm a fan. Have you seen Rainbow Show? No. I was, it was after my time. I know, but still. Of course I want to go to it. Okay, Chris. Uh, anyway, Alex. Um. <laughs> don't think I don't know what's going on here. There's a bit going on. <laughs> I know it. Um, well, he just wants me to watch that Adventure Time, and I've missed a lot of those shows from the Cartoon Network Golden Era. So far, you gamers out there. The shower in this movie... Is in Modern Warfare 2. I was going to say that seemed like... Really? Interesting. They copied and did rigorous work. They copied the entire shower. Dope. And put it in the game. Good. It's a great looking shower. And it's basically the same setup. Wow. Except you're the ones mowing down all the people up top. Awesome. What? And it's in a Russian gulag. It is a really smart thing. Uh, there's also a lot of... I think it's Metal Gear Solid that you can see. Also, Hans Zimmer did the score to that game. Wow. Loki, his best score. Our most underrated score. Loki? He did Loki? Uh, <laughs> I also think I also find it interesting that the score would also go on to be the main theme for most army yeah. commercials. He did it with Lauren Bell. Marine commercials as well. The Got theme milk. from this movie in particular. Yeah. Got milk? Um... Uh, do you have do you have milk? Like, do you have you acquired milk? Lactose from the, the udder? No. No? Neither by Michael's Okay. I just don't like milk. Cricket. I just like I really like how like surprisingly like tight this is. That's what she said. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> sorry. Oh. I like. Um, you guys are throwing me off. Like I've been like letting you guys go, and now I, I had all these thoughts, and now I'm just I'm at, I'm at a loss. Um, happens to me a lot, actually. Uh, Hummel, underrated villain. Agreed. 
I want more villains like him. He's like barely a villain too. He's like right anti-hero villain. No, it's it's that like he thinks what he's doing is the only way to do it, but then he realizes like like God, I don't know. I just totally lost confidence in what I was about to say. No, well, like Um, normally villains don't lose the the confidence that they had at the beginning. Right. He literally, he flipped. He, he was like, fuck, I fucked up. Right. You don't see a lot like, of villains going like, fuck, what am I doing? Right. Like, <laughs> what, like, is what I am doing worth 81, 81 lives that have nothing to do with what I'm protesting? It's not even protest. You're fucking terrorist now. Right. Um, Their lives are on the line. Like, it's just, it's like, an Ed Harris just, like, portrays that so well. Like, you said it earlier, Alex, like, the actors are carrying this, too. They're carrying it that extra mile. He, he's, like, absolutely selling the living piss out of this. Physical embodiment of that character. That guy's, like, like yeah, stereotyped um, into that character. Because he's so well, perfect for that. Also, movie. yeah, speaking of Scrubs... Yeah, John C. McGinley. Well, he's also in Platoon. That was the first soldier role he ever did. Oh. Um, he, he's a big role in that but that got him this and then um, he did a few other small roles but like Scrubs really opened my eyes to him too he was yeah. he was typecast in military tough guy roles until Scrubs how do you not notice that anyway um, uh, yeah great so I really like it's, it's just like it's like to me watching like okay I'm accustomed to action now I'm accustomed to The Raid, to John Wick, to Mad Max, like movies like that, to Mission Impossible. Well, they've honed in on it now. Right. They've learned. This, to me, is a a nice throwback. And and to me, the surprise is it still holds up. It's a 90s action movie that holds up in 2021. I think there's a lot... Like speed, like T, like T two, right. like Air Force One, like uh, Hard Target. There are a lot of '90s action movies. That's the thing. '80s action movies were very sort of like. I I think a lot of them stand out, like Predator and Beverly Hills Cop two and Lethal Weapon, but a lot of them were very '80s uh, in their in oh their approach. But there was a clarity to the '90s. Right. There was a sheen that was beginning to occur that was. Sheen? Oh, she. There was a, a, a sheen that was becoming uh, apparent with, I think, Die Hard and Speed's Yon Devant cinematography. Yeah. And that would really, again, bay with Bad Boys, This, and Armageddon. Right. Bad Boys, This, Armageddon, Speed. Which That's Dutch on Connery. Bad oh. Bay Boys. That, this, Bad Boys, This, Armageddon, Speed are all. Very uh, summer action movie vibe. Exactly. T1000, uh, T1000 has that vibe too, but it's on another level, I think. Right. And then you have something like Air Force One, which does the same approach really ah. well. And does uh, <laughs> the same approach really well. But again, great cast. Gary Oldman, Harrison Ford, right. William H. Macy. That would stop around the 2000s at some point. And then Born happened, and right. things got nine eleven. 9-11 happened, then t- they got twenty four. I'll I'll throw that. Nine eleven is what stopped movies from looking like this. Yeah, we would have had way more movies that looked this except cool and interesting. Except one, 
Except what? Except one. Transformers. No. What? It's my curiosity suggestion for next oh. time. Oh. You'll figure. You'll figure it out. Starship Troopers. No. That was after the last one. No. Sonic. Nineties movie. No. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so I like that movie, man. I like that movie too. We talked about it a while ago. So another thing I will say, like the kills of this are, are pretty gnarly. There was the air conditioner. It's home. It's home alone. There was the rocket dude. That's when I was like, that's the best kill I've seen in like many a moon. Rocket dude. Oh, that has stuck with me since a child when he lands on that. He gets launched out of the window. Yep. From a rocket. Would the rocket go through him or would he actually... The rocket him? would blow him to bits. It would blow him to bits. But that's also why I love Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow has great John Woo type falling from alleged deaths too. Right. The 90s movies had great kills. Because they were great stuntmen. Who would be willing to throw themselves off a building as a rocket goes flying over them. Right. <laughs> also, Cutthroat also, cut Island. Just going to throw that's that out good. there. That, is that on our rules or on Backlog? Uh, it's on the backlog. But no, I was talking about the guy who gets shot with a cannon at the end. Yeah! <laughs> That's what I was immediately reminded of. I love, um, when, I love when the guy gets kicked off the train in Broken Arrow and he falls off that long ridge. I just remember the guy that John Travolta hits with a flashlight in, in the throat. Yeah! Like, and he's just like, and he still has that speech and then he just pushes him out. He's been a weird little bitch the whole time. <laughs> um, Broken Arrow's great. Anyway, um, but like, yeah, just like, I was, like, pleasantly surprised. I was just like, this was a welcome break from all just, like, the gourmet food. And it was just the weird stuff that we've watched in the, over the past few weeks. You know? I, th- I think Back to the Future is very satisfying, but there's a craftsmanship that you can't Right. Ignore. It's a gourmet meal. You really can't ignore Yeah. And Good Time it's is... It's a three-course meal. It's a three-course meal. Thank you. Good Time is an art house grind of a pulp movie. Yeah. It really is trying to tell a story as... I, I think Good Time is the closest thing to compare this to in terms of propulsive, we're not going to let up kind of... Sh- yeah! I am the FBI. <laughs> Who's this even me? Who's uh, this thumbs up? <laughs> I love it. Walks into the smoke. Oh, God, I love it. Um, it's so funny. I, I do love that kind of aspect to it. All right. Um, oh, God. So, yeah, I was... um, Like, yeah, I was just like, man, like... To me, I think we're coming to a point. Ow, it's sharp. We're coming to a point in time where maybe a movie like this is possible again. Um, I think we are at that time. If not, we are at that point. We are yeah. at the, oh, First of all, let me put it this way. I, I think to look at what action movies became in the 2000s uh-huh. means you have to look at the impact of 9-11. Right. Born changed a lot of things about what people consider good action movies. Right. And then Marvel stepped in in 2008, and that started changing the game a lot of ways, too. It right. wasn't until the 20-teens that outside of main uh, amazing studio films, that weird, odd action movies started to become interesting. Right. For example, um, John Wick. Yep. Edge of Tomorrow. Ah, uh, yeah. The Raid movies. Mm-hmm. Um, game Changers. Absolute Game Changers. Atomic Blonde. Yeah. We continued the John Wick movies. Right. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. Right. Baby Driver. Yeah, man. I, I, I am... Tomorrow War. 
Mm. The Tomorrow War is the kind of movie that I look at and I'm like, we're getting back to 90s action movies again. Yeah. We're getting back to dumb movies that you throw a bunch of money at. Fast and Furious! At Six Underground, Fast and Furious. Six Underground to me is, got all the, yeah, absolutely, at least four of the Fast and Furious movies. At least the ones after four. Five, six, and seven alone. Yeah. Five, six, and seven alone. Right. Uh, are amazing action movies. The 20 teens for action movies have been utterly insane. Yeah. Utterly insane. I I am welcoming the fact that we're getting Tomorrow War and stuff like that kind of right. coming back. Um, but we have had we have had a nice last 10 years. Yeah. I am not ignoring that because just from like the that, technical aspects alone. Yeah, like yeah, if you look at the odds, it's like the Born Supremacy, the Matrix right. movies. I would say Matrix Reloaded is an excellent twenty uh uh, tw- uh odds action movie. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great one, but there aren't very many. Right. Not because they lost all of the sheen, they lost all of the expanse. It was like we're gonna get a man in a room and they're gonna fight two of them. We're gonna shake that camera up. They're all shakes. Like, God, you can tell. Okay, this is the scene where Sean Connery gives himself up to give to uh, Hubble. Give uh, yeah, like the scene between uh, him and Hubble. Like these these guys are having so much fun. I'm sorry. Like, these guys are having a blast. He also gives the only bit of information that makes us understand that it can't be James Bond, which is that he was a captain in the British Army. And, yeah, uh, as we all know, James Bond was a naval officer. Oh yeah. Um. So, depending on which James Bond you're looking, I also at. they're all they're all naval officers. Really? Yes, they've never swayed from that. I also like, except for this one. Or he's lying. Um, I also, I also I'll like take pleasure in gutting you, boy. That's a great line. It is. Um, I also like how uh, Stanley Goodspeed. I just like the, just for, like, for fun, I like the idea of this desk, like, this desk worker who defuses bombs every now and again. Yeah. Um, totally out of his element in this um, theater, in the small theater of war. Speaking of theater, it's like Willow Creek. Yeah. Um, the movie of Willow Creek. Yeah. You're you're this other person. You're, can you do all this other shit? Ugh. Can you actually convince anyway. the person to, to do the job with you? So, bitterness aside, um, like, I do like the idea of this average Joe pulling off this crazy stuff, mm-hmm. just for the just for it the fun made, of it. It, it makes no sense. It, it, his how how he interacts with everything. It does work like. You are capable of like throwing a giant like air conditioner on someone's or shoot yeah shooting it down right yeah and Sean Connery he's not the best fighter because he's old right but they have they have the smarts right <laughs> they have the moves they got the green balls they got the they got the prom queens but yes like yeah just this is I do like its energy I even like some of these angles and how. It's constantly moving. It's constantly never moving. Never cut more than four seconds. This is what JJ wishes he was. This is what the Japanese wishes he was. No. I think he I tries think... to cram too much information. And here, there's not there's not a lot of information to go around. You're making it's a very simple. good point. It's it's simple. 
I, he nerve gas. Gotta go get it. Need this guy because he broke into, He broke out of Alcatraz. Yeah, you can't. Need this guy because he knows the chemicals. Yeah. Go. That's yeah. all you need. You, you don't can't. need to cram all this stuff. Where is the propylene? Maybe, maybe J.J. Abrams is the the shitty muddled line between Spielberg and Michael Bay. God. He's, yeah. He's the cream in the Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> My God! <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I, like I just accepted having yeah. sex with a man that I don't want to have sex with. Right? Anyway, yeah. but like, no, I want to have sex. I, I think it's interesting that like he lives in the moment and doesn't care about the consequence of his actions in terms, right. in terms of the storytelling. But he is as flashy and as dynamic as both of those filmmakers. Yes. You can't I will say the story. I will say the only thing I will say to Jabrams is better with actors. He's great at casting too. He's great at casting. Great at casting. Great at casting, and he's better with actors. Um, I think Bay is just lazy with actors. If JJ did not tell Daisy Ridley that she was wooden on the set of Force Awakens, we would we would have gotten a completely different performance. Yeah. Um, Woody from Toy Story. Wooden. Anyway, um, no, I meant Woody Allen. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> So, Damn it. Wait, like, I think there was a new Venom Two trailer, by the way. Oh yeah, there was a Venom. No, we talked about that. We talked about that. No, a trailer. Yeah. There's another trailer, I believe. Another, another one. Another one. Another one. I'll double check. Anyway. God, the way that guy dies. Uh, also, the green ball in the throat. Oh God. Love it. These deaths, the the. These the deaths ball, are great. The green ball and the rocket have stuck with me since a child. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Although when I saw the. When I saw the, <laughs> when I saw the, uh, when I saw the green ball bit, I actually my mind went back to the night comes for us where he smashes that that cue, he smashes that pool ball into his face. Yeah, <laughs> repeatedly. Not the one where he uh, got the whole like pocket and of cue balls and just whacked the dude's head open. Um, Maybe there was. A I need to watch that movie all the way through. Um, but like, yeah, I. Uh, I really like this one, and I'm glad I got it when I got it, because we went through some, we went through a lot of, like, gourmet meals and weird stuff, and, like... We, we went from, we went from a gourmet meal that had everything you could ever want from a movie, to something that really tested you, to something that also was not good. Okay, good time is, like... It's a test. Get, yeah, it's a test. It's like being on Fear Factor. Yeah. <laughs> With Joe Rogan, you know, cockroaches, news radio, bull testicle. Um, I did a cockroach. So yeah, I uh, anyway, I still like this Protein. movie, and it holds up twenty five years later. Hell yeah! You want to? You want to grade? I'm great. Oh, by the way, I just I'm remembering that Emergency Awesome on YouTube did a trailer thing for it for the rock. No, for for Venom too. Oh. But this guy, this guy will create content out of nothing. I see. Because we've literally already gotten a trailer in May. Oh, so it's the same thing that I saw on YouTube. Where it's a fake trailer. Well, that, get wrecked. That, that dude will make something out of nothing. Hmm. Oh, and, and he's not like he's not something like, that's not there. He'll make something out. He's of He's not like new rock stars, which like do. Breakdowns and shit. Oh He's wait, like, emergency! Yes. Fuck that guy. Yes, emergency. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. I'm always like, I look at his thing and I'm like, oh, new leak, new break. Fuck you. It's a guess. It's a theory. I hate that. Yeah, shit. He, 
he does way too many. Um, oh, I hate emergency. What, what's like, the, way what's too many the, times on his bullshit? Um, trailer or what is it? Something bait thumbnail bait. Clickbait. 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 Thing. Yeah. He does clickbait. So I was like, oh shit, the new trailer. And then I looked and he's like, and you just waste your time. Yes. And it's a 12 minute series. It's a waste of time. I think Woody Harrelson is carnage. Fucking hate emergency. No, really, tell me more. Um, No, please don't. (laughs) So, so, I think it's an A for me. This one really holds up. I know. Super tight. But if you know, actors carry. It's really good. Yeah. Michael Bay at his best. He'll never be the same after this. It's actually disappointing. I can't wait to talk about Arm again. Um, I, thought you wanted to, I thought you wanted to do the core first. Uh, we got the core on the wheel. So the core is on the wheel. Odds, odds are we'll land on that before Armageddon never gets on the wheel. Um, it but that's be, a bad movie, though, right? It, well, I, Armageddon would be curiosity. I genuinely okay. like that movie. Anyway. I don't think it's a good movie, but it would be curiosity. I just haven't seen it in a while. But I think, anyway. it, I think it carries a lot of the fun of this movie, but uh-huh. then the, also the history of how, how Armageddon was made is very interesting. But uh, I, there are ways I want to look at this. Crack. I want to rate it. <laughs> you bet my son! I want to rate it as a Michael Bay movie to a certain extent, and I want to rate it as the three Nick Cage movies to a certain extent. This okay. is my... My favorite of the Nick Cage three is Face Off. It's just two fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, this my this is my favorite Michael Bay. Um, yeah, this is my favorite Michael Bay. This is childhood to me. This is a fucking warm blanket. I love it. Um, to take that nostalgia away, there's a lot of action beats that I don't like. I don't like the shaky cam on Connery and the Humvee. Yes, I don't like. Hate that. I I don't like. Uh, well, I wouldn't say I don't like. That's probably the most nineties thing. Uh, technically, it's, it's, I, like it's hard to look. It's at. hard to look at. It's really embarrassing. Uh, and I, it's just you just can't shake a car with an old van in it. He was just there. that's all it is. He's like, you, can we shake the van? I, and he's like, no. I feel like you can't. I feel like I have seen shake worse. Shake the car. I feel like I've seen worse. Well, yeah. uh, there are worse examples, but it doesn't justify. I know it's just like, it's just a bad thing that doesn't age well. It, it, as a technical aspect to this, it does not age well, and it takes up a good chunk of that action scene. I also think that people like the people jumping off the trolley. Some of those things don't. Well, all that whole action well. scene doesn't matter anyway. It's very yeah. slapdash and reshot. I would say. Right. Uh, as for the rest of it. There are some moments where, like, Connery's, like, shoving a guy off a building. It looks really funny. Uh, maybe ah! that stuff is reshoots, too. The, right. the, the stuff that feels kind of slapdash kind of feels like reshoots. The rest of this is crafted so well. I remember so many lines, so many moments, the music, everything about it. To fight the nostalgia, though, I, I, agree, I think A. It's not... I don't know how this would be an A-plus for me. It's not about Same. fixing any of the story beats. Right. And it would be technical stuff like cleaner action, I guess. Right. And maybe take out an, maybe take out the car action scene, but honestly, oh, I do like that shit. I out. do like the fact that it sets up what the action of this movie is going to be. Right. But also I don't think this movie Candlestick has good, I also think this movie doesn't have good action. So one it, it just take one kind of explains the other. Yeah. Uh, so an A for me because I think the action could be better, but the very fact that all the other elements right. are elevated to the also, point that's okay, I'm fine with it. Also, very well edited. 
Very well edited, yes. Granted, with what they had to work with, very well edited. And I do like some of these action beats, like the right. like the fact that they're dropping air conditioners on people, the the uh, and like shooting people with rockets, shoving the ball in his mouth. Oh that yeah, that's great. another thing. That's another thing that Modern Warfare had. We know when uh, Nick Cage has the green flyers. Yeah. So basically, in the story, oh my god, in the story, I even know what you're talking about. In the story, what? Alex, I know. So, bear with me for a second. So in Modern Warfare Two, um, A is my is the great thing. I'll get mine out of the way. Go ahead. Um, in Modern Warfare, in Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, the uh, the a an American satellite crash lands in Russia, and Russia recovers it, and they're trying to get this thing called the. Uh, the ACS module, and basically that's like very vital information. And um, this is a lot of setup for one little thing, but anyway. Um, and so it turns out, so they get it back, they get this module back, but it's too late. The Russians cracked it, mm. and then um, a group of a group of uh, Russian extremists posing as Americans go in and. Basically wipe out an entire airport of people. Holy shit. It was so extreme that like they had to put a feature in where you were Yeah. It's a warning. Like you can skip this. It'll give you the option to skip it. But like, listen, if you say you don't want to skip this, you're in. And so you like You're complicit. <laughs> right. You're complicit. So you go in and you mow down just like all these people in this air in this Russian airport. Russia blames America and then using the ECS module, which is basically a key to every lock in America, they invade Washington, D.C. And it's so... so Red, Red Dawn style. Yes, and it's so great. It's yeah. such a beautiful gameplay moment. Awesome. That's great. So then at the end, to like even the playing field, because America's getting their ass kicked in here, because they didn't see this coming, a, a, uh, a British intelligence officer who broke out of a prison <gasps> launched a nuke detonated it over, outside the atmosphere, over Washington, D.C., and only the EMP affected the whole thing. Everything goes down. Choppers. Like, all the entire power grid goes down. Oh, wow. So now you're walking through Washington, D.C., and the power is out, and it's just a war zone, so everything's wrecked. So at the end, um, somehow the, the White House still has power, and so they're telling you, deploy green players at the, at the roof of this structure, because, like, they're about to level Washington, D.C., so then they have to go. So then the Hans Zimmer music kicks in overdrive, and you have to get to the roof, and you have to light green flares exactly like exactly like Nicholas Cage did. Those clips. It's awesome. Modern Warfare Two is amazing. It's insane, and I love it. Do you know why? Why? Because the Rock is. Because the Rock is amazing. He's a great dude. Um, I'm pro Rock. Yeah. Pro rock baby, jungle cruise looks good. I know, I, I'm probably gonna see it anyway. Um, but anyway, I'm sorry. So you said A, I said A. I say Peter. Um, I know you don't like the man. It's an A plus nostalgically, by the way. This is an right. absolute home run of my heart. Yeah. Fuck you, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate Michael Bay, but I love this movie. There, I gave Face Off an A, and I'm gonna give this an A as well, but just for different reasons. Triple A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just I like Nick's character in this more, but I like that Face Off fully commits to the chaos. 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 Sorry, go ahead. Chaos. John Woo. Chaos. Yeah. The B emoji os. <laughs> um, and I like that these guys are just a bunch of GI Joe motherfuckers. 
it's literally just G.I. Joe live action. Hell yeah. Like they done I mean, right. I loved like the dish thing that was the like the mesh wire and there's like Ch-ch-ch. I'm like this yep. is literally a G.I. Joe set that I had right. as a kid. Like the little like car the thing comes exactly. out of it. Um Tennis balls. range. Uh so what I'm saying is I like this because it reminds me of G.I. Joe. That's why I get it right. That's that's another thing. I grew up on a military base and a lot of this Making it about yourself, yeah. I'm just saying, I like, <laughs> I like the sound of boots in movies. I like footsteps in movies. So there's, the, like, a lot of this you seems... Tarantino? A lot of this seems nostalgic for me, but, like, I'm watching it now, it's still... Number 15, so Burger King Foot Lettuce. The... You do that to yourself. You do that to yourself. Now you're being, now you're being worn by a man with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> in two men with a gun. I thought you, I thought you Two guns. I thought you weren't into violence. <laughs> Warming up to it. God, this movie's great. Oh man. Sweet. So there you go, everybody. The Rock. Anyway. Uh yeah, that's it. Alright, yeah. We're done. Let's get we the fuck out of here. We didn't finish we almost finished the movie too. Almost we finished have, the movie. Dude, we got very close to finishing it. That's that's what she said. Oh, Alright, I'm sorry. Wheel. 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 Series wheel. We embark on a new journey today, gentlemen. We embark. Yep, we embark on a new journey. Okay, yeah, I got it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a second. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> oh, my God, that was amazing. <gasps> oh, it's still on here. What? I saved it. What? what? I saved the uh the the um. I no, I saved the wheel from last time. Yay! So all I have to do is delete uh. Back to the Future. Oh okay. Cool. Dude, that saved you time. You have to write that shit out. Right. Um. What got? Oh. Wait. What? Wait, hold on. We gotta remember what replaced oh, you, dumb motherfucker. What replaced uh, Back to the Future? <laughs> Shoot! Bang! All up in that thing. We uh. I wanna know. It was an animated. How does it? How do you dragon? How do you dragon? Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, dragon one. Okay. Hang on. So let me. We have both dreams. Let me... Trilogies. Because there are nineteen. I'm just gonna delete it. All right. We're good. Okay, so let's... Alright, so, gentlemen, we must offer the series wheel a sacrifice. Yes! Wise custom, that goes first. Zach? 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 You want to call him? Let's call him. If the answer is... Don't call him! I'm saying it! Don't! (laughs) I like how serious he is about it. Don't! Chris, if the answer is, call him. Don't! Guys, you know, it's very don't. Alright, you... Then He's joking. I'm gonna call him. No! <laughs> I'm gonna call him. Do, do it, guys. You it's know? midnight, dude. He's probably up now. Oh, no. That's true. <laughs> That's true. No. Yeah, he's up. No, he's sleeping. No. He's texting me right now. Don't do it. Peter, no. you call him. Guys, seriously, don't do it. He said, I asked him if When does he wake up? Seriously, guys. I no. asked him if he's up, and he said he's up. He said he's up? Yes. Are you yeah, absolutely serious? <laughs> If you want a suggestion on the wheel, then if he wants a suggestion on the wheel, he better say I'm it right now. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> oh, oh, god dang it. See, I'm, I would We got debated. More, I would have been more interested if he actually got something on the wheel. 
Because he would have still. I didn't want to be a dick, but I like you guys. I just feel like you would have gotten that in, and he still would have gotten it in, and you still would have gotten yours. Oh wait, she said. Ah, no, 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 no! No, it was not Hunter and Dragon. Hunter and Dragon was before. It's still on there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's on the wheel. Okay, our four options were from the last time we spun it were Police Story, Godfather, Chronicles of Riddick, and Toxic Avenger. I think it was Godfather. It was Godfather. Yeah, it was Godfather. Okay. Oh man, it was Godfather. Oh my God, you did win, you son of a bitch! You did win. You won Good Time and that. And you guys won Yes Man. You're on a fucking streak, bro. Hey, oh my god. Let's like... go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> <laughs> is, that what, is that what celery is? Celery the prom queen? <laughs> <laughs> She's my prom queen. Really? She's my prom queen. I'm not cutting that out. That's not, according to Michael Bay, that's okay. not Fuck you, I'll be a okay. beta male. If you want me to. <laughs> okay, Peter, I... <laughs> <laughs> Peter, I know, like, I, I know, I know this is a running joke, but I'm definitely not cutting that out. <laughs> I'm definitely not cutting that out. Stay, baby. Your kids are going to hear that shit. I hope they do. I'm not cutting that out. Oh, I hope they do. They deserve parents who are mad. All right. So in that, with that, Peter, I will let you go first. Really? You always go first, man. No, you go first. Trend. Really? Yeah. Trend. That's yeah. Yeah. You're you're, you're trying. To I'm trend. seeing if we have any effect on the wheel, just by mere, by, just by the butterfly effect. My my pick. Let me let me do a visual demonstration for this uh, <laughs> it's a audible podcast. podcast. Sicario. Oh, he's gonna disappear. He's gonna drop the blanket. He's gonna disappear. He did this earlier. No, the North. Blanket in front of him. And he Dracula. Christopher Lee's Dracula. Monsters. This and what did lot. I do earlier? When we when we were calling the wheel, what did we do earlier? What did I do? Oh, the MonsterVerse? No, that would be a great one though. It would be a great one. Uh, MonsterVerse. No, I'm just kidding. Just <laughs> Twilight. It's two movies. Twilight. Twilight. You're gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking do it, man. Okay, he picks Twilight. The journey is so much fun, and we would have a ball my friends. It apart. My friends. My. Uh, some of my friends want me to want me to watch Twilight. I'm just like, teen, like it's the it's this high school cringe. I yeah. can't do it. Like you know, Chris, that first movie is is gonna be a oh, it's awful. Watch. Yeah, but the you know last the movie two Twilight? movies are so worth it. You know the movie Twilight? Yeah, you're not. Yeah, it's that. me. No, you're not. I'm the movie. I'm the guy. I'm Twilight. The movie Twi- you know. I'm the guy. Twilight. No, do you have a name? You're, are you Bruce Twilight. Wayne now? No, you're not that guy. Okay. No, you it's look, from. You look like the one vampire from the first movie, but you're not him. You just want fish and chips. I know. <laughs> But you're not. You're. Twilight. You should want blood if you're a vampire. Um, TV just turned David. off. Um, <laughs> David. Alex, Someone call my name. You're offering. Okay. So, I'll go. I like the idea of the before trilogy. I it like. The it. I don't think I watched it. You've seen the first two. Oh, that's that's the romantic couple. I always forget the title of that. Yeah. Because you all and we you haven't seen the third one yet, I believe. Yep, have not. Uh, it is. But you're not gonna pick it because that's what you're getting at. No, I'm juggling in my head. What's the other one? Chronicles of Riddick. Again? I uh, well, it's the backlog. Back catalog. All right, the backlog. Let's get to it. I love that series, man. It's three surprisingly different movies. All right, on the series backlog. Visually stunning. The Expendables. Is that the Incredibles knockoff? No. 
Uh, Scream. Taken. Ah! Oh, you mean the movies. Taken. Yeah, Scream's Um, a good one. Star Trek. What? Before. The Chronicles of Riddick. All of them, dude. They're doing all of them. Even the Jajarums ones. Um, Uh, Yeah. View Askew. Besides Dogma. All all the Kevin Smith movies. Uh, Shrek. The Dark Knight Trilogy. Which we want, we want to do the other Batman's first. Uh, the Hunger Games. New one might be God, I'm interested. Uh, Robocop. I've never ever seen Death Wish. Mm. Uh, Death Wish. Robocop. I'm gonna let that hang. Holy in fuck! There's a lot of movies I haven't seen, guys. Wow. Um, you De- are human. Death Wish. Uh, I've seen two of them. Um, Rush Hour. Which one? Rush Hour. Um, Ratner, baby. Okay. Oh, wow. okay. Um, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Never Hills. Never seen you. That's where I want, want to be. be. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Um. Um. Three ninjas. That's the start of a joke. Uh, the Mighty Ducks. Twilight. No more ducks. Um, the Man with No Name. That's right. The Monsterverse with an asterisk. What did we? What did that we the um, I don't. I think we decided to. But it was old for these. Okay. Ones. All right. Um, not not the. <laughs> Alex Cross. <laughs> that was yours. That was mine. Right. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. A little bit more these days. Story story. Yeah. And Karate Kid. You should get the show with it too. Um, police Story. I'm picking Police Story. Oh man, you're gonna pick my old one. Yeah, what were you gonna pick? Police Police Story was my old one. Was the last time we played. Oh, that's the one you're picking this time. No. What are you picking this time? I don't know. That's what I was gonna look at. I'm looking at the background. Can't pick that shit. It doesn't matter. You can get two choices in. Fine, Police Story. Fine, Police Story. Is that what you're picking? No, that's what you're picking. What the fuck is happening right now? If you have something else in mind, we can juggle, we can barter. I didn't even fight. fight. I didn't even think about police story when I was just like, I, like, I could have just pitched that again, but you're going to do it. Go. What else, what else are you thinking? There's got to be other I'm thinking Star Trek. Oh my God. That's a lot. It's a lot. You want After how I was after Harry Potter. Twilight. No. You already picked that. Twilight Shut is up. F- Twilight is five. Harry Potter was 12. 10. 10. Star Trek is. Oh. There were six in the original. Then there were the next generation movies. We're looking at like 12 or 13. Then there are the JJ ones. Yeah. But here's the thing. What we said what we said in Harry Potter was the same thing I think we would do here as well for the other long ones. And I think this will not be the case for Fast and Furious because I don't think we'll need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, splice in a bad movie for fun. Or a good movie for power. Like toys. Yes, Hunter. exactly. Like we had to- Glass we had of water. We had toys <laughs> on the background for yeah. whenever. And I don't think we're going to do that. A shot of whiskey. I think that's um, enough variety and fun to it. Um, I think Star Trek um, is going to be a rough start, but it's going to get better. And Let's flares! Let's flares! We'll end that way. Sure. But i got to be honest. Star Trek Beyond? Good movie. Yeah, I like that one. Good movie. It's, I think that's a nice way to end this shit. Uh, but was Stargate a, a series? Only one movie, bunch of bunch of shows. Okay. I love Stargate. You know what? Movie. Screw it. Shrek. Three 
Four. Animated movies. There's four, four of them. Three DreamWorks movies on here. Four. Oh, wait, that's right. Kung Fu Panda, Hunter Chain Dragon, and Truck. You gotta know variety, bro. I gotta pick something else. Damn it. We already have Burton. we already have Batman on there. Yeah, I really wish there was a third rate movie. For fuck. fuck. For fuck. For fuck. Well, a series. Um, I don't I don't know about the expendables. That's, a, that's a lot of ego. Uh, Especially after what came out with uh, Jason Statham in the Fast and Furious movies. So. Do you feel like those movies are worth it? You know what's an interesting one? The Transporters. Have you, have you done Jurassic Park? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then that... Pro- what? Okay, so I gotta think. I gotta tell you guys something. Oh, man. I've been thinking about a rule. A new rule. Rule? Roll. New rule. A oh, rule. Okay. <clears throat> And I was gonna, I was gonna, uh, I, I wasn't gonna pitch it because I don't think it's a good idea. Well, just you workshop it. Yeah, you don't have to pitch it. You, you can just say it. I was pitch thinking about a redux rule. Redux? What redux. I don't understand. We go through another series again. A series we've already done again. After it's been a while. That could be interesting. But Dude. since we've lost most. Of the, of I the will dress. not go into that <laughs> warehouse again! You fucking asshole! <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! I feel like I'm fucking Ripley right now! You wanna go back and get some aliens again? Fuck you! Jeff <laughs> Goldblum in Lost World, you wanna go get some fucking dinosaurs? Your face is red. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you talking about, you fucking sadist? We are here. We are waiting. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm fine with that. <laughs> fine with that. <laughs> you. Let's do it. You. No, we're not doing it. We're not going to do it. <laughs> I just what? thought about it. I thought Chris, about it. Chris Rose, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I should have known. I'm not going to do it. Fuck the problem. Oh my god. Okay, so yes. Okay. We're not here's doing it. We're not doing it. I think, here's what I would say. If you, I think every one of us, all three of us, mm-hmm. should have at Four? some point the option to bring one back. Bring one. Right. I don't think we have a wheel that's redoing all the ones we've done. You <laughs> fucking it, <laughs> animal! You animal! Oh, I knew it was you. I knew it was you. You know what's even more funny? Right oh. before he said that, you said it's your show, Chris. Oh, uh, damn it! Oh god, <laughs> it's on recording. Uh, no, yeah, I, of course I would go back to the Transformers movies. They were absolutely shit. That shop shit on those things again. Absolutely. <laughs> Why not? It's the whole point of the show. It's it's to have fun doing dripping shit. No, I was going to do Jurassic Park, but then you had a freaking tantrum. Um, What, for Fallen Kingdom? No, because we lost some of those episodes. Remember? No, we lost... Another reason to bring it back. What did we lose? Uh, We lost Jurassic World. Okay, so nothing important? I think we lost Lost World, too. (laughs) I'd have to go back and look. That's rough. I like the second one. Though we lost, though I think we just lost World. We only lost Jurassic World, and that's that important. One, that's still my but it's favorite. important because remember when Zach went on that tirade against that, went on that tangent about the sales script. 
That was that episode. Gotta be, I got it. That was a, a really great Mega Man Dinos. That was a lot of great info. That's I all think, I want. Here's what I would say: If we ever went, I think we would give him maybe a chance to talk about that again. Sure, but mm. like, that is we never finished X Men. Mm. Terminator, like X Men, would be a good one. Honestly, I'd Tra- like to tear yeah. that one apart. Tra- Transformers is that. No, I mean all of the 20th Century Fox. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah, Marvel movies. I know what yeah. I said. Yeah, we X-Men? said we said all of them. I know what well, I said. Well, I, I said meant X Men, the X Men three. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. X Men Origins Wolverine, yeah, the, the Wolverine, the three, the Days of Future Past, the three trilogies, the Logan, Dark Phoenix, yep, and Dark First Class, and that's it. Deadpool, Deadpool two, that's ten. Oh, you count the Deadpool's in there? We did. Yeah. Yes, that's right. We did. We did because there, there. there was going to be one I was going to say. That's Logan, that's eleven. That is eleven. It'd be worth it just to do Logan at the end. What was the other... What was, you said that, didn't we? We did. And, and you could give me the chance to suffer through Transformers movies with you guys. Do that on your own account, dude. <laughs> I've, <laughs> like, seen, I've seen them countless times, man. No, we have the other Michael Bay skits. Yeah, yeah, sure. No. Um, I, I like what you're... I, look, do I think that us... Where have, am I looking? Do, let, the light. Okay. Look at the light. Make sure the it doesn't light. flicker. Uh, Joker, Joker her. Joker her? Harley Noir. Uh, disco ball. Joker her? Disco ball. Joker her? Now it's dead. We need a camera. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I think, I think if you wanted to bring up the option of redoing a series as your choice for the series wheel, mm-hmm. cool with. Can I look away my knife? That means, that means okay. if you have the balls to look me in the face and say Transformers, and say Transformers I get you're, it. you're gonna have to deal with the fucking Venom and disgust that comes out of my mouth when you say Jeffy Mister. Now is that what you're suggesting tonight? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, I would say no. Yes. Um, I yeah, think you, I'm you gonna. Made it very clear. Yeah. Let me put it this way: if we watch, if we were gonna land on that again for the podcast, I wouldn't dive into it and watch it as many times the way I did. I got it. I watched it at least once. Right. I'm gonna go with Hunger Games. Okay. The more yeah. I think about it right now, the more I curious never, I am about it. I never finished, um, I never got to the last movie. I read Me the books. I, I genuinely loved the that, books. That Mockingjay Part 1 is a bore. You know me. It's a, that's a, you know what that is? What? It's a fucking Deathly Hollows Part 1. Yeah. We said that. I liked, I liked Mockingjay Waste Part 2. Waste of time. Waste of time. <clears throat> yeah, that's when I, I was like, I don't care. The book uh, ending is going to be better anyway, and I already read the books. Uh, like, you know me, I don't read books. I, <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go with the Hunger Games. Um, then Police Story because those movies are great, and you right. have Jackie Chan in your life. So yeah. we have Police Story, The Hunger Games, and, and Twilight. We have two YA book adaptations. Oh, that is that is whoa on this spin. I guess I mean I'm not gonna pick the other ones. Maze Runner, I guess, is the is the they most underrated. Uh, that it's doesn't interest me. Nah, man. I, fuck, I, fuck I, that I would care more about Maze Runner than I would Hunger Games, but Hunger Games is a big fucking deal and has some thematic resonance to it. And mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence is great. <clears throat> All right, and, you guys ready? And so, Josh Hutchinson gives me a chance to talk about Future Man, which I've never shown you, and I can't. Oh, Future Man! Know. I've seen ads for that. Great. Wait, hang on. Let me take my pants off. Yep. Great comedy about time travel. Sorry, I tied him. One of the things. Okay, so here's one thing that I'm. Would that be really funny? Huh? One of these days, he's gonna take his pants off. It's gonna be a thong. And what's wrong with that? Uh, I'm just gonna have. You're just gonna have to like burn the couch. Good 
day. Sunshine. Peter, take your pants off. I want to spin. Thank you. Oh my God. Three, two, one, spin. Okay, I'm spinning. We have that on record. No, we're not you, Peter. Oh, okay. Good, because I was going to... Oh, I was going to... Oh. Whenever I hear someone say, take your pants off. Damn it. Spin. It's Twilight. Yes! Dude! You are... Look at how close you were. Look at how close you were. You was almost police story. Look at how close you are. You're on a fucking street. Look at how close he was. Look at how close he was. It was almost police story. What a goddamn run you're on. God, yes. He can get things on the wheel. He just can't, like... No, that's not right. I play the slow game. I play the slow game. No, 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 no. We hit good time right away. We hit good time right away. Yeah, we hit good time right away. You had to combine. You had to combine your effort to do that. I know. Each, I was. I was very leery about good time. I did not suggest that for him. He chose it. Peter's the one that's pushing you in ways that I. I'm the. I'm the mom. He's the one who's like, just fucking get in the deep end. <laughs> I'm like, get some floaties on, and he's like, I can just swim. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, are you ready? On the. Oh yeah, On read the read series with. No, I gotta read them off. Okay. Okay. On the series wheel as it stands right now. Terminator. Harley Nord. Oh my god. I haven't seen the last one. Those are rough <laughs> movies, man. That's a weird The one I'm looking the one, the one I'm looking forward to the least is Genocide. Uh, no, Salvation. I Salvation? I haven't seen the I don't the, remember hating that. Anyway. I haven't um, seen the last one yet. I hate Salvation more than I hate Genesis. Genesis is dumb the, and boring, but the I DC Extended it. Universe from Man of Steel. Yeah. To the Suicide Squad? Because it'd be out by the it time. It'd be out by the time. Yeah. Oh um, Alien. And, and, and Covenant and everything. I love, oh man, I grew up on that shit. Uh, the Tolkien universe. So The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I would extend, I would finally I, watch Standard versions. I mean, we would talk about those, but I would watch Extended for the first time. I'd actually watch both. I'm I, watch, I am I, watching them. In the, I the just grew up version. on the extended one, so I watched like oh, five shit. hours. I'm all three. I, we movie. need to talk about the actuals. That's what they won the awards for. That's what most people saw. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm into that now. It's summer. I'm all Brookheimer. I want to. I want to watch At World's End. I want to talk about how great that movie all is. All Brookheimer up. I want to get a new depth resurgence in my life. Let's do this. Fast and Furious. Don't say anything! Don't say anything! Don't say anything! Fuck! We've already jinxed it enough. Doesn't matter. Tim Burton's Batman. You need to not want it. Tim Burton's Batman. So from Batman 89 to Batman and Robin. Nipples. Bat nipples. Bat nips. The Marine! I forgot that was awesome. most. That is the one we know the least about. Cool. I don't know anything. There is a... Okay. So there's a movie that won that stars John Cena. It's an action movie. It's called The Marine. They then made five more without him. The next, okay, the next one was Ted DiBiase's son. I know nothing about this. All his faults, and I can't wait. Can't wait. It's a wrestling. Yep. Rocky. What are the other Rocky? Rocky. Rocky is on there, dude. Yep. Rocky's still on there. All the way to the Creeds. As Zach would say, the Creeds. Rocky's a... I like, love, I the, love Rocky, the second Creed so much. To I me... Cried. I, I cried. like a Rocky. Man, I fucking cried. No, Rocky I hope we don't get... I hope, I'm hoping we don't get Rocky because Rocky to me is more like a Legend movie. We're going to get Rocky Fall. now. Fall movie? Fall. Right, me. right, right. That makes sense. Oh, but we would run it into yeah. winter. We the, would run the Creeds into winter. Yeah. The live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. 
Yeah, dude. The set, the first one's I just, dope. I just... Second one's stupid. But, but we're going to have to end on the Michael Bay producer. No, 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 no. Those aren't... No. Are we not? No. We're doing the three Sweet. what? We're doing the 90s ones. The first yeah. one, which is great. Tubular! The second one where they have vanilla ice in it. What? Go ninja, go ninja, go. go. back in time to Japan and it's awful. It's fucking bad. Back to the future. It's bad. Back Evil Dead. Never, never. Which means we get to watch Ashley Evil Dead TV show. <sighs> Cannot wait for those three movies in a TV show. The Cornetto Trilogy. Ah, yes. Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and At World's End. The world's end. The world's end. Uh, Kung Fu Panda. That's right. Your uh, amazing. I can't wait to talk about that. I honestly can't wait to talk about that because I'm getting because I'm gonna do another one. Also, I just you know Kung Fu Panda. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do another one, but it's gonna be in Star Wars. Um, Kung Fu Panda one and two are great. Daniel Craig's 007. It's U seven. U seven. That so close to No Time to Die. That's September or November. I think it's November. Close. I like love close, Billy Eyelash. Uh, I like her too. Lethal Weapon. Timely. Oh as for God. the passing of Richard Donner. Do you know anything about this? No. Oh, wait, no. Lethal Weapon, I'm sorry. Lethal yes, Weapon. Those are great movies. Those are great movies with Mel Gibson. The Naked Gun. Now, do you know anything about those? No, don't say anything. I don't know either. I don't know either. That is my, that is my, that is my ace in the hole, baby. With my ace in the hole. I'm so well, happy that's on there. Look who's talking. That is my second ace in the hole, and I can't wait for that one too. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Talking babies. How to train your dragon. Great series. Can't can't wait for that one. Solid um, joke. We're gonna tear Savage Books apart. And finally, The Godfather. You call me. Thank you, Peter. On the day of my daughter's death. On the day of my daughter's death. You can act like a man! A skunk yes. butt. Sorry, wrong one. A skunk butt rug. Um, sorry, that's Utopia. <laughs> that's not a series. Good. <sighs> Boys, are you ready? Are you Am ready? I ready? Oh my god. Peter, you know what to do. I'm taking my pants off. Alex, look at me. <laughs> nope, nope, he doesn't want to see it. All right, Shut guys. up! No, Shut up! Here. To wear off and that's a tease. Here is to a new, new journey. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost moon, dude. Oh my god. Um, are you guys ready? Up. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, Three two, one, spin. Oh man, it's gotten quiet. My mind is blank. Yep. My mind. What is it? Chris, what is it? Tell me. What is it? What is it? Are we fast and furiousing it up? Ladies and gentlemen, the next series of movies that we will be reviewing be on the Meister Movie Podcast. Yes! The fucking wheels are alive! Pirates of the Caribbean! Oh my god! Oh my god! Pirates of the Caribbean! You've been making that joke all day! Think about that! You've been making that joke all day! I can't believe it. Alex, 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 look at how close it was to Fast and Furious. It was right there. Was it? It was so close. It was so close. I don't get it. Oh my god. It's teasing you now. It's teasing you. I've been listening to music all week. We get to watch it. Chris, you just said that. That was Ed.
Hans Zimmer, baby! Dude, it's summer! Dude, these are the best movies to watch Ooh. in summer! Alex? What the fuck? Here's something. Five weeks! What Here's the something. Hell? Here's something. Five weeks! Here's something that. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That's insane! That Trademark. is insane! Trademark. What the fuck? What the fuck? How, Alex. Do, how did we just go from Jerry Bruckheimer to the most important Jerry Bruckheimer series of all time? Alex, here's the thing. Here's something. That, here's something. Think about this. Think about this. You get to talk about Gore Verbinski. Oh, one of the weirdest filmmakers ever. This. I... He made a Nick Cage movie called The Weatherman. Oh my god. That was him. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. Oh my! Pirates of the Caribbean. We get to what talk about God. what the fuck. That's so you've been making that joke all night. How do you go from Jerry Bruckheimer, The Rock, to this? <laughs> How do you do that? How do you go from Back to the Future to Good Time for Peter's Birthday to fucking Howard the Duck with Leah Thompson to this to that? That's insane. Trademark. <laughs> He's a broken man. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Wheels are alive. I, I've, I'm try. I keep trying to remember the the line from Good Time where where he's like. I'm like connected to the universe. I strongly believe. You know, he's like that yeah. weird fucking car thing. I I want to keep saying that every time the wheel picks something because I've been doing that. I'm the one who's been doing that. Yeah, that's what's weird for me. That was your real pick. That was your real. I've pick. been waiting all week. All week, I'm like, if we land on pirates, I, it, it's the most appropriate thing. Yep. It's summer. What we the? just went through death and that sadness. Yep. We get to end on more death. We get to talk sadness. about the writer's strike. We talk about the writer's strike. I get to finally watch the the third movie again. I haven't seen the. What's the last one about? Uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Javier Bardem. Is that the one with like <laughs> Jack Sparrow? Is that Blackbeard? That's all of them. No, that's on Stranger Tides. Is Blackbeard the second? The second to last one. Blackbeard is the fourth one. I don't know. That's that the last one I've seen. Oh my god! You have not seen Dead Men Tell No Tales. I don't think so. Interesting. Wow. I, I, mean, I might be wrong. I, I, I don't know. It's been I a while. did not see five. I know that for sure. I, I love those movies. I have movies. seen five. I fucking love those movies. I have seen five, and I've five made the press you. We were, I worked to the theater when five was around, and I saw the ending of five a lot. Oh my god, that's right. We were there. We saw the I end saw, credits? Yeah. Well, the ending. Just oh. cleaning the theater. I oh. saw like the ending. Oh, and so I probably did too. Then I don't remember. I don't know what the movie is or what it's about. Oh, did Verbinski? No spoilers. No spoilers. No. Guys, we're doing fucking Pirates of the Caribbean. No, Verbinski stopped at three to go work on that's right, that's right, that's right. that one movie with Dane DeHaan. That's not good. The, a cure for wellness is not good. It's weird. It's beautiful, but it's not good. Um, <laughs> this week we're watching Pirates of the Caribbean. Who directed the other two? I gotta look How this up before we happen? go. Before we uh, end. How did that fucking happen? Like now we gotta leave it. The TV also shut off twice in the middle of this. <laughs> God Almighty! Uh, the TV is rebelling. Um, it's the ghosts. On shut the shit. Strange tides. Um, 
Thirty-three percent. All right. Um, Rob Marshall directed on Stranger Tides. Oh my God, the guy who made uh, fucking Chicago. Chicago. I love Chicago. It took me forever to go back and realize Chicago was dope. Chicago was. My mind is fucking blown, man. How did I end up? How did this happen? How did we end up watching Robin Hood Men in Tights for eight minutes? <laughs> I love this movie. Oh, man. Um, eight. Oh, because The Rock ended and it went to another free movie. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Joe. I love Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's a good one. A pair oh my of, god! A pair you of lost Europe... your arms in battle! So for the fifth movie... Nice for the fifth movie, <laughs> they did a Marvel and they got like two indie... Um, a pair of indie European directors to oh. come and work on five. Probably because of Depp. Yeah. Is Depp not in the last one? No, he's, yes he no, is. He's in all of them, but my guess is by the fifth one, it was mostly like all about Depp. Yeah. And like his production probably you don't get you don't give a shit about that. It was a it was a twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Barely trying to win the what the series is. But now Margot Robbie wants to come in and make an all girl one. What? Yeah, no. Bring fucking uh What? Bring them all back all the women back. I don't I hate that. that. No, of course not. Bunch of, like the women bunch of fat ass pirate women like cut their arms just covering water. I love it. Like the witch. <laughs> like the, like the pre- previous characters, yeah, female yeah, characters yeah. of the world. Yeah, that's, it makes new ones. They make new ones. Right, right. But that's so fucking. It could cool. be an Ocean's Eight fast, though. It, could, it yeah. could be an Ocean's Eight. Ocean's, the problem with Ocean's Eight is that it's not directed by Steven Soderbergh. That's the only problem with that movie. Ah, uh, okay. And that and the fact that it's called Ocean's Eight, and then at the very end they put a ninth person in, and they're like, "Oh, we call it Ocean's Eight. Like, no, you have nine people in there, and one of them wasn't a woman. Okay, just oh no. I can't wait to talk about Elizabeth. Like, Dude, low key. I'm so fucking low key. She's this. great. Uh, the character you mean? Yeah. Yes, and I don't remember two and three well enough to know. Like, and I love this. I love this actress. I forgot her name already. Oh my god! So forever. Who plays Elizabeth? Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley. Thank you. Kira Knightley is actually a genuinely good actress. Queen and Naboo from Phantom Menace. One of yeah. whom uh, Natalie Portman berated. Mm-hmm. Oh my on god! On set. So she is gorgeous. This this great. will take at least three weeks. Because and now she's weird. Because some sometimes like we uh, we skip a week for various reasons. Sometimes uh-huh. and that's five weeks, so it probably will happen. So this might take over five weeks. I think we should all grow our facial hair out, like Done. fucking pirates. I can't. I will no no. I will braid this shit. That's all. That's 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 for you, Peter. So you won't do you. it. I, I, this is too long on my face. Fuck the prom queen, Chris. <laughs> Fuck her. Why? Wait wait. First of all, calm down. Um. Chris, why don't you just go ahead and fuck that prom queen? I, I want you guys to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. What prom queen? <laughs> you don't want to do it? Um, I, at this point, I probably could. That's the only place you can grow hair now. I don't want to. Why? Because it's a long time in a hot, hot sun. Yeah. Shitty-ass beard. I, I'm a that's face, not a, that's I'm not a, a shitty beard. sleeper. You have... It's because it's groomed recently. I groomed it recently. No, but you have, like, the thickest... It's not fun to sleep on. No, it's not. Wait, it's wait, not. Wait, wait, wait. You're just saying not even trim it? No, like, you can 
style it. All oh, theirs is style. Okay, okay, yeah, I was going to say, like, you could cut this. You could do the like, Hulk Hogan. Like, do... Well, if I can trim my facial hair... I'm not saying yeah. grow... I'm not, I didn't mean, like, grow a beard out, but, like, look fine, at all fine, the... Fine, 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 I'll wear an eye patch. That's not facial hair. Can you grow hair on your eyeball? <laughs> oh, my God! <gasps> it's not working. You're pooping. I... <laughs> it's just poop. Anyway, um, there you go, everybody. We're gonna. I, we get to talk about Davy Jones, dude. We get to talk about. I'm so excited. I'm very excited, dude. When we when you first put this on the wheel, I was like, I'm a, I'm basic. Whatever, and you were really happy about it. As we've been getting closer and closer to getting it and bidding on the wheel that has been on, I really kind of want to watch these again. Yeah. And the fourth one, I remember watching, and I was like, eh. And the fifth one, I don't nothing about it. it. Just feels like a fart in the wind. I want to give them a not, chance. You're not far off. But I, I, I want to give them a chance. But the th- the second and third one particularly, I need to go back. Mm-hmm. And I need to really watch them. Because they are one story. I'm yeah. going to gobble this shit up. Uh, I got to do this movie per movie. The first one in and of itself is it's a, it was a perfect one movie. It's a perfect start. I'm going to have a hard time oh, between the second I get to learn about Gore Verbinski through you. I get to learn about Gore Verbinski through you. I have to spend more time with him. Certainly before this. I don't want to really spend any time afterwards. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I stand we by the... the Lone Ranger's last action scene. The Lone Ranger's last action scene is dope. We get to talk about the most expensive film ever made. Is, is that the At World's one? End. Oh, my God. $350 million into production. We've got to match that. Two two of my two of my favorite. Movies. Okay, I'll I'll freaking Google it. Is it what what else has surpassed it by now? It's got to be something per, per surpassed, but not much. I wouldn't think much. Not adjusted for inflation, by the way, because that would be that would be. That was weird. That's so fitting too. Most expensive movies ever made. We'll go with that. List of most expensive films ever made. We'll go with Wikipedia. Unadjusted for inflation. What? What is it? It's Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. That's is the most expensive film ever made. Like as of unadjusted unadjusted for inflation as of right now because Endgame's on this list. Wow. Three hundred and seventy nine million dollars. Oh my god. Estimated. Oh my god. Endgame was three hundred fifty-six. The government couldn't give ten million. Jesus. Uh, and it was hundred million. Endgame was three hundred fifty-six million. Yeah. Uh, Never mind. Literally two, that's three, and four. Studios are willing to give. Yeah, that's why the Rock is so, so you don't want to think about it. Guys, think about this. Solo, a Star Wars story, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker are both tied at seven with two hundred seventy-five million dollar budget. That's it. You know where that money went. Where? To JJ. <laughs> yes. Those comedians. It absolutely was. Because Solo looked better. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I forgot John Carter's on this list. Um, John, Carter John Carter's in the top 10. John Carter's in the top 10. That movie so much. $264 million. John Carter. I like John Carter. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. it you can see why this well, yeah. How is Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides the most expensive film ever made? He's Superman. He's Jesus Superman. He is. On Mars. <laughs> that little dog thing. Oh, man. Okay, so what I wanted to say earlier is 
through my childhood, I had two of my favorite supervillains both have a squid head. I had Vilgax from Ben 10. Oh my god. You got some fucking, uh... And what's his nut from uh, Pirates? Why is it escaping me? It's not. Is it Davy Jones? Yeah, it's Davy Jones. Oh. Oh, Bill who? Oh, oh. Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Thank you, thank you. Bill. Yeah, the dad from about. You will time. not forestall my judgment. The dad from about time, baby. Do you fear death? El Mundo. Love about the dad from About Time is Davy Jones. The, yeah, dude. the was, link is now been complete. Was the Lone Ranger after Pirates? It's oh, after, yes. Yeah, it's after the third one, yeah. No, this final scene I'd stand by is amazing. Cannibal! Despite the fact that the lead actor is a cannibal, and this movie is not good. And kind of... Really oh, yeah, that's right. Has he confirmed he's a cannibal for No real? one talks about it, so we've kind of confirmed that there's been actual people abused. It's not a joke anymore. People were affected by him. But yeah, he probably drank some blood. Yeah. So, thank you, everybody. And the, oh, yeah, and the lead bad guy is a cannibal. <laughs> he eats the hearts of people in this movie. That's right. Oh, dude, Lone Ranger's got a great ending. That, okay, Gore Verbinski, I'm going to stand by this, knows <gasps> how to kill a villain. When you really hate a villain, like the melted, the flame around the bad guy yes. in one of the Pirates movies, I really hated that guy. But the villain in this is the way he knows how to kill a villain, dude. I love it. Wait, you mean Beckett? From a... I don't know which one. Oh. I, we have to watch the films again. Guess what? Barbosa, that's now? a satisfying death, I will say. Barbosa is a satisfying death. Yeah, this guy's dead. Yeah, this guy's gone. Oh! Yeah, that train got T-boned. Yeah, Lone Ranger's a curiosity. Hey, that was the first T-bone in human history. <laughs> oh, wow, there you go. It was with Bones the train. And his balls are destroyed. Um, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, All right. he's a cannibal. That's it, everybody. We're done. Um, thanks for it? listening. Oh, I thought you just saw that. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. That Chris. was The Rock, and now we're on to Pirates. Dwayne Johnson, guys. No. Dwayne Johnson. No. This is The Rock the movie. Yeah, with Dwayne Johnson. No. It was It was the, no, the Rock. It was the, doc, the biopic. No. I just accept that it is alternate reality. So. What alternate reality? The rundown. The rundown. Yeah, dude. The like. The Do you first, smell the first what the rundown rock? is cooking? You've seen the rundown, right? No. It's the first, I've seen bits and pieces. It's of the it. first real, true, honest rock. It's the first movie where you're like, oh, that guy's a fucking movie star. Yep. What Christopher Walken, Sean William Scott. What? It's a good movie. Rosario Dawson. Yeah, dude, it's not bad. Dude, Christopher Walken's great. Um, but yeah, The Rock. I like the moment that I first saw that. I was like, "Oh, you're a star." Do not do not end the podcast. I have one last thing to do. Okay. Just just milk milk time. So uh, yeah, uh, I I'm very. very I get to excited. see Will Tur- Will Turner's arc. Oh my God, Orlando Bloom! Holy shit! Orlando Bloom! Oh God, just absolutely before nothing until fucking that Amazon show, which I am before Edward and Bella. There was Will and Elizabeth. Uh oh, I just, rough. I just, I feel Land like, leads. I feel like I know. No, that's not it. I actually like Will and Elizabeth. Oh, really? I actually like that relationship. I like Elizabeth. I don't remember anything about Will. It's, it's wild. I, I think, it, I thought it was wild. <coughs> I thought it was I've, wild. Again, I've, I need to see the, th- the second and the third. The second and the third are going to define what I really, truly think about the series. And I don't remember. I was hard on it in the past. I can't wait to go back. I've been humming it all night. I feel like we got to play at least a little bit of it. Nope.
Thanks, Hans Zimmer. Hey, that's the that's the score of the rock. No, Alex. That's the rock. What did that's you do? You've been rock. better than You have indoctrinated him. Look what you've done. This is the rock though. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Forget Maui, right? Forget Maui. Yeah, doesn't Depp fucking bomb him or something? Yeah. Wait, what? What? Tia Dolma! I forgot about her! Oh man, this is gonna be so fun! I'm. I'm yeah, see, that's when the trolley explodes. Anyway, I'm I'm so. Three has is like peak blockbuster Hans Zimmer. It's. Dude, how have you been coupling up Zimmer lately? Yeah, and I love it. Shit out of this guy's work. I love it. Damn, dude. And also, man, did he do all five? No. No. He did. He didn't. He was. He had a commitment for the first one, but he wrote that theme. He wrote the theme, and they gave it to. He watched The Rock, and then he's like, "Guys, do this." Yeah, he gave it to one of his underlings to do the score. Then he did two and three. Then I think he did no. He did two, three, and four. And then he left at five. Okay. He had to go do some DC movies. Yes. Though I think he had to do Spider Man. Oh. Two. Uh, Amazing Spider Man too. Uh, yeah. Okay. That that was that to me was the last big studio bomb that I saw <laughs> before it was Skywalker. I mean, that was oh the one I referenced the most. <laughs> so I like Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone together, right. but that's it. I'm so, gonna next week. I'm gonna be dressed as a fucking pirate. Do it. I'm not halfway there. Dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> With the hair. Yeah. yeah. The hair. The hair. So there you go, everybody. We will uh, see you guys next time. And uh, say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. And gals, genderless human beings. Oh, wow. Hashtag release the Homer Simpson cut. Oh, sorry, Don Simpson. Sorry. Don <laughs> Simpson. Homer Simpson!